What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Wings of Redemption. We're back with Painkiller Already, episode 171! And we have a yeah. we have a sponsor for this week. Can anybody guess who the sponsor is? Uh, <laughs> is it is it in is it Nvidia? It's like, I'm gonna give you I'll give you a thing. I'm gonna give you a hint. Give you a hint. Apple. The mothers of this famous animal carry around little kids known as joeys. Kangaroo. Kangaroos, man from land out under. Cute, there you sneaky. Go. Sneaky, Tiki Sneak. Tiki Sneak, yeah. Tiki Sneak. It's like Tiki in the Brain. Like, who's our sponsor this week? Same sponsor as every week. Tiki Sneak. Man gets to bang for his money. He has Beast, Call of Duty 4 gameplay. He has mediocre Battlefield 4 gameplay. Blogs, details, well-presented commentaries, and the best darn about me section on YouTube. He's also in my top 100 subscribers. There you go, baby. So, um, yeah, when a sponsor buys a full show... We make gosh darn sure that sponsor gets his money worth. Apparently, this guy didn't get the full show because of uh, uh, the NVIDIA prank, and then uh, we gave him a partial show. I think it's like the fourth show we mentioned him. My man's yeah. hooked up. Hooked <laughs> up. <laughs> That's, your your experiences may vary. The, the level you, of you guys to really go over to his channel, which is youtube.com slash Tiki Snee, and give him a criticize on his best about me section. Yeah, give him a criticize. Go in there. <laughs> what are you doing to this poor guy? Well, <laughs> well criticism can be constructive yeah, or it construct. can be bad. No, so, no, no. Go in there and let him know. You say, I've heard about you for four damn weeks in a row. Tiki <laughs> impress me and give him, give him the PKA subreddit treatment. On everything that he says. Go do that. Absolutely. The PKA subreddit treatment? I don't I know. know. Uh, no, it's, just, it's a joke. It's it's a stupid generalization. <laughs> Wait, I like the PKA subreddit treatment. Yeah, That's because they know? love you. Yes, they love you. No matter what you do, they love you. And you're a... Damn it. I think that's just part of my charm. I'm just a nice guy, and I you do the best I can. And, and sometimes it doesn't go well, and people just understand that and forgive me for it. <laughs> that that last part would be nice. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> no, it's not even that they forgive Kyle for some – not they in the PKs, but people don't even realize or don't even pick up on the things that Kyle says. I Woody, say some awful Woody things. Whatever got spun into, women are built for rape all of a sudden. But I've said ten Kyle times says worse. Heinous things and just uh, – just The worst of the worst. And, and here's here, – <laughs> I explained this to someone the other day, and here's how it works. Hey, let, let, we're using a one to tell a one to ten scale of offensiveness. Now, if you're if you say something that is an eight on that scale, you're going to get in trouble. If you're in a work environment, anything like that, and you go to an eight, you're in trouble. You might lose your job, but if you go to a ten, they're not going to be. They're not even going to be able to take it seriously. They're going to love it. They're going to laugh at it. Nobody will fire you. So you always want to go all the way to a ten if you're going to be offensive. Well, go straight give us, to baby. Give, give us examples, Kyle. What an eight and ten. Kyle is. only got away okay, with that because okay. he's a fucking if, nigger if, kike. So, so an eight on is the offensive working? level. <laughs> so the eight on the offensive level would be like, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio hasn't won an Oscar because of all those Jews in the Academy. They don't want to vote for him because he's got Germanic heritage. That's fucking offensive. But a ten would be like. Yeah, it was a great movie. They raped a baby in the ass, and there was shit everywhere. But the thing about it was, baby poop doesn't smell. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I think I see now. That's. Well, somebody needs to make a meme out of that. With like, a, <laughs> like Kyle on the sunset by the beach, <laughs> ending with "But baby poop doesn't smell." 
Smell I've bomb. heard that. I don't no. So I, so apparently, and I've only been told this, but I or read it perhaps. But when you've got a newborn baby, they don't have the uh, that the bacteria that uh, that adults and children and everyone else have in their intestinal system, so their poop doesn't smell. I I can't trace it to bacteria as a person who's had a couple kids and changed a bunch of diapers. But I can tell you, poop begins to smell when you introduce, like, human food. Mm. So when the kid's breastfed purely, then it really doesn't smell. But I forget when it is. At, like, six months or three months or something, you start feeding Cheerios to the kid. I think it's the bacteria. That's when the the smell comes in. You know what I like? I like when kids who are way too old to breastfeed, breastfeed. Everyone likes that, right? That is the funniest shit to me ever. Any movie that does that immediately gets my, like, silent applause. Like, I'm just like, good job. You went there. I love this joke. No matter how many times you tell it, I love it. I love seeing an eight-year-old suckling on a breast and the woman being like, what? He's hungry. It's great. Game of Thrones. What movies are you watching where this is happening? Well, Game Game of of Thrones Thrones has a scene like that. I know that you wouldn't know anything about that, Lefty. Why won't I, you watch, Lefty? Because the subreddit wants to know. Uh, why won't I watch the Game of Thrones? Yes. Is it because it's not readily available, or are you just not interested? I, I'm just I'm not interested in stuff like that. Like, uh, the do you like Lord of the Rings? thing? No, not really. I mean, oh, okay, never mind then. Yeah, it's just not. I mean, I might try it with like Elder Scrolls Online, but I never got into Skyrim or anything like that. Also, because oh. big spiders freak me out. But um, oh, you burn those spiders. No, no, I don't want to touch them. I don't want them near me. I couldn't play that level in Resident Evil where the the spiders were in that room and they started crawling down the ceiling. I had to put the controller down. I'm like, done. Can I direct the topic here? We, we talked about Game of Thrones. Did you guys hear Christian Narn, Hodor, Hodor. is gay? Hodor came out and Hodor. he said that he said it was nothing he ever really tried to hide. He was just waiting on the point where someone would ask him and he was always going to just be honest about it. That he's always been kind of out and gay. So here's the thing. He's gay... But that's not why he's a bitch, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Hodor Wasn't this is cleared a up? bitch. Fuck the clear up, lying sack of shit. Oh, bitch, no. Bitch, bitch, bitch. So, so here's the thing. Hodor came out recently and said, like, dude, I would have loved to have done it. It was all my agent. He said no. Let me read you an email or two. So I reached out to his agent and said, I run a weekly uh, podcast on YouTube that gets about 200,000 views an episode called Painkiller Already. The four hosts have roughly 6 million combined YouTube subscribers and a heavy interest in video games like Christian. I saw that his Twitter profile mentioned he enjoyed podcasting, so I invited him onto our show. He asked me to contact you. So this is what I did. I I reached out to him on Twitter and said, hey, would you like to be on Painkiller already? That's what I did. I didn't send the beasts after him. I didn't. I was just like, hey, you you know, would you like to come on Painkiller already? I run a podcast, etc. He said, contact my agent. And this is my letter. We record it Friday night, etc. And then he replied, unfortunately, I have bad news on this. Normally, Christian would have been totally up for it. However, due to the way you went about making it happen, he got a bit upset. He was constantly getting cell phone Twitter notifications all day about this. Might have been better if you just asked him yourself. Um, I would have sure for happened then. And uh, I wrote back and said, ah, sometimes guy, I, f- I forget that guys don't take well. First of all, Hodor, just disable notifications. It was never meant to be an act of aggression. Heck, I bet he picked up a few followers from it. Because, Christian Narn, I recognize that you're on Game of Thrones, but this is your last fucking role in your entire life. You're not that good an actor, and no one's impressed by your Hodor, Hodor, Hodor ability to memorize a script. 
you, this is the only role you're ever going to get because there aren't that many roles for gigantic albinos. Bitch. <laughs> Shots I... Kyle, oh, how big is this guy? He you does have an enormous penis, though, if you guys... Like, how tall that is he? That was a prosthetic. Huge. Okay. How tall well, is this dude? I've is never large. actually seen this guy. How big is he? If I had to big. guess, I would say he's 6'7". Six, six. He's like 6'7". Six, if, six, if I'm seven, guessing... Like, but he's not skinny. He's like a big Andre the Giant build 6'7". Oh, he could get... I'm sure Predator will do a new movie. <laughs> he, he he his role literally just says hodor 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 that's all the acting that this guy does and when he tried to hide behind his agent and say i don't know why my agent turned it down whatever you complained to your agent about all the twitter for notifications that you were getting from your cell phone dude kind of fucking celebrity are you, you don't turn off beeping on your cell phone every time you get tweeted uh, is, yeah. is this is this simple you just open the side here and just just click that down and yeah, man. it goes away. That would be ridiculous. That's ridiculous for some kind of celebrity not to have that disabled. Yeah. The, the guy is a bitch. Uh, it's not because he's gay. It's because he's a bitch. And uh, and I have not given up on this thing. I, I have not forgiven. And, and now that he's telling lies out there saying, you know, it wasn't me. It was my agent. Um, it doesn't make it any better. It was not a simple misunderstanding. So you're going to be very happy when they kill him off in the series, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Just have a de- de- decapitation right there, Hodor. He's carrying exactly. somebody on his back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So what he told you about, you know, he, he's not sure why his agent turned that thing down. It's not really true. Uh, apparently, his phone was lit up with people saying, "You should come on. You should come on. You should do it." Uh, when I invited him over Twitter to join the show, and it's kind of strange that this is a person that supposedly is famous. I know, you know yeah, that's the thing too. If you're, if you're it, it, why even have a Twitter? If notifications are going to be turned on and they are going to upset you, and you're in a prominent role on a on a very popular television series, why do you have a Twitter? If if the notifications will upset you, because a lot of people are going to follow you and tweet you, especially yeah, how many, if you tweet out things that get you interactions, people are going to tweet you and you're going to get those notifications. How many followers does Hodor have? Let's check it out. There's probably a bunch of fake ones. A lot of the celebrities have those. those I don't think accounts. I don't think. No, Justin Bieber really does have 35 million account. followers. Wings, you shut your mouth. The the Biebs rules all. I, I haven't used Twitter in a while, but when I had Twitter, I only had it so when I got notifications of somebody I followed sent a message back so to me. He has 60,000 Twitter followers, yeah. and he probably had like 40 or so a couple months ago when we did that. So yeah. Oh, door, get on my level. I don't even have my Twitter account anymore, and I'm at ninety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your Facebook posts are just like like you can you can tweet vicariously via Facebook. If you yeah, just, totally. If you just say, yeah, right. Wiggs was like supposed to remove himself from Twitter so he didn't get himself to trouble. He immediately takes to Facebook, which is linked. <laughs> but it, I don't know. For it's worked kind of. Yeah, it has. Maybe it's because you don't get the same like negative feedback. Because Facebook. they're right there. There's their name. I can click on their shit and like, oh, there's your mother. Let me call her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, anyway, the, on the Hodor topic, oh, wow. I guess it's wrapped up. But what he said about it being a big misunderstanding, not true. He uh, he complained to his agent, didn't want to come on the show. They're like, we would have come on. But since you invited them over Twitter, that's some sort of act of aggression. <laughs> what, is, uh, what is his Twitter handle? All right. Uh, I just closed the tab. Let oh. me see. It is Christian Narn. 
He spells yeah. it kind of funny. K R I S T I A N N A I R N. So Christian with a K, N A I R N. Yeah, at that guy, you're a bitch still, still a bitch and a liar, <laughs> a lying bitch. Should I send and him it a has tweet nothing right now? At, but, but also congratulations on your bravery and being honest with who you are in the public realm. Let, let, attack that on the end. That's what yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. really respectful You're about still it coming a bitch, out of stitch. But I res- respect that you All right, we've got to ask the question. I'm looking at his motherfucker, and his profile says he's six foot ten. I'm he obviously be, yeah. basketball guy. Pl- guys lie. I'm sure he's probably lying about six foot ten. I don't know, man. He's huge. He's a, he's a big dude. What do you think? Power bottom or is he a top? I oh I was god, I hope that he's too. a bottom. He'd split me open. <laughs> I'd be pooping watermelon sized poops after that guy. <laughs> That guy is really big. Like, his whole job in the show, for those of you who don't watch, is to carry another human being around. A kid, but yeah. A kid, but, like, he carries him easily, like a like, like a cat or something. Hmm. White people don't get this big. <laughs> I just saw Woody's tweet. Uh, <laughs> oh, Troy, uh, your battle... This will be interesting to watch this unfold, because now it'll, like, happen, it'll spill into when the show actually goes live for people to watch. They're like, why did Christian Norton just tweet something, call Woody a... Douchebag. Did he call you a douchebag or did you do something that's going to work? Oh, that's a great tweet. (laughs) (laughs) What is the tweet? I can't read this. Hold on. Can somebody read it and get the exact wording right? It says, hey, at Christian Nairn, you're still a bitch, but I respect your bravery in coming out. There you go. Smiley Smiley face. face. Don't forget the smiley face. With a smile. I think I use smiley faces inappropriately. I use them liberally, and I think it it gets beyond. Hey, I said this with a smile. To I'm kind of a creepy person. Yeah, right. I always put smiley faces on on like everything, and it's not that I'm being weird with you. I'm just like, hey, and I'm happy as I say this because text can you know you can lose connotation. Exactly. But it, it, mm. now everyone uses the XD. It's gone past a. Uh, Fuck that XD. No, that's what does that's, that even mean? What does that mean? It's a. Big smiley, big smiley face, face. like an oh, ear to like, ear, ah. like crazy. Yeah, that's pretty much it with the eyes Like a closed. Japanese anime character. You're that, ha- you're that <laughs> fucking happy about this text message. No, oh, I'm going to give you a normal grinning smiley face. I might add the winky eye on there. It depends. See, yeah, now, but the, 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 wink, the wink might communicate something that... No, the wink does not imply anything dirty. The wink implies that that there's like a little bit of like tongue-in-cheek thing. Yeah, a little like, sarcasm, right? Like, Wait, sarcasm. Like, yeah, we'll have some fun on Saturday. Here's the Dave's going to be there. You guys are <laughs> just face. entering a phase, which I've been in for quite some time, which is completely removed from high school. Because you graduated, I'll say, 18, right? But up through like 22, 23-ish... You're still like in touch with what's going on, right? Like you know, you you're hip, you're on top of this stuff. When you hit like 26, 28, you're not in high school anymore, right? You you, you have become invisible to eighteen year old girls. You're just it's not your set anymore. I'm way past there, but when like when I see like oh everyone switching. Wait a minute, from, wait a minute. Let's let's go back a minute. I don't know that that last go, comment you made. Let's not go back a minute. Accurate. Let me tell you the bad thing about 18-year-old girls. They want your fucking attention too much. Do not go after 18-year-old girls. Always go after the older women. <laughs> I disagree with everything Wing said. <laughs> You're the same age as me. Kyle, 15's good, right? Back me up here. 15? 13? Oh, God, no. No, but 18. 11? 
No! <laughs> no! Hey, no, look, he's talking. Just somebody to talk to. It's a joke. I'm jealous. In the back of the arcade, and then you can invite them up to... Oh, my God. ...stereo. Yeah. If the 60-year-old point was all about you... You just need to be the guy with a big uh, cup full of quarters. <laughs> uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, anyway, so where I was headed with that was, like, sometimes when I see, like, all right, so the world is shifting from colon right parenthesis to XD, I need to shift with it, or I'll forever be that guy in, like, bell bottoms and a butterfly collar. Like, what? This isn't cool anymore? I didn't get the memo. Dude, that's what that's most of the old men that I know. They still listen to fucking Led Zeppelin smoking pot. <laughs> this not cool anymore? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Hey guys, you got one new tough stop uh, new subject? Okay. Sure. I got a video. I don't know I don't know if you can show it or not, but I, I'm gonna let you look at it. Um, and like normally, I don't believe in like the occult or you know things such as the Ogopogo or Loch Ness monster or even the Bigfoot, but I seen this video. And we'll link it right here, and it made me almost doubt myself because of the person that stated the video itself. Like it's a person that usually doesn't pull strings and doesn't bullshit. Okay. And he tells he goes on the Joe Rogan experience and tells his Bigfoot story. I've seen this one. I've seen this video. It's, why are you being so obtuse about it? Why am I being so obtuse about it? Because it, I, I normally am a – I don't believe in skipped. I don't believe the aliens have visited us. You didn't even this. mention the believe. guy's name. It's, it's Les Stroud. He, he's, a, he's a survivor man. He's a guy I really look up to. He's a guy I don't believe that would just outright lie to you. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we can play this video, um, but what does he say? What's his story? Well, he basically says in uh, season two of Survivor Man, which is in uh, episode six in Alaska, on day five or six, he's making a bed. He's, like, cutting leaves in a bed, and it shows it on camera of him cutting these leaves. And in the camera of the show itself, you can see him, like, look up and turn away, look up and turn away. In In the show itself, it makes no mention of this, but on the Joe Brogan experience, he talks about he kept hearing something go, you know, like a monkey, and it really creeped him out and scared him. <clears throat> while he was doing that. That's why I kept looking away from the camera. And he said what happened is he tried to go over and grab the camera to look towards the woods, and as soon as he did, something big started running through the woods. <clears throat> so naturally you would assume Bigfoot. Well, how many monkeys are in Alaska? <sighs> uh, Les Stroud believes that Bigfoot and uh, the Abominable Snowman and things like that are real. He went on the Joe Rogan show and he talked about it for a little while. And he just believes that the you can hide big things in the woods, right? Because it, it's weird that it's never been photographed. And the times that it has it been photographed or weird. videotaped I, I have been proven to be fake. Like the guys come out and, and say, that was me, I was joking, I was a liar. So he thinks it's real. He thinks he's seen these things. And... I uh, I think this is a man who, when he goes camping, doesn't have enough food or water and goes mildly crazy. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, the reason he upgraded his show from uh, was it seven days to two weeks is because people were criticizing him that he doesn't actually survive. He just goes hungry for seven days. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I believe you could take me, drop me near a lake, with no skills whatsoever. I, I could, he usually has a fire starting device too, right? He's got like some splitting steel. He makes himself no, that's a fire. Fair. 
and he slowly dies. No, Survivor Man's got the uh, he's got the flint he suit does. Yeah, typically about. he has something like you know, hey, here's the scenario. I've got a small camping kit and a broken snowmobile, and I have to survive here. But um, it's like he's not really surviving as much as he is slowly dying, and then within a week he gets rescued. I. Yeah. I don't know. I stand in awe of Survivor Man. It's still it's like, a testament of endurance to me. That's surviving to me. It's, it's, I, a, I, it's I, a huge I, test of endurance, is what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, it's really unpleasant. And by really unpleasant, I don't mean like, you know, not having enough sheets on your bed or having a starchy shirt. I mean, it's really unpleasant. It it it's supreme discomfort to exist without enough food for a week. But. You know, it seems like the guy loses a lot of weight during that week. It doesn't seem like he's re- like by the end of the week he's on top of his game. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. Ac- he hasn't conquered the situation. Yes, and now he's thank you. That's the wording I'm looking but for. It's not it's he, not conquer man. It's survivor man. No, no I want it's him supposed to, to be. What I want him to do is be like, all right, I'm a week into this thing. We got like a Swiss Robinson Caruso yep. thing going on here. That's what he, happens when Rambo moves in. Yeah. He's eating lizards <laughs> off of his knife. He's fucking making a bow and arrow out of a tree. He's surviving. Right. Yeah. Within six hours, Rambo is in charge of the situation, and yeah. you know he's eating some raccoon. He's, he's got his he's got his act together, and he's thriving in the woods. And and there's nothing he can do to knock him off his game. Les Stroud, on the other hand, and mind you, I'm a you know, armchair quarterback here, but he just seems to be slowly dying. And if you were to say extend Survivor Man to six months, it'd be like find the corpse. That would be like the second season of it. See, I, I don't think that's – I mean, I, I personally don't see the show as that. I see the show Survivor Man as the antithesis to the stupid man vs. wild. Like, don't do stupid crap like that if your plane ever – your Cessna ever crashes in the woods. Let me ask you this. You've got about a week. That's your clock. Any longer than that, you're probably going to die. Here's how you can keep yourself alive for a week and hope somebody finds you. Let me ask you this question, Lefty. Um, how many times have you seen him actually catch food? <laughs> Survivor Man? Like, other than finding... He's a son of a bitch. Because it doesn't matter if it's Survivor Man, uh, Man, Man, Woman versus Wild. Uh, who are the two guys, the, like the, the fake sniper and Dual the hippie? Survivor. Dual Survivor. Dual Survivor. All of them can't catch food. I'm just yeah. saying, but like every time... I, every, I've seen every episode of Survivor Man other than the new season, which hasn't happened on Netflix yet. But every time I see him, he's always eating like a flower, or he's eating some kind of like sea cabbage, or something yeah. he could find that he could yeah. pick. I never see him like create a snare trap that works. I think I saw him catch. They need to the arm these guys. I, they did once. They gave. They gave like I saw. I saw, I saw him catch a lot of fish before. He caught yeah. one fish. Well, two. Sometimes I think they might. Catch yeah, I remember fish. that. And he was. And he wouldn't take the shot. Yeah, he's like, all right, they made me carry a gun because of polar polar bears, but this is useful because I can take apart the bullets and start a fire. I'm like, dude, it's useful because you can eat polar bear. Like that's, <laughs> that's what you should be doing, baby. I seen him. I seen him fucking eat like the dogs meat. He like took a sled of dogs with him. And he's like, I didn't want to go to this, but I gotta eat some of their food now. <laughs> yeah, he's eating the nasty dog food like random. Yeah. I don't Butcher know why. When he's got Alpo. perfectly fresh dog right there. <laughs> oh. That would be fucking hardcore if he that walks over, hard. pulls out a thirty-eight, just 
bam, takes oh, one of the dogs out. That's one of the stupid survival knife that chopped its head off. Yeah, he needs to <laughs> cut its throat and bleed it out from the neck. That'd be hardcore. <laughs> just just the next, the blood. Then the next picture, he's like playing his harmonica with a dog corpse hanging, let the blood drain out on the floor. I have oh. want to do this. Does it, like, I wish that. Uh, you want to do a Survivor Man type I scenario? Do, and I hate that Painkiller already. Three quarters of the stuff we talk about doesn't come to fruition, right? Wasn't there supposed to be a Survivor Man with Hex or something? It's hard it to do. It is. And Matt it, Lincoln wasn't on us, though. That's not our fault. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not us. Truck Talk's not our fault. But um, uh, I, I, I'm tempted Look, to give this thing really a If you guys really want to do a Survivor thing, I, 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 we could talk to some – we need a sponsor, though. Here, That's the thing because we don't want to be donating all of our time for free for like a, you know five days or something or even three days. It'd be good if we made some money out of this. So let's see if we can get some sponsors involved. You know, a, a knife company, a tent company, a, a, a fire starter, whatever. Something like that. Maybe a, a, a hunting bow company. I didn't tell you. We might have a knife sponsor. Oh, really? Whatever. Do they make machetes? Is he Which better than Tiki Sneak? <laughs> I'm going to say, if they make machetes, we're in the business. So, so Wings and I have pulled out our SOG knives, and we, we both really like them. But this guy hand-builds knives. And uh, I think he's from Alaska. And he makes these knives, like, by hand he get in his shop, grinding them, polishing them. And apparently they're, like, super knives. And I've seen people do this before. They're, like, handmade knife makers for making a lot of kitchen knives and stuff like that. And they are, like, $200, like, sharpest knife you've ever seen. Drop paper on it. It splits and splits atoms. I don't know what the hell. But it, this guy is a, like, high-end knife maker. And he's, like, you know... Would you guys give me a spot on the show if I hooked everyone up with a knife? And I said yes, because I thought everyone would like it. Yes, uh, that, that, that's exactly what I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, um, I know there's a lot of manpower that goes into making a knife, more than the uninitiated might guess. So it's not going to be you know this week, but um, we might have a knife sponsor coming in. I'm going to go this far. I can go without eating five days. I can do that. All right. I just stay at Kyle's house. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, you have to be active. You've got to be like I, I actually trying to survive. Well, I hate to tell you, I, I'm a southern boy, Kyle. I could catch me a goddamn raccoon. It's going to happen. I doubt, it. I doubt I it. don't know. If I had to catch a raccoon, am I armed? I can shoot a raccoon. I can shoot a squirrel. Been done. I'm, I'm, I'm only imagining that we're going to take some sort of weapons with us. Like, if nothing else, we're going to make spears. Because there's going to be four of us. No yeah. spears. Um, I know how to make a spear. A little trident-like thing. I saw yeah, it on TV. I can, I can fire harden it the whole nine. Yeah, I can't do And what would you do with a spear, though? We can, uh, all take a, we can tree a raccoon. Once the raccoon's treed, we can fucking throw the spears at it until we fucking get it. All right, I'm going to... I believe I'm gonna, if I hit a raccoon with a spear that I threw myself, at best, I would knock the raccoon out of the tree. And then we can, and worst, we can poke him to death. At no, worst, man, I would embarrass myself by repeatedly me, throwing this javelin through the air at nothing. Yeah, but <laughs> me, this is what editing's for, Woody. No. <laughs> go ahead, Kyle. That's not, to say that's something. not how raccoon hunting works. No, okay. no, they're, they go really, really high up in that tree. Really high. It's almost out of sight. It all they have to shoot them down. But, yeah, but it's all tall, tall pines in my neck of the woods. Come in my neck of the woods. It's just swamp oak. But you don't own that land. We can't. We would just be out there. We'd get shot by some guy. Yeah, yeah. I can get access to that hunting club we went to. You could get access for four, for three or four guys to go like hang yeah, out in the I'll, wilderness. And, I know like, the guy who owns a hunting club. 
I saw it went back there. Cl- did we go to a hunting? Oh, you and uh, Kyle must have went to one. No, at New Year's when we shot at the uh, riverbank. That was a hunting club. That's a whole hunting club. What do they hunt there? Uh, it's uh, mainly deer. Yeah. We almost set that place on fire. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's a, but that's that's a hunting club, and like my grandfather was a member of it, and it's kind of just trickled down. Apparently, dragon's breath, shotgun ammo, and Spanish old man's beard. <laughs> yeah, old man's beard. What is that? Spanish moss? Is that what Spanish that is? moss? Yeah. I they, think uh, it was a tracer from uh, Mosin Nagant bullet. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was, was that what it was? Yeah. A ricochet, right? Yeah, yeah. ricochet off the TV. <laughs> But, like, I could get access to that, and, like, the trees aren't that big. I and mean, we have pines here, but, like, they're not going to climb that big-ass pine. Now, you like to go in the hollows of a tree. Raccoons like to sleep in the hollows of a tree. I feel like I I want to I, – I keep rooting for people like Les Stroud in shows of that nature, you know, man, woman versus wild, to go to a more hospitable environment because I want to see them thrive. Yes. Right? Like, like where, where I live – where actually, um, Wings, Kyle, and I live. Yeah, I said it right. <laughs> I thought I messed that up. Um, well, when Kyle and I live, all in that same sort of southeast part of the U.S., there's lots of water here. There's lots of trees here. I feel like there are foods you can just pick off things that are growing, berries and stuff like that. Like, I'm not ex- skilled, but someone who is should have an easy time surviving in this part of the world. And I want to see them do that, but do it well, right? Build a shelter. You know, I, I want a week into this thing to be like, this is my bedroom, this is my living room, this is my bathroom. You know, like, show me something. I got a question. If we did this, what could we bring? Like, what would be the limits? It would have to be really basic. I mean, like, could we bring a pot? I, I'm going to say yes to some sort of pot cup-like thing. Yes, do a fire starting device because fire, starting fire is ridiculous. And we live in the southeast where shit's not flammable. That's a problem. Ever try to light a live tree on fire? It's hard. Yeah, it's, it's a hard yeah. time. Now, apparently out west, you need to be super careful with your fires. Over here, if that shit's not 18 feet tall, you're not trying. And, and yeah. the tree's not going to catch. It never does. It's hard to start a forest fire around here. <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I could just imagine one of you. Fuck that Smokey the Bear guy. That's, that's that's in Yellowstone. That's way in West. Only mm-hmm. I can prevent forest fires. I can't even start them. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard. I never have under. I, I never really thought about that. But you know, I, you really get a lot of that Smokey the Bear stuff growing up. But I never really under. I was like, okay, but. What's it gonna do? I was like, and it made everybody paranoid about fire. I feel like so now when I've got a fire, people are like, "Oh, aren't you scared? It's gonna like." I'm like, "No, dude. Tr- trees aren't like made out of dynamite. It's not. You can, yeah, you can Are, stick a blowtorch to that tree. It doesn't want to burn. It's alive." Th- yes. Oh, that's true. Like I, I, I went out west hiking. Uh, we did um, John Muir Trail, and uh, fires were incredibly easy to start there. I mean, all the wood was like dry, tender, ready to go. Out here. You can literally hold a blowtorch on the, like, freshly fallen wood, and you can't get that stuff to catch on fire. It won't. The stuff that we use to start fires, if you're going to do it uh, in some primitive way, it, we call it lighterin, but I don't know what the correct word for it is. It's from, like, an old rotten tree stump where the sap has gotten hard in the center, and it's, it's the, the sap is flammable, so it's you can light it with a match. Yeah, I was also thinking, of, like, isn't pine sap, like, like almost gasoline, though? I don't know about pine sap, but this stuff usually comes from like um, um, 
cedar and stuff like that. If we're car camping, we usually bring something to get it started with, and then we find wood that's been laying around for a long time. Here, here's the issue I'm worried about. Go on. There's fresh water around here, but I don't know if you've ever been to a river landing anytime recently. Fresh water has this thing that has mercury warnings in it. Like, we have to really boil it out. That's why I'd want a pot. I don't think boiling does anything for mercury. Um, so what, so here's, here's an idea. What if we had one of those boards that had like tons of items and they were all assigned a numerical value <laughs> and we were given like seven points a piece to like choose from or something, but you'd have to be really strict with this. Like a pot is like three, three or four fucking points. Like yeah. a pot is expensive. I'd want a pot and a machete. <laughs> a single, a single match should be worth a point at least. Oh, fuck you, man. I don't want it. Like a single I, match. Yeah. I want yeah. one of those necklaces where I can just strike it and it creates sparks. Uh, like like a twenty two rifle and one bullet, five points. Yeah, Kyle, I'm not going with you. Screw this. Yeah, this is yeah, ridiculous. I'm, yeah, right, cool. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't think yes. we should create rifles no, at all. Like you should end up out there with like a fire starter and like a small metal cup and a knife and I'm maybe not going like out there to play this on veteran mode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking we all have a pot there, and we all have a machete. Make yep. videos that people will watch, pimp the sponsor, and maybe like right. you know, walk, walk around, go on a nature hike, and then cool. I, I don't think we should be, have to go to that primitive survival like we're lost, but more of on, like a lines like, let's make this the best it can possibly be with limited utilities. Yeah, I, I think we should have – like fire starting should be a thing that you get. Um, it might be interesting if we were all armed. You know, that might add a thing. But I don't want to be short on ammo. One bullet? One bullet. <sighs> no. I think it would be more fun. The week would be more fun and the show would be better if we had 600 bullets. Oh, wow. <laughs> we go in with one of those tactical vests with all the magazines loaded. I'm not with 600 bullets. But how about everybody have a high-powered rifle with a fully loaded magazine? So yeah, let's absurd. give the guy that's never shot a gun a high-powered rifle with a fully loaded magazine. We'll carry, like, one of these things in the woods, right? Like, this will be by the base station, and we'll have all the rounds we want. And No. But what are we declaring war on the forest? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we gotta go. At, we're, we'll go on patrol. We gotta set up regular. If we win yeah, this thing, to... if we win at camping, we have a beautiful like uh, uh, Robinson Crusoe structure, and the rest of the forest is burnt down, flat <laughs> <laughs> and burn. Oh, just holding our nuts, just letting the top of the food chains here. All of the forest people have, have either been shot, eaten, or enslaved. Because the weekend that Kyle's describing, or week, or weekend, I don't know what it would be, is like severe hunger, arguing, no food, very little water, like collecting, fucking eating bugs and stuff like that. The week I'm describing is hunting shit down, cooking up snakes, uh, Cooking up raccoon, seeing what squirrel tastes like. I don't know. I think you want to go on a hunting trip, Woody. <sighs> That's what you're describing as a hunting trip. But yeah, because yeah. you shoot stuff and then you check Twitter, Instagram it. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess I'm describing a hunting trip. But I, I think that it should be like a hunting trip where you don't bring your own food. Like hunting is camping. Hmm. Oh, so you literally do want it, to. But... You really do want to declare war on the forest. <laughs> Got my AR-15 here. Got my F-2000, and I'm I'm heading into the forest. Something's gonna happen. They're like fully decked out. They've got calls. They've got. I want to go more Ramboing. 
you want to stalk the woods and shoot anything you see. I just imagine Woody like, all right, here's that's going to be tree trunk. Oh. If I see something by tree trunk, I'm like, he's bottom tree trunk. He's got to go. We got to check him out. It's going to be like a Call of Duty call out thing. We're going to have to go shoot. I'm happy. I don't know about you, but the deer around here are fucking dumb as shit, dude. Like, if you put any kind of food down, you're getting deer. That's against the law. No, it's not. Yes, it is. They sell deer corn in the book at the yeah, fucking local Yeah, to feed place. deer, not to bait deer. There's a very big difference. The second category, you end up in jail if you're not lucky, and you pay a huge fine, lose your vehicle and your rifle. Okay, so no filming the beer ba- the deer baiting. Yeah, <laughs> we just, just remember <laughs> it's coming right for us is what we're trying to see, I, th- I think we call it. See, I think we should fall uh, under a different category because we're out there surviving. We're not life. out there just trying to farm deer. No, no but yeah, you're, let's you're tell that to the cops. I'm sorry, officer. We decided to try well, to. Survive. What if you were actually in a survival situation? The wings. They're gonna take one look at you and be like, "Really? You couldn't go another day?" <laughs> I don't think hunger works that way, Kyle. I think it does. It doesn't. You can live off of what you – I can live a year off of what I have stored up. I know that Scottish but, guy did that. But, uh, for example, you, there's minerals, there's vitamins, there's all other things my body loses from not eating. So you shot that deer for vitamins. <laughs> yeah, it's got iron, high iron content. I need iron in my body. I mean, it, I understand that it's unfair for the animals. You're obviously baiting them with something they need, and then you have this fucking 300 Winchester Magnum they have no chance against. Here are the weapons that I think that would be okay. A, um, a crossbow, um, any kind of bow, any kind of bow would be okay. I've got, I've got all three. I got a crossbow along. Uh, I've got, I've got a recurve bow. F two thousand. I got a compound bow, and uh, no, not an F two thousand, not a thirty <laughs> round capacity five five six semi automatic rifle. No, the, it's essentially a bow. Though was my it's next thing. Bows and Nagant. Iron what are you sights. Gonna, uh, yeah, but you can't have more than like. Two bullets. No more than 200 bullets? Two bullets. <laughs> <laughs> what about the whole magazine, Kyle? Five bullets. It doesn't have a magazine. It does. No. It's I'm going camping without internal. you, Kyle. What? The most Nagas <laughs> magazine is internal. Yeah, uh, that's that's true, I suppose. Two bullets is ridiculous. What, but what are you going to shoot with a Mosin Nagas? Like, what is your target? A deer. Deer? Bad guys? That's a, Okay, well, you, we we would have to wait until deer season to do that. And, and, we're just and, and what you got to keep in mind, if you're in the woods with during deer season, there are also other guys in the woods with guns, and and they're trying to shoot deer, and and we wouldn't be wearing vests necessarily. Uh-oh. I don't think deer is going to be on the menu. I think Bear. I think we could go somewhere where there were wild pigs. Um, oh, those Texas? things can get dangerous, right? Wild yeah, pigs are very dangerous. Oh, yeah. Fuck They're that. very dangerous. No, no I, I just want to go film some stuff, Twitter, shoot. I have to quit being a bitch, son. No, you have a dick for a reason. I have always it. appropriate. What does that have to do with going out and hunting and killing things? Apparently, in the always... world, you use your penis on wild pigs. I'm just throwing that out. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to uh, to hunt wild pigs with a lance, though. That'd be cool. Yeah, a I'll lance? spear the shit out of a, a wild lance. pig, like a spear, like, like for a well-made horse? spear. No, um, no, no, no! Like, 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 just a long, just a long, wide spear. I want to be on foot, though. Fuck it, do it from a horse. Here's the, here's the, here's the fucking problem with what doing pigs with spearing or pig sticking. One, pigs walk in fucking packs, Kyle, and if they get you on the ground, you're dead. D e a d. I've fought a pig before. Have you fought a pack of pigs? Was the pig maybe on a farm? No, I, I shot, <laughs> I shot most of the pack, and then I fought the big one with a pocket knife. 
No, you did, no, you did not. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Seeing the yeah. pictures. Wow. All right. That's legit. You Lefty, see, don't you want? Don't you wish you had that story? Imagine how much pussy Katie be giving you. You come <laughs> home with, a, with like a pig's testicles around your neck. <laughs> Wait, Kyle. It's, I think I've seen the I'm video doing for that. Okay now. It was bad video. It was like night vision when it wasn't always on target, but you could the, the audio was good. Was um, yeah, right? I don't know where that audio is anymore though. There was the audio of me fighting the pig, but yeah. it's not filmed. And I, I, I didn't really want it filmed, but now looking back, I really wish it was. <laughs> oh man, dude! So Kyle yep. wants to live life on impossible mode in the forest. And I just think if you're gonna go, you should go. I'm with Kyle. You know, if you're gonna play the game, play it on hard. No, I wanna, I wanna be Bear Girls. I wanna be Bear Girls. I wanna have a crew. I wanna oh. have evac at the ready. I wanna have harnesses. Like when I create my own little harness to go down a waterfall, I wanna have a real harness with a real rope backing me up. We're not going down a fucking waterfall because there are no waterfalls in where we live at. Yeah, but uh, you know, somewhere just, in between. Just idea. All right, I don't want to go out there and slowly die like Les Stroud does. And I don't want to go out there and car camp like Bear Grylls does. I want to go out there well prepared to thrive in the woods. I mean, Lefty, I don't eat fish, but I'm willing to eat fish if it's all we have. You got to be there with me. I, but why would I put myself in that situation in the first place? If I because don't it's I'm, good fun. It's okay. Imagine sleeping on the ground with the fire ants, Lefty. That might be a real possibility. We got these things called diamondback yeah. rattlesnakes here too. I can slide. Yeah, no, yeah. Up. That's that sounds great. That sounds really great. Or you timber guys rattlers. Go do film it. I'll do the voiceover for it, and we'll make an episode out of it. There, wow, that's my compromise. <laughs> that's all. That's all. Snake, snake ain't gonna fuck with you, Lefty, because one, they're cold-blooded creatures. They they don't want to be around the fire most of the. Well, they do want to be around the fire, but they're scared of it. So the, all the people walking around, so they're going to stay away. You got to watch where you're walking throughout. I mean, we have black bear around here too, but they're very rare. Yeah, not making a good case, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, that's why we. That's why we're carrying the high-powered rifle, Lefty, the one you don't want to hold. It's not that I don't want to hold it. It's just I think it, you know, for a guy that's never shot a gun, like, hey, here's an AR. You can't miss a bear, Lefty. He's fucking huge. He's six hundred goddamn pounds. Children can shoot AR-15s. They don't kick it all. It's a little yeah. bullet. I just I just don't know proper gun safety all that. Ah, that's shit. Gun gun safety is for fucking nerds, dude. Gun safety, <laughs> don't pull the fucking trigger. Don't point a gun at somebody else and shoot them. That's gun safety. Wings does that. What? Kyle and I shot with wings, and Kyle it looked at me at one point and he's like, you know, we're in a lot of danger right now because because I wish I could properly draw this picture. You got wings shooting at a tree, and then Kyle and I down here. So the bullets are going like, choom. yeah. There's the possibility for that. We're we're sort of downrange from him, but he's shooting uh, at a target that's off away from us. So I was like, you know, this isn't really safe because it's possible that bullet could just ding off that tree, come over here and ding off our head. Kyle, you've been hit with 50 caliber rounds. You know, after they hit that first thing, they usually don't have enough kinetic energy to kill you. Oh no, God, that's, that's so not true. Oh, I've sometimes. seen tracers. I've seen from uh, an associate of Kyle's. I've seen videos of tracers pinging off into the woods, and they look like they're going pretty fast. Perspe- I mean, perspective might mess with it a little bit, but ricochets are dangerous, man. Ricochets are dangerous. Those tracers look really fast, still, and really dangerous. Yeah, probably like two thousand feet per second or something. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until you shoot a fair amount of um. Uh, Tracers, incendiary ammo, stuff like that, where you can see the bullet. 
You kind of have this notion that it disappears after it hits something. Like, all right, it hit it. That's where it went. No, that's the first place it went. It's going somewhere else next. And, uh, and it's, it's, that those bullets fly everywhere. Kyle knows. Yep. <laughs> but Wings is not number one in gun safety. No, fuck gun safety. I want a meme. I want a meme. Gun safety is for nerds. I want yeah. that. To, <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to point it out there, dude. Like, but, like, people freak out about gun safety. It's That's because, because it's, you know. Because they can kill you. You know what else can kill you, fucking lefty? Driving a car. How many motherfuckers are like this in a goddamn car? Yes. You know? Which is why they should at least you know be what kills more people, people than guns? Drivers, fucking cars. You know what kills more people than fucking guns? Big Macs. I don't give a shit. Who cares if the thing can kill you? This knife could kill me. I could be walking around, fall on the motherfucker. I can fall. My steps can kill me. Quit being That's right. Quick. Do you run around willy-nilly with the knife in your hands? Like, ha-ha, and then throw a bunch of clutter on the floor? Knife safety to... is for pussies. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, people oh. over-exaggerate gun safety. It's like, please point the gun down. Don't do the... Dude, I'm, All right, so, I'm not a dumbass. I'm not going to point it at you and pull the trigger. So I think there's a middle ground here. <laughs> While I have seen people who are really overboard with their gun safety to the point where it's like, you know that we're all adults here, right? Like, it's just me, you, and those other two guys, and we're all, like, grown-ass men. So maybe we can handle this without, like, shouting out every time we do something. Mm-hmm. I've seen that, but I've also seen people who are just kind of willy-nilly with it, and they'll hand a kid a gun, and, the, and they, they'll, like, won't be attentive enough, like, monitoring that kid and that makes me uncomfortable. I've hidden I've I've went and hid behind cars before because I thought somebody was being they were being unsafe and it, it just seemed like a you know, you don't want to correct a forty year old man and be like, Hey, what you're doing's unsafe <laughs> So I just I'm, I'm, I usually, sir, muzzle down range please. Yeah, I'm I don't want to be that dick side. but I because see I've I'm a, I'm different than the other gun owners in this thing. Like I didn't really get into owning guns until like my early thirties. And um so I, I wasn't raised around guns. I wasn't like mega comfortable since the time I was eight. I don't didn't have my own shotgun as a kid or pistol or anything. You know, Kyle tells stories where like he'd walk along the street, see a rodent or something, pop at one with the gun on his yeah. hip. That wasn't me as a kid, right? You know, I, I was lucky if I threw a rock. So I didn't handle guns until I was thirties, and, and that means that I was like formally trained. You know, I learned at a gun range from people who were giving you gun range safety, and then the gun range in my area is particularly overzealous. I didn't realize it; I thought that was normal, but now I realize, like, oh, you know, things like like there's, there's a bench behind you and a um, uh, a bench like you know where you shoot towards the thing. You have to have your gun bag or case pointed down range, and you can't even remove your gun from the case. Unless you turn the case around so that it's pointed down range while you take it out. Like, they're really on top of that stuff. I, here's the one I always hate. I hate when people, when I, if I carry my guns in the backseat of my truck, when I carry them places, I just lay them on there. They'll be empty. And right. people are like, you should open the door on the side with the butt of the gun. The motherfuckers yeah. are empty. That's kind of a shame, but like, um. They don't even have the bolt in them. It'd be fairly normal to take the gun from, like, the, the table behind you, point it down, and walk it to the part where you shoot, and then bring it up, right? Because generally, like, in gun safety, you, you point it towards the ground and everything is cool. But these guys aren't good with that. Like, you can't point it towards the ground. It has to be pointed down range, only down range. It can't be, can't exist anywhere but at the bench, pointed down range. So now when I shoot, I'm, I guess, you know, like 110% careful. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't criticize grown men like Kyle doesn't either, but I think it, 
<laughs> now, uh, on the other hand, like, like it, it does seem silly to have all those rules and, and, and for it to be so strict, but if you go to a gun range, one that's had a lot of traffic, you, and you walk into the booth, you'll notice if you look closely at the ceiling right above you, at the walls on the left and right side of the range, at the floor, that they're covered with 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 bullet holes where people have completely missed what what is supposed to be like a square you know human sized target downrange and hit the roof on yes. the walls the floor they even shoot the the booth that they're in and we're talking about plate steel that's kind of you know around them to their left and their right at ninety degree at at uh, ninety degrees away from them yeah but let me pull this out a lot of people go to these places to learn how to shoot as well like my mother has very little. You know, handgun control. And when she first shot a handgun, was at a, at, a, at a firing range, and she didn't even know how to stand with it. And those are the kind of people that make those mistakes. People that shoot any time or any regularity, even if it's once a year, can shoot a paper target. No, I don't know. I I, I hear both points actually, but yeah, it, gun safety is important. It's not just for nerds. Just throwing that out there. I'm just saying, people are overzealous for the shit. Like I can't. I want to point a gun at people that tell me that shit. <laughs> that's wow. Because that's the smartest thing, Wings, that you've probably ever said. <laughs> I want to point a gun at people who tell me to be more safe about guns. Uh, let me tell you, I, I was a melter lefty, and there was less rules about being safe while running a blast furnace than holding a fucking 1911. Okay. A blast furnace will kill you way quicker than a gun will. Guns can do it pretty quick. Yeah. They can do it quick. But just imagine, would you rather get shot, Woody, or would you rather fall into a blast furnace? I would rather get shot. I would rather get shot, too. Yeah, I'll pick shot. <laughs> because at least then my family could bury me. Oh, yeah, the blast furnace is a slow death, too, because you don't just fall into it like water. It's not like you're vault of gold coins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's heavy, so you hit and you slowly sink into it. So you, you feel yourself dying as your body sinks into this shit. Yeah, you might only seek in like a foot or so at first. I'm diving in head first. I'll be done. Won't take long at all. <laughs> and screaming the whole way down. <laughs> I won't scream long. <laughs> Swan dive. Be, whenever there's a scene like that when someone falls in molten metal, that's that's always that's a pretty rough death in my opinion. I don't. They say it's fast, but still it's horrible. Uh, in Alien Three, she jumps into molten lead at the end, and I always thought that was just a really gruesome way to go. You know who didn't bitch out about it? Arnold. And T2. No, not a bit. He went in there thumbs up. He was just like, what up? Yeah, he, <laughs> went, in there, he went in there too too fast, though. Like, I, that wasn't actual molten metal. But Can he was very, very heavy. He's yeah. a Dominato. New topic? What person in history What person in history gets way too much credit? Uh, oh. oh. What was his name? What's Lincoln. Name? Lincoln, yeah. I don't think Lincoln did a good job at all. He didn't. Even his constituents didn't think he did a good job. And I like, don't think that he should have let the war happen. I don't think he handled the war well. Over half a million Americans dead. No, it's a failure in my eyes. Wow. He freed the slaves. No, no, no. The Emancipation Proclamation that, was a way to win the fucking war. It wasn't yeah, it nothing to do that, with freeing the slaves. Yeah, that, that's the thing. He didn't free the slaves until like a couple years into the war, right? Until You're right. Yeah, he was losing the war. He's like, well, we need more troops. Let's free the slaves if they'll fight for us. I think there's a quote from him that, that was like, you know, if I could end this war by freeing every slave, then I would. If I could 
win the war without freeing a single one, I would. Hmm. Lincoln, Lincoln I don't know, was I don't, full of shit. Yeah, I'm a big Washington fan. Washington's the man. Lincoln, Lincoln's man. Wow. So both the Southerners in our show are like, you know what? That Lincoln guy. That war in northern aggression was just uh, <laughs> so not cool. You guys did that to yeah, us. Yeah, but look, you don't even learn about the You're war just sore because he kissed your ass. And if you keep talking smack about Lincoln, I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I guess there is a lot to the to the – you know, to the whole Lincoln thing and and the idea of states' rights and that whole thing that doesn't get covered in, you know, vanilla history classes in the U.S. I mean, there there is a, another side to the story where the Southern states being like, hey, don't we have rights as sovereign states? And Lincoln's like, no, fuck you. Um, I think Steve Jobs. Oh, that's a good one too. Steve Jobs. He was a prick. He he. A lot of people. He didn't he steal a lot of stuff from people or not. He took credit, or his name was ascribed to things that were actually created by other people. Like he was everything, his marketer. Steve I mean, Jobs was Keemstar. The graphical user, the graphical user interface, he was stolen. The mouse was stolen from Xerox. Like, so. it, and then you go into the later days, and I don't know if the iPhone was stolen. Stolen. I mean, it, it seemed like a lot like the Palm Trio that preceded it. Um, oh, okay. I didn't even know about that. I had it here. Let me let me grab a picture of uh, my first smartphone. Mine was called the Blue Brick. It was a Nokia 2230. <laughs> yeah, those were the phones, man. Those things. Here. Two bars on each side of the screen. One was your signal, the other your battery. I'm not saying that the iPhone wasn't like a huge step forward from this thing. Mm-hmm. But the idea of like a, a touch screen interface with icons all over it that you pick was, you know, it's not like the iPhone was the first smartphone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, didn't they call these things Blackberries? The Blackberry was before the iPhone 2, or also, I should say. Yeah, Blackberry <laughs> became more of like a style of phone. It was, there's, yeah, obviously this one's Sprint. I don't know, is that a Blackberry? No, that's a Palm, right? Yeah. When you link, yeah, so I guess it's like, uh, uh, like Xerox, you know, <clears> I'm going to Xerox this. Well, it, are you, you know, are you really making, do you really own a Xerox machine, or is it... You know, whatever other things, Xeroxing, even though it's trademarked, it became the name for... So the, the first iPhone was kind of just an evolution on what smartphones were before it. I get that. Um, yeah, and, and so his ideas were mostly evolved and stolen. I think he does get too much credit. Plus, he was a prick, which makes it makes me want to not give him credit. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was the greatest guy, if he was Bill Gates with Steve Jobs' gadgets, we'd all love him. Right, you know, it'd be like, yeah, this guy, he, like, he made the iPhone, he made computers, he made this, he made that. Now he's curing malaria and AIDS and changing humanity and bringing clean water to places. And if that was Steve Jobs' thing, then he'd be the, you know, I'd be like, yeah, he was the greatest. But it's not. It's like he was a prick. He denied that his kid was his kid. He didn't he cheat on his girl. He, like, he was bad. Yeah, and. Also, the whole, oh, it's so tragic that he died, so tragic. Six months after his initial diagnosis, he s- sought out holistic healing. Instead of going for chemo or whatever it was for his his form of, of cancer or whatever. Yeah, it was curable. Got him. It was curable, but he was like, no, I want holistic. I'm going to go holistic. Well, okay. You're kind of fault, well. bro. Kind of like you decided, they're like, hey, this thing works, but no, I, I want to go holistic. It's like the people that don't vaccinate their kids, which we can talk about later because the measles are back. 
<laughs> yep. Um, oh, you know who my guy is? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. I like Reagan. <laughs> Ronald Reagan raised taxes like a dozen times. Ronald Reagan. If Ronald Reagan won the Cold War, then Barack Obama won the Gulf War because that shit was going on for forty years before he took office. It just ended while he was there. Um, that if you look at when the U.S. the U.S. was doing fine on the debt, even under Carter, we weren't in deep debt. You know, under Nixon, under JFK, we weren't under deep debt. Reagan comes along, and that's when this period of like skyrocketing federal deficits started. Because he cut taxes and he raised spending. And all of a sudden, like, for the rest of history so far, America has been spending more and more and taxing less and less. And it's like their trick to get more tax money is to cut taxes. And then their trick to get more tax money is to raise spending. And they just keep doing that and it keeps getting worse. And I'm not forgiving Obama for it because he's done it too. But Reagan was the guy that really kicked off a, what is it? 35-year trend of low taxes and high spending. It might end the United States as a major power. Reagan started that. Reaganomics. Reaganomics. Yeah. Yours. And, and the, the, the whole trickle-down economics, let's make the rich people rich, and then they'll spend it, and the poor people will get whatever's left over. Like, nowadays... That sounds like heresy. Nowadays, you're like, what? Get out of here. Like, no one would seriously say that out loud. But that was actually his plan. He's like, let's just make the rich people as rich as possible. And then they'll start hiring people and, you know, they'll start buying things. And, you know, the richer we can get the rich people, the better everything will be. And. But the rich people just hold on to their money more by cutting jobs. That sometimes happens. Rich people are good at holding on to their money. That's why they're so rich. That's true. That's, that's you know, it's very true. And as uh, you know, in personal finance, that's something to remember, right? A fool and his money are soon parted. I, I I watch the people in and around my life, and it's like, well, there's your problem right there. Every time I put a dollar in your pocket, you find a, something that you need. Stupid. But um, uh, I really want that PC though, Woody. Come on. <laughs> I I hear you, and, and you know, but. Some people, need every time there's a dollar in their pocket, they find something else they need. And that's that's why they don't accumulate any money. But uh, um, for federal policy, it, it, yeah, it's kind of important to remember that the rich people, you know, if you suddenly gave me $2 million a year, uh, it wouldn't really get stuck back into the economy. I'd just start being rich. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like I said, I was I was reading, I was browsing Reddit. <clears throat> I was looking through the news section, and they said that the military last year spent seven hundred and sixty million dollars on stuff that they didn't need, just because they could spend it. And on that same day, I was looking. I was like, the Kansas school board is so strapped for cash that the t- teachers can't even buy like dry erase markers to replace on the board, so they're having to go back to like you know chalkboards and things. Of yeah, that good. Good, get them back to the chalkboards. <laughs> but that's the thing. Reagan ushered in the gigantic military industrial complex and crossed the USSR. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, oh, outspent the them. They problem. went broke and an evil decreased worldwide by like eighty fucking percent. And then a generation stats. and a half. They used bonds to try to to try to cripple their economy, and then those bonds were going to come due. And Bush covered up for Reagan with the 9/11 terror attacks. 
because the bonds were going to come due the next day, and they crashed them into the Pentagon right where the bond, bonds, bonds, bonds. I, I, I don't know about that, <laughs> but but you can't say everything Reagan did was bad because part of his crazy spending was it was the Cold War, and he was outspending the Russians until they couldn't spend anymore, and they went broke, and that's he how also he blew up the Challenger. That was his fault. He did not Stop literally it. blow up the challenge. Well, well, he didn't yeah. literally blow let's it up. Talk about, like, let's talk about a policy I find this bullshit. Besides the challenger blowing up. I worked at worked at Meclass, and one of the policies we had Meclass is if you, we had a certain amount of budget. If Can we I did not use... Wings of Redemption's Meclass stories have long surpassed Woody's Gamer Tag's lifeguard stories. That shit is every week. Yeah, right. it's whatever. Wait, but like, or wings, you need to. What you need to adopt is. I've probably told this story before, so I'm going to say it's it. not. I haven't told the story before. Though. Woody seems to have abandoned it, so you can pick it up. And yeah, now pick you, it up. So I'll say it and fast forward. But go ahead, wings. Tell us about the dangers of smelting. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is this is about spending. Like we had a we had a uh, we had a budget that we had to spend. If we did not spend it, they would they would cut the budget. And I feel like the military is in that same yep. that same boat. If you here's your budget, if you don't spend it, it's going to be less next time. So they spend it on stuff they don't need, even though it's backstocked. And that's where your fucking tax money goes. Instead of spread, taking that money from them, which they're scared they're going to lose, and giving it to the public schools over here, let's raise taxes. Yep. Yep. That's, so so going that, around, who said Steve Jobs? Is that I did. Yeah. And Wing said Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I said Reagan. Kyle, who do you got? No, um, Kyle said Lincoln. I agreed with him. Yeah, oh. I said Lincoln. Wings hasn't Lincoln. technically come up with one. Wings? I'm Lincoln. That's the one I wanted. Oh, you wanted right. Lincoln, too? Um, that's the first guy that popped in my head. I had another one in my head, too, that was so good that I was like, oh, I could change my answer to this. What was it? Damn it, I lost it. Son of a bitch. I'm trying to think of another one as well. Oh, Columbus. Christopher Columbus. There we go. <laughs> yeah, Christopher wasn't looking for this place. Didn't even and, know it existed. And he was a slave. He was a slave master. Like that's what he did. He ran. He gives slaves. a shit about a slave master. How the fuck you go to India and end up in the United States and you be considered a world great navigator? Well, well first of all, he did end well, up Copernicus in the United States. Too. And second of all, at the time they weren't aware that South America was in the way. If South, if you take South America out of play, then that is. A, a pretty easy way to get to India, though they didn't also didn't know the circumference of the Earth at the time. Yeah, it was an issue. Small problem. Yeah, yeah they were working things out, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was an Ask Reddit thread, and there were some pretty good ones in there. Oh, another one that I like, Obama. Obama gets too much mm-hmm. credit. And, and of course, you know, history's not written on this guy yet. We'll see where this ends up. It turns out this medical thing might be an amazing step forward for the U.S. But... This fucker won a Nobel Peace Prize his first week in office. You can't yeah, find anyone that explains it. that. Nobody says, like, that, like everybody, fr- enemy, friend, etc., will be like, yeah, that was kind of bullshit. I don't know how you win a Nobel Peace Prize for it getting elected. It didn't make a bit of sense. No, it did None. not. Yeah. Like, it, Martin Luther King needed a Peace Prize. Barack Obama... Has been in office for for several years now, and he still hasn't done anything worthy of a peace prize. No, no, it, he, he. I mean, he, he he's, might he's, yet earn a war prize. Yeah, if, if they were giving out war prizes, then I would say yeah. Think about it. If if it was the Nobel War Prize and it went to the best warlord of the year, and it went by like KD ratio and win loss <laughs> ratio and, and 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 stats like that. You know, maybe they counted vehicles for like a quarter of a person or something like that. Right, right. Think Barack Obama would have like eight of those motherfuckers by now, right? Yeah, he's, like he's been on different up. continents, fucking shit up. 
Yeah, you know, we, uh, we're we still in Iraq, we're still in Afghanistan, you know. Drones are flying around the entire planet, bombing people at will. Talk, talking Absolutely. about fighting Russia? I, we should hold a painkiller already uh, war prize. <laughs> <laughs> the war prize goes to fucking Barack Obama. It might. It might. Although, although for this year, Vladimir Putin is really doing his best. He is. Strong contender. Strong contender as he perhaps goes on a World War II-like rampage through Eastern and perhaps Western Europe. We'll see. I hope he takes Poland next. Racist will never let it go. First black president starts World War III. I was thinking about it the other day. Uh, and, 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 and this may be a little bit insane, but I think I've had enough of like the, the, the happy good times. I think I'm ready for like a disaster. I'm a so global not. disaster. Oh my god, I don't want a global disaster. I don't Here's want World global? War Three. Here's Super what, Volcano, Yosemite. You could have that. Yeah, that's one of them, and there's a lot of them, and I've I've got a short list of them. Um one of my favorite is the is the uh like like the um the magnetic waves from the sun, because you know, I was doing all that sun research. Actually the, <laughs> the center of the sun is not iron. It will be though. I, I, it will be. Yeah, when the, the sun dead. dies. When, when the, the sun, sun dies. Yeah. I apologize. I watched several documentaries and it was a late night. <laughs> but, but those uh, those like those those magnetic waves um could could basically like EMP the whole planet, fry the whole electrical grid. They say it would take anywhere from a few months to ten years to get back on our feet. I don't want that to happen at all. Like yeah, I, man. I just like got an air conditioner for my room. It's fucking sounds awesome like how was be warlord of Georgia. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty happy with peace. It's it's working for me. Let's mm-hmm. keep doing this. Or zombies. Let me let me get let me throw some salt in your game for warlord of Georgia. <laughs> oh goodness, wings! It's just a joke. I understand it's just a joke. We <laughs> realize that if if you have something other people desire, they might want to kill you for it when they're hungry enough. Good luck that's, with that. That's my daily mission. I'm you out there doing the killing and the taking. You have to sleep. That's how you become the warlord. You, you of see, Georgia. you see, wings. Woody's looking for p- good people to sue. Kyle's looking for a few good people to shoot in the ass. So it's okay. <laughs> Come try to get some. We're gonna take and, slaves. I, I'm not down with that. So you're gonna be really? like, gonna be like well, fucking Caesar's Legion, huh? Lefty, we all know you're down. Yes, exactly slaves. like that. Exactly <laughs> like that. Like, like for for you Fallout fans, we're gonna do the Caesar's Legion style, okay? Yeah. So who's gonna be the legate? Is Jeremy the legate? No, Jeremy's on the outs, man. <laughs> Hasn't texted me in two fucking weeks. Uh, is is just being a real Debbie Downer about this whole truck scenario, and I'm I'm not gonna pay for it because apparently it would be very expensive. Like it's one of those situations I think we said where if he did have full coverage, they would just declare it a total loss. They would declare it totaled. So I'm certainly not gonna be the schmuck that that pays more than any insurance company ever would. You know, fifteen hundred dollars to repair this truck that's worth three thousand tops. Mm. I think not gonna happen. Of, of repairs there, but <laughs> no, he needs a new bed. Needs a new bed, and it needs to be painted. Who's the legate? Who's the legate? Oh, um, my cousin Scott. What's he, a legate? He's like the leader of the army. Yeah, army. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your main guy, him you or have, Chris. You gotta have. He's ruthless. Like a legate. In the, in I've done. The, I've done this before. We have set up who my generals would be before. Like, like this is. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've legate, got the whole hierarchy. Like a good legate takes all his men and kills like. You know, four tenths of them right right away, just to show his dominance. That's intense, man. <laughs> I um, I think I'm gonna be the warlord of North Carolina, and then we should go at it. He's gonna war. I think I think you I think you both have a lot more competition than you think. Woody will be the NCR. Kyle will be Kaiser's Legion. 
and they will battle it out for. Yeah, South Carolina will be the Hoover Dam. Yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll battle it out and. On the um, who gets more credit than they deserve? It was, like I said, it was an ask credit. One person said Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, junkie whore that fucked the president. Not bad. And Joe DiMaggio. And Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, well, she cheated on Joe DiMaggio with JFK. I don't think she gets properly cra- uh, criticized, but I was going to say you know, crucified. If, if I was smoking Joe DiMaggio, I'd be happy about that. Oh, the the bitch went up for me. She went. She had to fuck the president to find a better guy than me. I not me. I'd have been like, <laughs> you were my woman. You left me for that guy, and he doesn't care. Like Joe DiMaggio was seriously emotionally wounded by that. Right? He loved Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe was his woman. They were a pair. He like. It, she was his everything, and then she's like, "Ah, oh, JFK, I'll fuck him too." I got a question: Was uh, he on his hit, hit, hitting streak when the, when they broke up? Is <laughs> that maybe what so. broke the sixty-two years? It was after he was retired. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I, I just it was an incredible act of disloyalty. Obviously, cheating on your husband is, but something about like she didn't fall in love with JFK. She didn't like. You know, she didn't think that they had a future together, that he was going to leave his wife or anything like that. She was just like, huh, this is a mountain I feel like climbing. I'm fucking JFK. And she was with Joe DiMaggio. That's not cool. Hmm. That's good. The kind of guy who took the pussy. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Who else in history gets too much credit for what they... um, Edison? Edison's on the list a lot. I don't really, I'm not well educated. They're all saying that he didn't really invent stuff, that he was more like a Steve Jobs where he had the, the workshop where people invented stuff, but the stories of him personally trying like 400 filaments is not true. Oh, okay. I oh, so oh I, I was thinking about this when I, when I went to the bathroom, and um, I don't know this for sure, um, but I'm sure somebody out there does. Um, and I, I was really curious about it. Teddy Roosevelt got the Nobel Peace Prize for negotiating the end to the Russo-Japanese War, right? I think. <laughs> Forgive me, I have been woefully uneducated on that part of history. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, Nobel Peace uh, Prize. You think uh, I have instant recall? And, of... and, and the worst part is, I'm a big Teddy Roosevelt fan. You know, he cured himself of, um, um, what's the thing when you uh, you can't breathe? Uh, because your lung, uh, inside your lungs, they swell and get inflamed. Asthma. He cured himself of asthma. As a... he d- nice. cured himself of asthma. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, but anyway, it, uh, apparently I've heard. I don't know where I got it from, so I might be making it up. But I've heard that there's like in real history, um, not just you know vanilla stuff you get from a from you know sixth grade science or U.S. history cl- courses. Uh, that it was kind of bullshit. That he didn't really do all that much. He was just kind of there, and he said some things about it. And they're like, oh, you negotiated, but the war was going to end anyway, or something was going on. So, but I heard that, that that Nobel Peace Prize was just pretty much bullshit. So, I, you, you, Teddy. I, I got one. Paris fucking Hilton. Does she get that much credit, though? I don't think so. <laughs> She's fucking famous for what? Being rich? And for, you know, we all had to watch her have sex and everything. I've seen that tape. That tape sucks. That tape's like a one on out yeah, of Yeah, get to watch, her, porn watch her just, you know, give bad head and then just kind of take penis. Yeah, I mean, I'll be upset yeah, if my girl sucked my dick she's like not, that. Exactly. I, I feel like she's one of those really pretty girls that feels like she doesn't have to try. You know the have hottest seen... thing about a woman? Her enthusiasm, right? When she's down, when she's getting into it, 
That is a huge turn on. And Paris Hilton, it, it seemed like she was whining about it. You know, yeah. and, and the picture, like her in the bathroom, like, oh, really? This? Yes, this? That's why you're here. <laughs> uh, I want her to suck that dick like the cure for cancers in that motherfucker. Exactly. Oh <laughs> like you're trying to beat the record to how many licks it takes to get to the center of a lollipop. Suck that thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want the motherfucker to change color from like, you know, the yeah. peach tone to like red. Give just me the, some just the... kind of hickey on it. That's like, make it. Come on, make woman. it bleed. <laughs> Paris Hilton was was really kind of a uh, uh, that was a, that was that that, that kind of head's like you just got to push him off. She's like, like, I'm not I want a blood anymore. blister. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you're not into this, I'll find someone who is. Beat Where's your Nikki feet. at? Give me Nikki. <laughs> oh, that's her sister. No, that's her friend, right? Nikki. That's, that's her, her sister. sister. Oh, who's no. her friend? Who am I thinking of? The Nicole Richie. Yeah. That's who I am thinking of, yeah. Yeah, but Nicole Richie sucks a better dick. I bet. She's so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tara Reed then, too. Yeah, she probably thinks she's she's trying to get a milkshake like she's at McDonald's or some shit. Poor Tara Reed. Her star fell so fast. That must be dreadful. Sharknado 2 coming soon. <laughs> oh, it I is. And she's starring Kurt Angle. Yeah, and Kurt Angle's going to be in it, too. And Benji from the Howard Stern Show. Sharknado 2. So glad there's a sequel to that. I didn't see the first one. Was it any good? No, of course not. I haven't seen it either. It's, it's on it's, Netflix. Yeah, it's crap for the Netflix. sake of being Netflix.com slash Woody. Get your free month. Check out Sharknado. I heard it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, Tara, didn't Tara Reed's career fall just because she was hard to work with? I thought it fell because the boob shots came out. That doesn't usually that that in they usually shoots the career up. I'm late for Miley Cyrus. But they were bad boobs and it was embarrassing. I saw these boob shots. She had botched plastic surgery. Let's hear Reed. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys haven't seen this? It's it's she's she's like on a red carpet, like literally thirty or forty photographers, um, and her dress falls down and her tits hanging out and it looks bad and they're just. They're taking pictures so rapidly, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. And she <laughs> thinks it's because she's such hot shit. So she's just like, yeah, it's me, like smiling bigger I, and I, bigger. Maybe and like, she raised her arm to wave or like yeah, something, and, and, and a boob came out the top of her dress, which I guess is a thing that happens. It's never happened it's to me. It's great. <laughs> it's great. And, and it takes literally like four or five seconds for like an assistant or whoever to run over and like get her tip back in her, her blouse, her dress. Yeah, and it she – she had some bad plastic surgery, and I I, I felt sympathy for her. Um, it, it didn't work out. I'm right. looking for these pictures. I can't find them. You said their pictures were getting took like candy. I've <laughs> seen them. Wing smells titties, and he's what? Where? I, I see like a. I mean, everything I see is like she has like this pregnant stomach. That that you know, like a woman that's had like two or three kids. See, I thought I thought her. Her career fell because she was just partying too much. And from my understanding, she was hard to work with, and she would always show up inebriated. I didn't think she was that grave an actress. No, I like how they always put glasses on her and turned her into a scientist. <laughs> yeah, that's not even. That's always ridiculous. She was. I didn't think she was a good actress. I, I didn't think her star fell as much as you know. She got a couple of decent movies that did okay, and then. She went the route that we always knew which she would. Which movie did is, okay? Lone in the Dark? Which one, Kyle? I don't know. I, I feel like I, I like recognize her. I know her from stuff. Like maybe she was a co-star in something. But I know who Brooke Hogan is too. That made her a great star. Brooke Hogan's hot. Oh, yeah. Tara Reid had the bad bad boobs, but she also had the bad belly. Right? Remember uh-huh. that? 
Oh, there it is. Oh, man, they're all edited. Oh, go to a porn website then. Nah, I'm, I'm good right now. I don't need... Up oh, there it is. Holy shit, yeah, that's bad. Link it, to, link it, Lefty, link it. Link it, link it, Lefty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and link that shit for us. Uh, yeah, there you go. Let's see this Tara Reid hot link piece it. of ass. He didn't link it. He did hold not on, link on. it. Hold on. Uh, I'm trying to. Do you want the direct image URL? Or the Google. How search? are you so linked hearted? Why is this taking? I don't. I don't know what's proper procedure. All right, there we go. There it is. There we go. Let's see this. It's the Google search. That Ariel looks like a baby has had a full five course meal. <laughs> <laughs> this like, is, like this, that's a this bad. This to Ariel. me is almost as bad. The I'm double checking. Nothing not to say for work about this. Oh, I'll I'll send you the link. Watch how long this takes. Bam, done. But you see that belly, that like liposuction thing? Oh, okay. And the hangers. Wow. Yeah. She So what she's got going on there with the boob job, I'm not sure if it how botched that is. It doesn't look good, but it looks like it's fresh. I think that's a big part of it. Because oh. <clears throat> I've seen one when it's like say two months, two and a half months uh after a boob job's been done. And like the air, the area around the nipple is like really red and and doesn't look that great at first because you know they cut their nipples off and sew them back on. Yep. Yeah, but like like this one's scarring something fierce. Like normally you can't um, see the scarring like fresh. this. It's fresh, Dude. I think. I think that's what it is because like you know I've seen boob jobs from you know when the girl first got it and the date in you know week one, week two, week three. I, I've, I've I know I know something about boob jobs and at first they look really bad. I've never touched a fake boob. You're not missing much. Mm. Now, I will say this. If you're a girl who has really small boobs, like they're just like flat, you, it's a good idea to step it up a notch. I went to a girl, which is to high school with a girl who was really flat, and and she's I saw her the other day, and she's went up like a cup size and a half or so, and she's much more attractive, and not from like a dirty, I'm a dirty pervert guy kind of way, but just like she looks like a woman now, and before she was she was lacking. Um, small boobs don't really bother me. Yeah. But if you got like a B and you just really want that D, and don't you're not gonna it. like the way they feel. <laughs> mm. The um, yeah, the the. It depends. If you have really small boobs and you don't want a boob job, trust me, there's a guy out there for you too. You know, wings might be another one. I would be. I wouldn't care if a woman was. I just don't find that much enjoyment out of boobs. They're more of like something you look at. I'm a fan. I just don't need them to be that big. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, the butt is a much better, you know, tool for sexual pleasure. A tool. Yeah. I'm a much bigger fan of ass. It's a minute ago. I was. I was on my phone. (laughs) A minute ago, I was on my phone, and I accidentally touched the wrong button, and I almost changed the header on my Facebook page to an ass. I was like, oh, God, that would have been a disaster. <laughs> and it wasn't even like a like a, like an R-rated, a PG-13 ass or an R-rated ass. It was totally an X-rated ass from, from like, a Gone Wild subreddit oh. or something. I was on Pornhub doing nothing. Shut up. And uh, Well, no, PKA was there. You were investigating. Right, right. Was no, on Pornhub. Finding topics for the show. Work stuff. And uh, I clicked the Twitter icon, and I'm like, oh, my God. It doesn't tweet. It sends you to an – it's almost like a click to tweet. Like if you click on it, it takes you to another page where you have to submit, you know, like, hey, I really like this video. And I was like, that would have been disastrous. That would have been terrible. You don't got to worry about that stuff when you control shift N, though. When you're in 
when you're in control shift end mode, <clears throat> like you're not logged into anything. Should you be an asshole too. if you like if you criticize like the women with the hangers? What do you mean? I think. I think he means saggy boobs when he says hangers. Yeah, well, yeah, so, right, but I mean, criti- I'm just saying, like, you like, see a lot of people, like, I've met guys that are physically grossed out by, like, you know, like, uh, love handles or, like, boobs that sag and things like that. And, like, how can you be so brazen? We all, you know, there, I don't I don't like the idea of someone judging you because of what you're attracted by. It, it, I don't like it at all. So just in the same for the same reason that I wouldn't judge someone who's attracted to another man, I'm not going to judge someone who says, no, I, I need my partner to be fit. I, that, that's what turns me on. That's what does it for me. Or somebody's like, no, I need a lady who's really curvy. I want something to hang on to. I want some cushion for the pushing. It's just how you feel, and there's, mm-hmm. you shouldn't I, have to define it or make it fit someone else's parameters. I've mentioned this before, but I swear this is a change. Like in, Back in the 80s, it was all about like that Christy Brinkley um, – Who's the chick from Blue Lagoon? Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields. Mm, Yeah. It was that super thin, tall, busty, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. That's what hot was. With sort of a small butt. Yeah. And nothing else was hot. Now, it's like there's a million ways to be hot. There's someone out there who's like, I like small boobs. There's someone out there who's like, I like a thick thigh-butt combo. There's someone out there who likes tall... Like, It's like there are so many different avenues for hotness now... Whereas before, it was how close you were to the standard. Now, there's like half a dozen standards. Someone out there digs it. Yeah. It's it's hard to find girls that aren't somewhat hot. I don't have... Unless you live in Tacoa. Oh, wow. I don't live in Tacoa. But, no, no, I... I, There are women that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a... Just a, a dirty person at heart, so I, you know, I, if I walk through a crowd of women, maybe my standards are a little low. But yeah, there are unattractive women. I see them all the time. There was this fucking hag at the store the other day who started telling me stories about her daddy when she was growing up, and she had this thi- this like skin infection where like parts of her hands were like super super dry and crusty. And she's like handing me the change, and I'm trying to like move my hand back and forth so she doesn't touch me. She just drops it, and she's coming at me with this fucking crusty ass claw, <laughs> like just like one of those machines where you control like the claw machine. She's coming at me with it, and I'm just drop it. It's drop not her it. fault. She had just recently molted. Yeah, exactly. And, and <laughs> And there was an example of an individual with whom I found no physical attraction that masturbation would always reign supreme over anything <laughs> that involved her. Yeah, yeah, I can find an attractive women too, but yeah, um, but it's not like they're not out there. But like, it, yeah, it, I'm just it, saying it, they're few and far between. Like, you'll find more attractive women than you will unattractive at this point. Kim Kardashian would not have been hot in the '80s, right? She she doesn't fit the. She doesn't look anything like Christy Brinkley. She's got this big, thick ass, right? That that's her thing. But there's a lot of guys out there now that'll say, like, that's my preference. I like the Kim Kardashian body. That, to me, you know, is I measure girls on how close they look to her, not how close they look to Kate Upton or how close they look to, um, I don't know, a prime Christy Brinkley or something like that. I don't understand the preference because I don't I don't personally have, like, a, a specific type. Um, I've been really attracted to girls who were very tiny, who were like, you know, like five foot one, like, you know, 95 pounds and kind of flat chested with a nice butt. But I've also been attracted to like a five foot 11 chick who like had huge fake tits and like was hardcore. 
So I don't, I'm not picky. I'm just not. <laughs> I prefer that they have vaginas. Yes, as long as they have vaginas. <laughs> I always get surprised when girls are taller than me. You get oh god! I saw Wait, a girl. What did you say, Wings? I always get surprised when girls are taller than me. Oh. Very few uh, meet a female that's taller than me. All I right, thought so... you got fries with girls that were taller than you. Like I see girls taller than me. We head to Mickey D's. We get some fries. <laughs> oh, no, you go to Central Park for French fries. <laughs> okay, so I am with my with my boots on. I'm six foot two. So there are it's it, I have never seen a woman who's six foot two I guess like I just haven't encountered one in public like at a gas station or something until like last week and it was shocking. This lady was wearing flats and she was at least as tall as I am like we were totally eye level and she might have had a little on me. She definitely was taller than me because I had my fucking shoes on and she had flats on. Yeah, this chick was taller than me and it was intense and she was super fucking hot. Dude, uh, at the Flog at Molly concert, this bitch was like six and six and a half feet, dude. I don't she, think I've she, ever been more intimidated by a woman ever. I'm like, <laughs> I thought I was standing next to a basketball player, but like her her butt came up to my shoulder. It's like, god damn. Yeah, I was at the I was uh, at the grocery store once and there was there was a uh, a chick there that was and I'm a I'm well above average for males in America probably. I'm about six four, six five. And this chick was easily six seven. Oh easily. shit. Was she attractive? I, I guess she was normal. She was just normal. <laughs> she was a normal looking person. That's and insane. It, she didn't look like, you know, a WNBA player or anything like that. She was just like you know, if you All right, if you're so, in Photoshop, you hit Control and you just dragged, and it. Just, yeah, think about the positives. Right. If you if you married a lefty, you'd be very easy to propose. Let's, <laughs> let's think about this though. This this is a little bit this is a little bit coarse, I suppose. But she can't have a very tight vagina, can she? Huh. I, don't, I don't know how that dictates. You it. see, this is funny. I always thought that like, okay, if I see a guy that's seven foot tall, he has giant hands, right? He has giant yeah. feet, right? He's got really long forearms. His, his thighs are quite long. His calves are long. Guy's got to be hung. He's seven foot tall, right? Why would that be average? Mm-hmm. If, if there's a woman and she's six five or something like that, her arms are longer. Her legs are longer. You know, her chest. Her mouth is, is bigger. Bigger. Her mouth is bigger. Her ass is wider. Her eyeballs are probably larger. You know, her thighs are bigger. Her chin to forehead is her longer. Her vagina is bigger. It's got to it be. It has to be. It's got to be. <laughs> they got to have was, And, and when you see these women, oh, oh, here's the thing. When a woman is like five foot or five one or four eleven, they typically struggle in childbirth, right? Because they've got tiny little hoo haws. I was. This is where I was going. Okay. In my experience, these much smaller women are much, much tighter. I can confirm that. That is absolutely true. Smaller women have. I, I was just thinking about that. Like, yes, totally. Yeah, Shalene was like five nine, mm. whereas, whereas Brandy was like four eleven, and Brandy was like, woo, woo, <laughs> these lubricant. There was no, there was a girl in college I couldn't fit. Yeah, dude, with Brandy, it's always lubricant. Like, you know, how tall was this college girl, Lefty? Uh, she was. She had to be. She was four <laughs> ten. <laughs> this is like a wow. Mm-hmm. And what? she was she was super skinny too. I was. What were you doing with a thirteen year old? <laughs> no, no, no. She was. I was hammered out of my mind. Um, <laughs> oh, well, volleyball practice. Yes. Everyone's done no, that. No, no, no. But it was, uh, she was confirmed like twenty years old. But um, yeah, it was like 
I remember her saying, yeah, it won't fit. I'm like, okay. And so I just kind of went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) We don't fit together. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I've never encountered that before. Well, college me would have been like, we got to give this a shot. Oh, yeah. There have been (laughs) times when, like, we failed on the initial attempt and we rested for a few minutes and, like, got focused on the job at hand so that we could. Because. We're not gonna quit this. Like, there's there's few things that I'm more like. We're gonna do this and we're gonna get it done. Yeah, yeah. Nah, bitch. Nah, 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 nah. You can have a child out of this. You can fit me. Like, like I don't. Baby, the you amount of times that fit it. Come on. The amount, of, <laughs> the amount of times that I have started sex and not finished sex are very far and few between, and this isn't gonna be one of them. How big is your mouth? How big is your ass? Can you grip a baseball bat? Because we got to get something done. Oh, here. oh. There's the other thing. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't fit in her mouth either. And, and I'm 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 average. Like I'm not trying to be like oh, I got a huge wing. I'm I'm just an average sized guy, I guess. Give He's six my... five. There's no way. Well, Lefty, I, I'm sure it fit in her goddamn hand. She needed to jerk that shit off or something. <laughs> yeah, but I, at that point, I was I was like, this. You is had whiskey point. dick going on. Let us know. No, I <laughs> oh, I wasn't goodness. that drunk. But I was I was I was like, eh, I'm just uh, this is too much work. I because you passed a breath. Bed sounds then. bed sounds better than. So what than was she wearing? It was. Was uh, she fully dressed, or like you got her in bed, right? Uh, no, it was in a it was in a laundry room. So when you got her in the laundry room, and you were you were getting down, and she saw it, and she was like, "Ah, this is a non-starter." No, no, no. We were trying. That was it. We were, it was trying to go, and it just wouldn't. So it wouldn't what go. was like the spin cycle going? That they got the vibration <laughs> cooking. No, it was just uh, it was just late at night and dark. Was, was she wet thing? at least? Like, could you reach down there and feel it? I oh, remember. I think we went far enough with this. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, sometimes <laughs> when the girl's really tight, you got to work it a little bit with the hand to get it loosened up. Thank you, Wings. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, no, Lefty, so you went to the laundry room together thinking mm-hmm. that you were going to have sex. Mm-hmm. And you started it, and you were knocking on the door, and she said, you can't come in. This, Yeah, the temple, the temple was full. It was too, or I don't know, under construction, I guess, or whatever, whatever oh. metaphor works. No, that doesn't make that doesn't yes, work either. It, it was it just too, like the temple was too small. <laughs> I was just like, eh, I can't, I can't worship in here. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so we conclude that tall women most likely have big vaginas that accommodate yeah. baseball teams. Have you ever yeah. had what? I, I but, heard but the thing about that is, you could probably put it in her butt comfortably, and everybody'd be happy. I was saying like a big girl would have to have like really good hips. Like you'd have to have good hip flexibility. Just imagine doing a doggy style with a girl that has like four and a half foot of leg. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Is is like I've heard it, I've never experienced it. Is loose vagina? What is that? I, I don't I don't understand it. I guess uh, over time the uh you know, from childbirth I think, you know, the muscles can be weakened in that area. You don't and, understand uh, it, Lefty? Get you some wet platinum and overuse it. That's what loose vagina is like. There's no such thing as wet platinum overuse, my friends. <laughs> there is a such thing as plat- wet platinum. Is, is wet. Stay slippery, my friends. <laughs> Have you ever used too much lubricant and like it's like it's just like we're not even having sex anymore? <laughs> no, wings. We've established my penis is so large that it always requires lots of lubricant. Yeah, and we, I actually disagree with that, wings. I, I don't uh, too too much lube is not a bad thing. Yeah, but you can't feel it after a while. I can feel it. I can. It actually, it actually, like it, it, it increases stamina. You know, the the time the like, it, it does because you can't feel the shit. Not that you can't feel it. It's just 
you know, you don't need maximum effect. friction in there. Yeah, because maximum friction is no lube, and that hurts. Yeah, and, and and also, you know, people are going to start getting hurt after like five minutes if we don't have like maximum lubrication. You want this? Tr- you want your machine? You there's a reason that for the term a well-oiled machine. That's what you're going for. So how you, you wanna- last like there's five hours, Kyle? Is just a shit ton of lubricant. That's the secret, huh? I, I travel with lubricant. I always have lubricant, and it's always wet platinum, and it has been for three fucking years. I'm not kidding. I should be their spokesman. <laughs> I, I I have no idea what the effects of childbirth are on the vagina here. I'll overshare. Hope was breach, some like a kind of a weird kind of breach, like Turner's breach or something. Like it, I forget, I think she was literally sideways, so she wasn't coming out. And our kids have been C-section, so Jackie's hoo ha is stock. But I've often wondered, um, like, what is the change that's going on there? Like, well, it looks like it's been hit by like a twelve gauge it, afterwards. Was both, was both the just, uh, does it? Does it look different? Yeah, it looks different. Yeah, it, that thing's like a worn out catcher's mitt after about four or five kids. Like you know, it's it's going from the size of you know a couple of fingers seemingly to the size of your firstborn. No, it, it rebounds, Kyle. It's not like it stays that way. It, Wings, you've had sex it, with someone who had vaginal childbirth, right? Yeah. I have two. had two of them. I think yeah. Kyle has two. Yes. I'll It's considerably looser. The, it? on, I, the only way a woman who has had vaginal childbirth can re- regain that is, is through a lot of Kegel exercises where they're learning to tighten their vaginal muscles. In that circumstance, I encountered a woman who had had a child who was extremely tight. But it, so it how rebounds, it, it's just it, loose? it rebounds fully. And it, you know, like generally when you win a woman that doesn't have children, like it almost kind of like grips around you and like holds on. It it, it does the same thing, but it's like a looser grip. Huh? It, it's like the muscles aren't there that that aren't as tight and aren't as strong as they used to be. Does that make sense? No, I, I follow. I, I I think I can imagine. But does it make sex worse? Yeah. It all de- it all depends on what you. It's harder to get off. I mean, you're going to go longer. It makes sex worse. Huh? It makes you feel like a stud because you can go for an hour and a half. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you put you well. You're putting wet platinum on after going into the kids' door. I'm 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 telling you I, I you know just a kid's door just an enormous <laughs> kid's kid. door I didn't catch that is it a kid's door mother of God wait <laughs> it's like a doggy door but the kids come out of it oh my God. <clears throat> dear God <laughs> dear God. Is that an eight cows? We were to a ten. So See, people say I, I limit wings saying shit like that. There you go. So so earlier today we were all t- we we were in a group text because I was running a little bit late. And um, let me see what he said here. <laughs> oh my god, is this the dream one? I said yeah. oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. I said, hey, and this is a group text to to all the guys. Hey, I've got three or four more hours of driving to do today. Could we push the show to six p.m.? Woody replies, works for the, works for me. Lefty replies, yeah, no problem. Wings replies, I had a dream you guys asked me to traffic pot. <laughs> Lefty inquires, did you say yes? To which Wings says, I never made it to that part. I was in the what do I hit stage when, what do I do stage? I what guess, do I get? I what like, what, do, what I do I get? get? Oh, oh, he was bargaining. He was bargaining. 
So yeah, that's that's how we knew Wings was okay to start the show at six. <laughs> how would you because traffic pot wings? Would you? Let's assume you said yes. We're like, yeah, we gotta we'll give you a cut. Where is the trafficking from and to? I, I I didn't really get that far. It was like one of those hazy dreams. It's like. You know, there's a trailer, and you're like, the trailer's unhooked up from a truck, and you're like, we need somebody to drive this. Oh, and everybody's like, Wings should do it. He's a good driver. <laughs> so so all, are all three of us in this dream trying to get you to travel? We're all standing out next to a trailer, and I had a trailer picture. It was like one of those work trailers that you people throw around behind a van. Like Jeremy Wrecked. Yeah, and, and like inside the trailer was just loaded with fucking pot. And like you're asking me to drive it, you know, states to state. I'm like, ugh. I mean, there's a lot of risk here. I should get something for my troubles. <laughs> you should. So, what would it take, Wings, to drive a U-Haul full of full of marijuana to like uh, Tampa, Florida? Oh my god! At least That's, ten grand. That for you is like a for you the way you drive. No offense, you know, it's a safe way to drive. You're hauling marijuana. It's going to take you like sixteen, seventeen hours. No, it take about twelve hours to get to Florida. No, to Tampa though. Well, yeah. At least I need at least ten grand. At least. Really? That's pretty cheap. That's is pretty it? cheap. Is that cheap? Yeah. How much yeah. pot is he hauling? No, we're, talking, we're, talking about, we're talking about a fucking trailer full. Yeah, like, you fall. He opened it up, a, I'm going to jail forever. He's got, he's got like a ton. He's got like a ton of, of marijuana. <laughs> they're, they're not going to give me parole here. Left. They're going to be like, motherfucker, you remember how much weed you had in this show to picture and like send me back to myself? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You see, I had the idea, because I was thinking about this during the day, because I was like, hmm, how would I traffic pot? If I asked Wings, like, all right, Wings, I want you to be a part of my pot trafficking syndicate, and here's our here's our, here's our our game, here's what we do. And I thought, pot is legal in a few states, and it can't all be, it shows, it's there, and it can't all be grown there, is it? It's not all grown there. Yeah, the idea that it is that it is, I think, or it's yeah. brought in from places where it's legally, where you legally can. But illegal things are shipped through states all the time, right? Like shipping guns, you know, AR-15s, you you put those on a truck and you send them through a state. And if that state has outlawed AR-15s, that doesn't – I don't think it mean it doesn't mean that that truck can't pass through that state. It's got to have proper licensing. There, it, it's something know. about the uh, the traffic and commerce. Um, they, they, they can pass through the state with goods that are not technically legal in that state. Okay. Could you could you work something out? Could you set up a phony baloney shipping? Like you get in the shipping business and you want to traffic pot. <laughs> so you would like openly be shipping marijuana through. Yeah, well, that's what you you, sh- you set up a phony baloney shipping corporation and you set up a phony baloney med- uh, medical marijuana dispensary in a state of, in the state of Colorado or California, and you say I am a driver for this thing. The, the pot is secured. It's not like we're just like sitting in the back lighting up joints. It's all secured. We got the name on the truck. We you go secure the licensing, but it's all bullshit. And you you literally have a license to traffic pot. I don't think it works that way because pot's still illegal on the federal level, and you're gonna find some country bunking sheriff back there that's gonna want to get a you know drug bust. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't want to be advertising that you got drugs. I think you need to think of a cool. I see. I, I, I see. I was more in the locker room like, well, my truck has straight pipes. Like, do I want to risk taking the pot trailer no, with straight would, pipes? No. Or you do I get, borrow somebody's truck? Yeah, you borrow someone's <laughs> truck. You make sure your window tint is legit through every state. That all yeah. your paperwork registration. Go ahead and replace your tail lights and headlights just in case. Get some new ones in there. Yeah, on I'm the trailer too. Now, I'm thinking now. I'm like, what's the fastest way not to get hassled on the way there and there? And just no, no altercations. You don't want to be getting off the road. Get yourself some fucking adult diapers and Gatorade. It's go yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cooler in the seat. We're just driving. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Driving down 95, <clears throat> pissing in cups. You know, I got a whole different thing. <laughs> Last week, I mentioned that Celsius and Fahrenheit were both bullshit. And dozens of people on the forum seemed to want to correct me and say that Celsius was not bullshit. That because zero is freezing and 100 is boiling, it's actually base 10. And to you people, I say you are stupid. And you are stupid in a couple of ways. One, not only are you stupid in terms of Celsius and Fahrenheit and them being like an arbitrary measure of temperature, but you're stupid because you're correcting other people when you don't know what you're talking about. You know, if if Wings were to go and say, you know, Woody, the straight pipes are illegal in North Dakota, I'd be like, if you say so. I wouldn't be saying, no, Wings, you don't understand North Dakota straight pipe regulations, because I don't understand North Dakota. When you go online and tell me that Celsius is base 10 because it somehow ties into water, what the fuck does that have anything to do? What if I said, yeah, but the melting point and boiling point of nickel doesn't line up with even degrees in Celsius or of, you know, anything else that melts and boils, like all the metals and... Um, but come on, water is something that we're all familiar with. It doesn't make it a, a, like a, a Kelvin is a scale, you know, that, that works. Someone actually put it up there. They said that um, it is an interval scale and it's not base 10 and that 10 is not twice as hot as 5 because that's not how Celsius works. And that was the thing. Like, you know, okay. the, the Celsius goes from, I guess, negative 273 to 273, something like that. Like, in terms of absolute temperature, that's what they would be on the Kelvin scale. Uh, Fahrenheit has its own very – so Fahrenheit is mostly based on human temperatures. You know, like, zero is really cold and 100 is really hot, but they're both kind of, like, workable. Whereas Celsius, zero is pretty cold and 100 is dead. <laughs> like, it doesn't really work for humans. I actually like Fahrenheit more than Celsius, which is what I talked about on the show last week, because in terms of te- temperatures that we experience, it's a better measure. Like yeah. 32 in Fahrenheit, which is, you know, zero Celsius, is, like, pretty cold out. You know, you're not dying it's or freezing. anything, but it's, it's pretty free- cold out. It's, it's and, the freezing point. And zero is about as cold as you want it to be in Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's bitter cold as zero. A hundred is about as hot as you want it to be. You know, yeah. can you survive at 105? Yeah, sure. Can you survive at negative five? Yeah, sure. But zero to 100 is kind of where humans are supposed to be. I don't like 100. Whereas in Celsius, I don't even know the number. What is it, like 23 to 37 or something? Like that's where humans are roughly supposed to be? If you're at like 42, you die. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> Yeah. And uh, so what would – so if Celsius zero is 32 out, then I guess the range for Celsius is something like negative 15 to – 30? Like, it's not a good scale for humans. Okay, but, so, when you say it's not half as hot, are you talking about, like, heat energy, or... Yeah, yeah, 10 is not twice as hot as 5, and 1 is not infinitely more than 0. I I remember the post you're talking about, explained it really well. It's essentially, Celsius and Fahrenheit are, like, attempting to... um, you know, be rulers or be measures of like a snap, like a small area yeah, of temperature. They're an interval scale, is what he okay. called it. And right. um, uh, whereas Kelvin is a ratio scale, so in Kelvin, like zero is not arbitrary; it's it's absolute zero. It doesn't get any colder than zero in Kelvin. And 10K is twice as hot as 5K. 
although both are extremely cold, so he says. Um, Kelvin is a ratio scale. Those other things are interval scales, and they're not base 10. And I guess it came up because I was saying the metric system I love, but I actually like Fahrenheit more than Celsius. And as I had, I don't, maybe I'm sensitive to being corrected when I'm not wrong. I don't know. Maybe everybody is. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. Don't correct me if, if, if I'm actually right. Yeah. You're fucked up then. You see, but, but then, but you gotta remember to the people that are correcting you, you're not right. What? You're asking them to attain, you're asking them to operate from a level of knowledge that they don't have. You're saying, no. I don't like it, don't correct no. me when I'm, I'm right. I'm, but they don't think you're right. See, to them, I'm you're not, not wrong. Right. They need to all do some research. Because the two states I exist in most of the time are either right or not sure. Right? Mm-hmm. It, but these guys operate in the wrong space because they have confidence when they're not sure. And you know how I know they weren't sure? Because they were wrong. I don't think that. It's that right. Most, most the of the screen. time that follows. Like, it. it, it I don't know, pick some area where you have real expertise and you can say, all right, I'm right about this thing. But if you don't have expertise in it, then you can always default to not being sure. You can default to, you know, just listening. If you Mm -hmm. don't have expertise in this area, you don't sit there and, you know, tell other people, override what they're telling you. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I, I, I uh, I still think that, I mean, just because you're wrong about something doesn't mean that you are unsure about it. it Usually you, that follows. If you're wrong about something, that mm-hmm. means you don't have any proof to back up your opinion. It means that uh, like the, the body of evidence supporting your position is really freaking weak because you're not right. Okay. Let, let me think for a while. <laughs> yeah, Come back I mean, to that. I'm trying to think. It's possible you could miss. You know, you, people yeah. get wrong. Everyone's wrong sometimes. You know, you can remember mm-hmm. something incorrectly. You can. Uh, you know, it happens. But you know, to sit there and tell me that I'm wrong when you're actually don't correct me when you're wrong. Don't correct me when you're not sure because the body of evidence supporting whatever bullshit you just made up, the temperature of water, wasn't good. Mm. So yeah. I got lefty thinking. Yeah, you don't have to be wrong very often because yeah. if you know if you don't have any evidence to support your position, back off. That's easy anyway because I'm always right. So screw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'd hate nice. cops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Celsius and Fahrenheit are interval scales, and I prefer Fahrenheit because the temperatures zero to a hundred kind of are human conditions, as opposed to like water measurement conditions. Okay. Uh, th- then th- that that explanation does make more sense than and uh, well is right and hmm. Did not know that. I don't know I hate I hate it all because when it's fucking hot outside I have a leather steering wheel and it burns your hands uh huh <laughs> fuck that noise <laughs> do we need a whole other topic I, I think, think so mm-hmm. I'm gonna start with wings and I hope Kyle okay. comes up with something good for this one. What do you regret doing in your life? One person winning syndicate. Really? Lifetime, that's the one? Well, there's a lot of small shit. I regret peeing on myself in kindergarten. I, uh, I, but it has like no, I don't think that actually influenced my life at all, but it's something I regret doing because it was like natural, you know, it was humiliating. Um, like, 
not going to college, that doesn't strike you as a thing that you do differently. Um, I don't know, a financial thing. Shit, money comes and goes, dude. I mean, right. having money now yeah. is that doesn't dictate that you're gonna have money ten years from now. I mean, that's that's just that's just something of the times. I mean, you could you could be the richest man in the world, and the, and the money you could earn could be, become worthless overnight from somebody else's decisions. World War Three, uh, magnet magnetic waves. I mean, whatever 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 it is. I mean, like I mean, like I felt like um, I guess that that. that one versus one syndicate in that in itself that was um the, like I feel like that's the turning point in my YouTube career. That's when I kind of fell off of, of everybody's radar. But I, I'm just going to lump it in as a whole. I wish I was nicer to people early on than I was. I wish I wish I started my YouTube career at 28 instead of 22. Huh. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, I guess the emotional maturity you have today would have served you well throughout your whole YouTube I, I career. Feel, I feel like, I feel like I'd have a million sub channels today if I started at twenty eight instead of twenty two. Huh. All right. I'm having a really hard time with this. Yeah, I don't have I don't, one picked out. I'm trying. I'm trying to, but what I can't reconcile in my head is. When I say I would regret something or, or I would do something over, I know that that would change where I am now, and I I like what I have now because if one thing I uh, I didn't I stopped uh, playing baseball after uh, my freshman year in high school and I was pretty good, um, relatively speaking. But um, you know I got a call from the sophomore coach or the my freshman coach who said you know in our system right now you are one of the one of the best pitchers I was a pitcher you're one of the best pitchers we have and I just didn't want to do it um I'd been scared away by the sophomore coach who said you know we're going to run you into the ground and uh just made it really daunting and um I'd had my my first girlfriend at the time and I was like "Ooh, this is what is this thing and I wanted to to spend more time with that um that thing was a vagina yeah and it was it was a bad vagina I, I, my nickname for it now is snaggletooth and it's just oh my God. I, you know what i don't believe in baseball lefty is i don't mm-hmm. believe you have to train as hard as they fucking do yeah they do man no no no, no. let me hear those players let, talking let me, about let me defend every edge they possibly can let me defend against this most of the people that are considered greats in baseball went from a time where they smoked cigars and ate hot dogs do you want to do this topic next no the guys who smoke cigars and ate how many people hit more home runs than Babe Ruth? This Very is the bomb. shittiest topic Three people. Ever. Dietary Three topics people. of. Uh, go ahead, yeah. Let's talk about Babe Ruth and hot dogs. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, the people are like. You All right, so we can have sports ability talk training. Things we can't talk ability about. Ability training. Right. Fuck, no. Baseball is a sport of the mind. There's physical aspects to it, but it's more of a mental game than anything else. Right. It's not purely athletic, of course, but there is athleticism involved. But anyway, my, my, my reasoning was <laughs> if I said, if I had stayed. My my regret thing would be well, I wanted to see what that what that could have been because there is a shot being being what I am now six five and left handed. There could have been something there in terms of baseball, not not major leagues, but I could have I could have gotten paid maybe somewhere or at least a scholarship from somebody. But when I think of that, I think when I start going down that road, Katie wouldn't be in my life, my girlfriend, and I I really like having her in my life and. And to say, oh well, I regret not playing baseball in high school and and maximizing my my ability to go, you know, maybe pr- pursue that. 
that would remove her from my life, and I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, so don't, don't live your life with regrets, Lefty, because she could have thrown your arm out. Right, and I, I, I don't. So it's, you know, I don't want to. You could be an actual cripple instead of pretend one. Wait, what is? Wait, wait, wait. What does Wayne Gretzky say? Something like you, you miss uh, all the shots, of the you, shots don't take. you don't take. Right, right. Meanwhile, Wing says. Nah, don't don't regret it. You'd have probably thrown your arm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, think Wings about actually, it. Oh. Wings is actually right there, I think, but he, he may not know because there is an injury nexus. A lot of pitchers in the eighteen to nineteen range. Let's when go, you, Tommy John. Well, no, when you start playing, when you start playing baseball as as like what you do, not just high school because high school is seasonal. When you go to college or uh, or or you get drafted out of high school and go into professional, when baseball becomes your life and you're doing it all the time, when your body stops growing is when you will eventually, a lot of people, that's like a, a, a weeding out phase is, is 18, 19, 20, because a lot of arm troubles, if they are going to develop, develop in that in that age range. I'm, I'm going to say this. Reason. Very few pitchers don't go through the rotator cuff injury or the Tommy John surgery. And for the in most part, like to, Sandy Koufax retired because he says he doesn't know what the effects of baseball pitching was, but he hated getting quarter zone shots so he could continue to pitch. And most pitchers throw their arm out. Cortisone shots are a big deal. But, yeah, that that's my thing. I I don't want to say that I regret it. If there was one thing, if I wanted to change my life now from what I have, which is not to say that I don't like my life now, if there was one thing I to change to change my life, I would change that. I would like to see – or, or I would see what I could do with baseball. Yeah. I, I, just, I thought of mine, too. I should have got better grades in high school. Like, I'm – there's a good one. Yeah. I'm smart enough to get good grades in high school. And, and just like you, Lefty, and so people don't know, I graduated high school with a 1.98 GPA. It was terrible. Uh, if you're international, you might not know what that means. But it <clears> – <throat> oh, here. Out of the 330 kids in my class, I was ranked the 300th smartest. <laughs> right? So, And I was smarter than that. I could have done much better. Because of that, I ended up going to you know much less of a college than I could have gone to. Because of that, and it ended up like not finishing there, and I went to night school. So now I'm in night school, and I spent like a decade. No, it was like twelve or thirteen years getting my undergrad degrees and my master's degrees at night. Whereas if I had good grades in high school, you know, I would have just had four years. My whole life would have started a little bit quicker. Um, not getting good grades in high school set my life in a direction that required me to work super hard for the next. 13 years. Can I, can, I be, can I be devil's advocate? I, I even know where you're headed. I think I'm about to. That experience gave me a really good work ethic. And that Exactly. Yeah. And and like like Lefty said, I also met Jackie on that path. And I feel like Jackie's one in a million, right? Jackie's as good as it gets. And she's my personal perfection. Yeah. So, I, I don't have a plate of food in front of me. <laughs> my door's open. I, nothing's coming through. <laughs> Uh, you'd have approved of my meal. I had what we call George Foreman chicken in this house. It's just, you know, boneless chicken on a George Foreman grill, quino and uh, broccoli. But anyway, uh, yeah, so so I met Jackie on that path. I developed a work ethic on – even now, like if I'm not working, like because I worked all day long and I went to school all night long and I did that for so long, now just the notion – that I like sit still for some extended period of time seems weird. Like I'm, I feel like I'm supposed to be productive. Whereas I feel like a lot of people maybe feel like they're supposed to have hours a day. Like if you break your day into thirds, right? Eight hours sleep, eight hours work, eight hours play. Eight hours of play seems ridiculous to me. Like that's just, that's a lot of play time for every gosh darn day. 
And uh, um, so because of that, I came out wired with that line of thinking. The experience made me good, but man, like if if I were counseling someone else, I'd be like, don't waste your freaking 20s and into your 30s doing school all night long and stressing out. And, you know, when you're in school, they feel like they own all your time. And even when you're not doing schoolwork, it's like you're supposed to be. You can't go to a movie without thinking, I just wasted two hours. I'm not supposed to be going to a movie. I'm supposed to be finishing this paper, this project, this code, this whatever. School is always there with something that you're supposed to do. You're constantly in a state of behind. And uh, now I feel like I'm still wired that way, which is possibly a good thing. But gosh, <laughs> if you just did it the easy way, which is get good grades in high school, get good grades in college, it, it's so much less effort. So that might have been the – oh, and then <sighs> – you know, who knows how that would have warped the rest of my life, right? Like, what if I went to a better college where, you know, I got surrounded with other people who were prof- – what if I went Ivy League or something, right? I think I could have pulled four O's if I worked hard in high school. What if I went Ivy League and how would that have changed life? You, I don't know. What, what if you got a big job paying really good money right out the gate and then you got a wife that was a gold digger, then you divorce her, then you lose half your money there, and then you get another one? I mean, life is uncertainty. Yeah. That's what it is. Please, yeah, you, why can't you just default to what if Woody would have been a millionaire? And he, he is a millionaire. Well, well, no, but multi, multi, multi millionaire. You've got to be like, well, you make a little bit of money, and then it's all gas. I'm just saying, the, ha- the path you did is not a bad path. You, what, no. What's the outcome? You, you own your house. you got a million you got a million bucks plus in the bank. you got a nice car. Your wife's got a nice car. You have, you're not worried about where your next meal's at. That's a good life. It's That's not like bad. most it's people. Not bad. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, you know the thing that worries me more. I don't think I would be. Uh, I really like that Jackie's a stay-at-home mom. And if I had gone to like, I'll make up a school, you know, Princeton or Harvard or Columbia or something like that. Like it, people in the Northeast, those are the schools they aspire to go to. The Ivies. Um, if I had gone to MIT and then married an MIT wife, and she had her own career ambitions. It it would have. It's not that that's bad. It's that it's not for me. You know, I think it's fantastic for you know if that's what you're looking for. If you're looking for two people out in the world doing your thing, and you know, it, you both have your careers and you share the home and you do this thing as a team, and that's your deal. Awesome. My deal is more division of labor. You know, I go out, I slay the, the dragons outside the house, and Jackie handles the ones inside the house, mostly. Right. That. That worked well for us. And that, that to me is like, you know, like if, if I had found some somebody else's version of a perfect woman, you know, heck, a family doctor or something like that, she would be devoting a lot of time to that practice. And I like powerful women scare me. Do they? I, I, I always think like, but every time I pick somebody to, to go out with or date, if they have a job better than mine, I'm terrified of them. Huh. Like, if they make more money than me, I'm terrified of them because I, it makes you feel inadequate. Like, you're like, well, I only make this much money a year. And, like, you know, my is she going to be understanding that, you know, my mother lives with me? Is she going to be understanding that I play video games for a living? Like, it, am I not worth her time? And, you know, shit like that. You, you get really insecure and unconfident. But to get girls, you got to have an, an essence of confidence. Like, you got to go in there and you're like, yeah, motherfucker, I slay dragons for a goddamn living. You don't see the heads? Like, come <laughs> here. Like, like that's where, if there's one thing that, oops, sorry. If there's one thing that education gave me, it get a part of its education, which is nice. 
but another part of his confidence, like, like somebody else deemed me worthy of this. And I, I feel like I can hold my chin up next to almost anybody and be like, what? Well, yeah, I, I don't care that I play video games. I've been measured and I fit this mold. Like it, it, it helped me at work too. You know, the reason I got my master's degree was I worried that there was something missing from my bachelor's degrees. And, uh, it was like, all right, I'm going to get the master's. I'm going to plug any holes I might've had. And then even if I, you know, it wasn't something I learned in the last couple of years of school, it was like, dude, I don't have to back down. My opinion is as valid as anybody's. That's what education got me a little bit of confidence. Now, some people don't need that for confidence, but it helped me a lot. Now, how about you, Lefty? You get scared of girls like that are very successful? Like if, a do- uh, like if a doctor wanted to go out with you. Like say hypothetical lefty single and you have a doctor trying to give you her digits. Would uh-huh. that not scare you? No. It depends what setting it is, right? Like if it's yeah. in a setting where you have a lot of power, then there, there have been settings that I've been in before where I felt like nothing could really intimidate me. Um, but, but there's been, you know, if you're caught off your guard, then, then you could easily be intimidated by someone. What if it's a neutral setting, right? What, what if you're, I don't know. And a, like uh, in one of those dinner bars, like a Chili's with your friends, and someone spots you in, you know, mm-hmm. the neutral ground. Yeah, neutral ground, not intimidated at all, because it, it because it's neutral. You know, I I'm we are we are going to have an interaction based on our own merits, right? You, if you don't like me, or you don't. You, know, you don't think I'm worthy? Well, that's going to play out just based on what I say and do and look like, um, not you know other things like oh, what do you do? How much money do you make? Other things like that. So if it's neutral ground, I I'm, I'm not intimidated. Now if it's like hey, come to my I'm teaching at this teaching hospital. I'm giving a lecture on this crazy involved thing, and I'm going to introduce you to my colleagues, and they're all going to be like hey, what do you do? It's just like oh, make videos on the internet. I guess they're like, oh, I'm MD facts, blah blah. blah. Well, I might be a little bit intimidated. Yeah, but. I'm the guy that's gonna slash your tires. What's up, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle? What's your life regret? Um, I, 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 it feels shitty to just steal yours, but I really do wish I'd applied myself more in school. Um, an alternate career path for me, one that I've always thought I would enjoy, was something in psychology. I don't know, something, something like what uh, Taylor's doing, Mercadurka. Um, maybe getting a job as like a criminal profiler or something. Something like that would have been cool and it would have been, been interesting work and I think I'm well suited to it. I think I, can, I know how to you know, talk to someone and sum them up pretty well. Can I change my answer? Yeah. I wish I never got fat. That, that, that's pretty much the worst thing I have in my life. I don't care about being broke. I don't care about you know having a good career path. I don't care about you know wasting my earning years. All that to me is meaningless. I wish I just wasn't fat. That's a good one. I mean, uh, being fat just destroys. I mean, if I if I had a million and a half dollars in my pocket, I still couldn't ride an airplane. I still yeah, you could. Whoa, 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 time out. <laughs> that one you could do. <laughs> that one you can do. Well, I, I, I've never rode first class. I don't know how big the seats actually are. You'd squeeze in it. it, it I mean, uh, there's different first classes too, but the ones that I've flown in, you would fit, but it'd be tight fit too. Yeah, I was thinking more like you could, uh, if you had a million dollars, you know, you could splurge on a, a private jet because it's not like you fly that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, private jets? Have you looked into that? He, ha, ha, do you know how often Wings flies? 
I know, but I looked it, into it. It's like twenty five grand. Yeah, so you get like three guys together. Everybody plops down eight grand. You fly to Atlantic City and have a great time. Damn, that's that's so much money. <laughs> I know, right? That's the same. If you had a million dollars and you flew private planes, you wouldn't have a million very long. Not long at all. It'd yeah. be over fast. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, if I had the ability and the money, Kyle, I'd fly a lot more often. I'd go to Talladega. I'd be already I'd, be at Boogie's house, you know. I'd have went and visited Lefty. I mean, I would have went to the paintball stuff. I would have went to PAX. I would have went to PAX Seattle. And, you know, if I, if I, if money and size wasn't an issue, that would that would ha- obviously happen. The I'd thing, go visit fans. The size closes a lot of doors. That's the thing, right? It's not just airplane, but it, it's like how many people judge you just by, you know, judge a book by its cover, or even getting a job. Dude, many, like that was the next thing I was about to say, right? How many employers, you know, are going to make um, uh, you know broad guesses about everything about you just because of the size? Um, and then you know how many jobs legitimately don't fit a big guy, right? There are, I don't know, I'll make something up, stocking shelves where you'd have to be on your feet all day long. Yeah. Might be the wrong job for you. It is the wrong job for me. I've right. done that stuff. So, uh, yeah, a, a lot of employment options go away. Uh, a lot of social things go away. Like, there's a lot of issues with being big. Blowjobs aren't as great because you can't really see your dick. You say so yours isn't 18 inches long. You can't just see it over the. I, well, I thought I thought the point of the blowjob was the feeling you get, not necessarily seeing the act. Well, blowjob nah, is a it, it's a, it's a it's feeling visual. plus visual. Like <laughs> you know, there's a sense of dominance there. I'm not with you on the dominance thing. But but that's what it is. You have somebody that's serving you. I mean, like, I feel grateful. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a I don't different feel dominant. I, it's I a feel different thankful. feeling for me. It's not like a yeah, I got Wait, you. So you do you close now, your eyes? Like, wanna... Um, or do you look? I, I guess I look. Yeah. Well, next but time, I, I don't, next I don't time somebody like, bestows oh, you with that privilege, yeah. you need to be looking and you need to be paying compliments the entire time. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I. You want them to be. You want to be encouraging them to like. You don't want them to feel like, huh? Maybe I'm doing a bad job at this. I shouldn't experiment any further. You'd want to be like, yeah, that's the best ever. Amazing, amazing. You're the best. You're the best. I had to, <laughs> Kyle. You are good at receiving head. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. the whole idea. You, you, you want it to be well. a one-way street. Yes. You, want it, you want that street to be revisited from time to time to look at the windows. Someone you know, has your penis in their mouth. Don't be short with the compliment. I'm not great at a lot of things in sex, but I'm really good at getting hit. I, I'll talcum <laughs> paddle that bitch so it's nice, clean, and smells good. Rain in the compliments. I'll be your best head recipient ever. Now domination. If you're like, hey baby, I want to, I want to just blow it all on your face. So you, you got to be below me and, you know, let uh, let this happen. Now that's the domination part. But for me, I'm just, it's a different feeling, and it's like, oh man, this is cool. Plus, it's something you can do when. See, uh, I don't agree. Even coming on the clothes. face isn't an act of dominance. Maybe it's just the way you're wired. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, I. Well, I, you can get off in a woman's vagina just as easy, and it's and it's mutual pleasure. Like, very few women get pleasure from putting your dick in their mouth. Yeah, I mean, like it's, it's a dominance thing. It's like it, it, even if you don't think about it, it's what it is. I, no, I, I won't allow you to sign my thoughts. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm getting ahead, I'm just happy about it. <laughs> I'm not like, yeah, that bitch is doing it. Nope, nope, not at all. <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. It's a head night. Yeah. So that's that's me. Yeah. 
My blood, sugar, my blood sugar is dipping, so I'm going to pop out real quick and see if I can find something to eat. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Woody, you're wearing a Titanfall shirt, and Titanfall is released. Your thoughts so far on I, Titanfall? I'm a horrible person. I, uh, it's Friday. It came out Tuesday. Haven't mm-hmm. even played it. Oh, come on. I know, right? Uh, all, all I right. do is I was just I was working, making the server better. It's... Woodycraft.net, getting better every day. Just saying. <laughs> but getting, but but stagnating in bank accounts and maybe dipping a little bit and then coming back. <laughs> because of, you you want to talk about chargebacks? Sure, but yes. I mean, if you want to keep it, if you want to keep it general, just because there may be litigation going yeah, on, that so might be a good idea. Some people seem to think that you can just just pay for things with PayPal and then charge them back against good people like Woody here. And just get away with it scot free. And so we've decided that some examples need to be made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my attorney gets me all excited. We are we, we've got two guys. Uh, attorney, that, I thought we were sending Wings Buddy with the gold plated reef meat tenderizer. Go, he's gonna go the the the. Perhaps the if they were in, in a certain situation, if they were determined to be minors and their parents and their delinquent parents, the delinquent I, that's what I assumed. The thing is, like the the wings thing. Getting what's his name, Sharif? Yes. Yeah. Like that's a joke, right? Yeah. I'm not fucking joking. I'm sending your ass to prison. It's fraud. I will see you in court, and then I'll see you in jail. And I will. Uh, I, I I'm putting heads on pikes right now, so that everybody knows not to fuck around in this area. It's uh, well, what happens is someone will like play on the server every day. They get like borderline addicted. They're there for months, and then they're like, "All right, I think I'm done here," and they try to take back everything they've ever spent. Mm. And you can't do that, right? Like when you buy a song, you don't listen to that album. Wear out that album, listening to it on loop every day for months, and then say, "Eh, I'm done with it. I'm going to get my money back." You can't return digital goods. That's like not how it goes. You can't use it up and then send it back. Yeah, I would love to return all those Call of Duty maps. I'm not yeah, right. Them. We're done. We're done, Activision. Give me my money. Yeah, back. yeah. I, I I haven't played COD Four in over a year, and I surely haven't played those COD Four extension they maps. Were, they were free. Were they free? Right. We might be did right. we pay for Creek? <laughs> I thought I did, but I'm not and sure. Kill House. I liked Kill House. I liked them oh. all. I like all the maps. I'd, but um, until this year, which I didn't like most of the stock maps. And usually the stock maps are really good. But anyway, yeah, yeah. You, you can't buy a song or whatnot and then just undo it. So I am, uh, I'm, yeah, I talked to my attorney. He got back to me today. Uh, a bunch of new policies in place. And we're pursuing people to the full extent of the law. And... I really do want to put some kids in prison. And some people, are, or, or juvie or whatever it is. And I, I remember there was this one guy on my forum. He's like, I don't think you're doing the right thing to go criminally after them. You know, that'll mess up the rest of their lives. That's the goal. Yeah, that's how we're doing this. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> they're committing fraud on the scale of thousands of dollars. Whatever the repercussion is for that is what you should get. You Consequences know? are a good thing for for internet actions. I think that there, it's we've allowed yes. too much disassociation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. People get away with too fucking much on the internet. It's times that people got fucked. If this guy went to my Quickie Mart and stole thousands of dollars from me, then everyone would sort of get like, yeah, that's what the penalty if, for that is. 
You know, you do it in on the internet. Same if thing. he came into your Quickie Mart and he used your Mortal Kombat machine every day for a month, and then the, the the day before the end of the month, when you usually take the change out, he cracked it open and took all his fucking change out and left. That's stealing. Yeah, yeah. Some of these kids are you know That's taking it back from last year. It's uh, uh oh, painkiller already, right? There was a guy bought a painkiller already. Ad stole from everyone on the show now. Yeah, that's my money. Yeah. That's my. That's my two hundred eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to use that. I was going to use that. A new PC, new uh, everything. Uh, yeah, Car, I was about to buy two trucks with that money. <laughs> yes, and uh, but yeah, yeah. So they, they robbed, you know, the, the painkiller already crew. They, they robbed the rape squad killers. You think there's no? <laughs> 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 they should count themselves lucky. We're not sending Sharif. <laughs> You're only there's only legal troubles ahead for you, not Sharif. Because a guy that knows Wings of Redemption and will for like a couple hundred dollars smash and under a miner's hands with a with a meat tenderizer, he would probably rape you too if we paid him. <laughs> he knows Wings and he is willing to commit wings. crimes for Wings. Let's let's see what Wings thinks about it. Wings. If we paid Sharif like like eight hundred dollars, would he smash a kid and rape him? Not a kid, but a you know an adult. That we had a problem with. I doubt that, dude. I mean, you don't think he would lay a rape into somebody for like four hundred bucks? Nah, dude. Sure. Like a man. Well, like a man that he doesn't. Have, he doesn't have to. It doesn't. He doesn't have to have sex. We're just things in orifices. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if he would have put a mop hole in the guy's butt? He'd do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like a broom. You got. You got to actually ask him this stuff. Like, I mean, the guy's almost a family man in a way. Can we get him in he, here? He's just a. <laughs> We need to like disguise his voice and put him off camera. No, right, this, is, this is the hitman. No, it's, it'd be easy. Just just wings. Give give Woody his number, and we'll call him up. And or you could call oh, him right I now. I would so show his number. Can you hold like the speakerphone next to the mic? Give uh, him a call. That'll really hide his number. <laughs> There's a reason he does stuff for dirt cheap, guys. That motherfucker's broke. That mm-hmm. that's perfect. That sounds like we've that, got a fit. We want to know if he would throw a rape in this. That's a, he didn't have a phone. Oh, oh like I know. Well, how do you contact? What a carrier pigeon? Oh, you, 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 I mean, I know it's my buddy Danny. He oh. just shows up when you need him. No, <laughs> he I, I, just I, appears. Usually, I go to Danny, and Danny uh, usually gets him over. You've got a cutout for your hitman, is what you're saying. You've got somebody it's else. Not a, he's not a hitman. He's a guy that's willing to do stuff that other people aren't willing to do. Illegal things for you for money. <laughs> Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Right. He's not he's a hitman. He's a guy with a pipe. <laughs> That's it, and a bad disposition. Mm-hmm. It's um, yeah, you can't you can't go around uh, you can't go around doing that. You're just charging back. I'm, I, I, yeah, where does fraud. that come from? It's two months ago. Who shouldn't the credit card company at some point be like, well, fuck you, you you did it, you paid the bill. It's two months ago. Well, fuck I, off. Yeah, it probably beat his, beat her son up and then fuck his. Yeah. Mother. When is the expiration date on that? At what I don't point know. is it? Like, I thought that it was forty five days. Like someone had, had told me that, or maybe I read it on PayPal or something. But um, obviously the the PKA one and some of the other chargebacks I've had have been older than that. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, it's not even the money as much as it is the principle, right? I'm, I'm developing yeah, you can't a be reputation people fuck with you. You got to someone heads. you don't fuck with, and mm-hmm. and that's why I'm sending a motherfucker to jail, right? Because because everyone else who's interested in doing this is going to know, like, holy shit, that guy still you know can't go to a normal high school. He's in juvie because he's a thief. Yeah, beating sloppy Joes in juvie soon enough. Yeah. You ever seen that real. new bullshit about prisons? 
Hmm. What's this? They're trying to create a drug that extends a person's no Minecraft lifetime. Prison. <laughs> not, not like actual, <laughs> not, not like actual lifetime, but there's actually there lifetime. probably is. <laughs> so an eight-hour period feels like a thousand years. Okay. Inception like why? Talking about? No, they're actually experimenting with this drug as a as a form of punishment to make you be able. Like when you give somebody a, a two hundred year prison sentence, they can't obviously serve it because they're gonna die. Mm-hmm. Well, this drug allows you to let them serve that sentence mentally. Are you are you talking about the movie Judge Dredd right now? No, I'm talking about the movie Real is, Life. Is the drug called Slow Mo? No. Is is it a big problem in Mega City? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is there only one man who can put an end to it? <laughs> And and is that man in fact the law? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a legitimate drug. I mean, I don't believe that one bit. Give Wait, away. you gotta you gotta source this kind of stuff. Yeah, I need to. You gotta. Well, I, I can't really source it because it's on the uh, net Reddit news and there's an article. Let me find it. Well, don't just send us that. Click that link and then you know, privatizing prisons. We all kind of know about that, but but magical wonder drugs that that bend time for the brain, you know. Yeah, that make you experience time more slowly. That sounds like slow mo from Dread, which, by the way, maybe getting a sequel. Is it was that was that a good? I, I mean, there's there's apparently there's comic. All books. right, so so here's the thing. It's based on a graphic novel. They did a very poor job at marketing. Wait a uh, minute. Movie, but I it's a diamond it. in the rough. It's a diamond in the rough, and it's a great uh, film. And uh, I think Carl Urban, that's the guy in it, and he says that uh, there, there is a possibility for a sequel now because of the cult following that they've because I'm, uh, I'm built. I'm I'm really getting into like graphic novels and comic wait, wait, books. Can now. I interrupt? We're on yeah. Wings' topic Please. here. Sentencing a criminal to 1,000 years in an artificial hell may one day become a reality. At least that's the claim of scientists at Oxford University who have been exploring controversial technologies that could extend human life. They say billions are being invested in technologies that could mean that the cruelest of criminals will be kept alive indefinitely in condition befitting their crime. Prison firms could also develop drugs that make time pass slowly, making an inmate sentence feel like an eternity. Last year, That's a just team conjecture, of, though. Last year, a team of scientists led by Rebecca Roche began exploring technologies that could keep prisoners in an artificial hell. Some crimes are so bad they require doing a really long period of punishment. And a lot of people seem to get out of that punishment by dying, Dr. Roche told Ross Anderson of Ariane This is The Onion, magazine. isn't it? No, it's Daily Mail, which I think is right there with it. Dr. Roche highlights what she calls the laughably inadequate sentence of 30 years in prison for... Magadelia Luzak and Marzik Herzelik. I don't know. I'm terrible. With now, here's another source from the Telegraph. The Telegraph. I think that's right there with the Daily Mail. I think you've been trolled, Wings. No, it's just I found it on the news on on Reddit. This is an unreliable news site. But yeah, there's a picture of Hitler here. <laughs> I think this is faux news. This it, is... It, it might be, but like this is some shit I believe that people would actually create. Instead of worrying about you know the cure for cancer, worry about getting your dick hard. I mean, shit like this. I think prison terms are too fucking long. Why would you give a motherfucker sixty years? Just kill the bitch. Just go ahead and kill him. You just took his life from him. I am the law. Uploading the mind of a convicted criminal and running it a million times faster than normal 
would enable the uploaded criminal to serve a thousand-year sentence in eight and a half hours. This would be much cheaper for the taxpayer than extending the criminal's lifespan to enable them to serve a thousand years in real time. Yeah, wings is bullshit. <laughs> this, is, this is some bullshit, my friend. I knew it was bullshit when they first said something about the, those inadequate, you know, that, that some people just deserve a thousand years. Like, no person, but no one would ever say that publicly. What the hell no one is thinks this? That? Because think the politically correct viewpoint is that it's rehabilitation. Now, now, hold on a second. Let's assume, let's assume for the moment that it's real <clears throat> and, and people are actually trying to do this. That's wrong. Can't do it. Yeah, that's but wrong. Wait, wait, wait. You know what totally might not be wrong? They could serve usual punishments much more cheaply, right? Like, let's but, say that uh, a guy does a chargeback at WoodyCraft.net and deserves, like, what, seven years in jail? Mm-hmm. What if they could serve that in ten hours? There's no way that they could possibly calibrate it perfectly to your brain. You think that's they care fine. About that? They'll serve between oh, six and nine years, whatever. Yeah, yeah that, that just wouldn't fly. I, I, no. Yeah, I don't know. You can't because I don't know. Like, what are the what are the impacts of you know your brain you experiencing time more slowly, but n- not as much time actually passing? There's got to be something wrong there you, where you think like, holy shit, I've been in this. It'd room be for great, seven years and when now. you come out of prison, you'll fit back into society better because it will be the society you left. You'll have spent nine years tortured in prison, but uh, you know when you come back. Cell phones will be just like you saw them before. Your clothes will still be in style. You'll be employable. Maybe. (laughs) Not if you just got out of prison for seven. I would pay some. I would pay whoever needed to be paid so that my eight minutes was eight minutes. Yeah, right. (laughs) But that'd be a good idea. Well, I'm feeling all rehabilitated now. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys. I'm gonna head back on down to that diamond ranch and see if I can get away this time. I'm gonna look at it this way. I look at it this way. Um, there was another article I seen on the Reddit news page, and a guy basically been he just got called after being on the run for 35 years. He apparently killed somebody when he was 22 in the military, premeditated, and he, he got a 23 year sentence. And he, he jumped out of jail, and he's been on the run since. But they found him. He was a he was a, he was a handyman at some company, and he had been working there for like 12 years, no violent crime, living in. He right back in society. But they feel the need to take this man and put him in prison, like to rehabilitate him. He's rehabilitated. He made a fucking mistake. Why give him a 30 goddamn year prison sentence? And the whole point is to get him where he was already at. Uh, I So wait, wait. How did he – how was he on the run? Was They, they were looking for him for yeah, he, that long? He kind of slipped through the cracks of society. You know, he changed his name. He had a fake license and things of that nature. And he, but he was just a regular person living their life like every other regular person. The idea of prison is you've done something wrong, you're punished, and they rehabilitate you to make you really see the error of your ways. He, some niggas just gotta die. I mean, <laughs> that's just that's just the way it is. There's been times we wanted to kill somebody, and he just went through with it. I, I guess I don't know without knowing. I'm just saying, like, prison sentences are too long. Prison sentences are sometimes too long. I think you're right about that. I think that they just, Mm -hmm. they kept growing and growing, and it became politically popular, and the way to be tough on crime. Like, 20 years ago, every politician was running on longer jail terms, being tough on crime, stuff like that. Now I feel like the population has changed their mind on that, and they want to have shorter jail terms. But it would be politically unpopular to be like, hey, I'm soft on crime. 
I think mm-hmm. that, you know, whatever, rapists stay in prison for too long. I think that, you know, armed robbers stay in prison for too long. Well, well, like, armed robbers guy, do stay in prison. Let's just say this guy that's ripping Woody Crawford. Do you think he deserves seven years for $10,000? Would two years not be enough? Would you don't think he learned to error of his ways, that there's real punishment for his consequences? That's it depends if he can make restitution. Right? Like, if he if he were to, like, return the money, then maybe some shorter punishment. And if he doesn't return the money, then, uh, yeah, a long – like, that's real money, dude. I understand $10,000 is a lot of money. But at the same time, seven years is taking pretty much his life. Think of how quickly technology passes by now. You'll be Think okay. about it. Uh, well, <laughs> they got cable in there. Let's see, it's 2014 right now. 2007 was it the first iPhone popped out then? Yeah, I, I think so. I could see something like half, maybe three and a half years. Yeah, I'm like two, two, three years. That seems to be fitting of that crime, but you yeah. get seven, ten years. I mean, and then they got these three strike programs that are horrible. That, well, that mandatory minimums are, have completely just. Yep. The, the justice system is, is screwed that way. But you have to determine what you want the prison sentence to do. Do you want them to go into the – is your prison system going to actually rehabilitate them? Or is it a message to them and to the rest of society, this is going to suck for seven years because you did something really fucked up on this level. You're, your life is going to suck for seven years. We're not going to make you better. It's, you're just going to make you – it's going to suck. And to the rest of everybody watching – his life is going to suck for the next seven or whatever. Is that what you want to do? You got to decide what the the idea. Yeah, of fucking having crushing rocks for no fucking reason. Dig a ditch and then fill it back in the next day. To only dig it again tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, to the, I mean, to the guy that did us, I think he's underage. So like juvenile hall, right? Let him go in there with the other bad people. See how he likes that world until he finishes high school. I don't know. Changes life. I think there's. A, I think other things out. are like why can't why if you're a felon why can you why why can't you vote no more because you're a felon. Because you decided to kill somebody, that means you don't have an opinion on who the president should be. Um, what well, about nonviolent felons? Like, there's felony trespass. All right, if you get a felony trespass, you can't own guns. Why? Because you decided to get on somebody's property that you weren't supposed to be. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things that have been enacted to just ease the ease the minds and ease the process that kind of are don't make a lot of sense. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. I, like, felonies in itself don't make sense. I understand that, but they, they put too much hardship on felonies. How about this? People on parole have parole agents. So a person that can barely get a job has to pay a guy to be out of prison. Well, now you're now you're getting into an interesting topic, Wings, because there's a, there's a whole school of legal theory that thinks that felonies don't exist. There's no proper standing in the Constitution for there to actually be federal crimes outside of the ones specifically mentioned in the Constitution. Income tax? Uh, yeah, that. Um, and uh, uh, oh. Also, I want my well-regulated militia. I want to be part of that. How do I How do, I do that? Mm-hmm. You can, but they, they, they is that maybe we could do that. That could be our forest film. We could reg, we could have a well-regulated militia. I, I do not want to get raided. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, let's let's start it. Let's build a compound. That's what we can do. Oh, a bunker. Yeah, and then we'll have we'll store a bunch of guns there, and then have meetings yeah. about America. Yeah, and then then about somebody America. comes along. No, 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 no. about America's over the vent hole. America's future. Yes, and uh, and then I don't know what were the Branch Davidians into. Oh God, figure that out. I, you know, you hear a lot about that. 
I don't know if they were as bad as they were made out to be or not. Some people say there was a lot of child abuse going on in there, but then mm-hmm. some people say they were just trying to, re- you know, practice their religion and there wasn't child abuse and they just burned those people alive. <laughs> yeah. Some people need. But a I'm good not burden. talking about those one guys, those those like well, those rich guys that bought the mansion in in California and then they all committed mass suicide. Not that, not that kind of cult, but you know, just a, a, a an easy in like Christianity. No, <laughs> I don't know the Church of America and freedom or something. Yeah, I don't know. Do we need a whole new topic? I think so. <sighs> this is my last topic. I've been avoiding it all night. Okay. What's the story of your first orgasm? Uh, oh, I think I've told this in a video already. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. I'll go first. Can I go first? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I um, I got my first penthouse magazine from a guy named Josh Tyndall. I traded him a game called Street Fighter Two Turbo, and um, <clears throat> I, I already had the game. I got it for Christmas one year, and it was, it was about a year or so old, and he wanted to play it. So I'm like, I'll trade you this game. For a girly magazine, I didn't. I, I think I called it a porno mag back then. He goes, okay, deal. So he goes back to his house. He comes back. He brings me a penthouse. I don't remember what edition year or year, but I remember it had the it had the lifeguard named Gina, and it had a bunch of lesbian scenes in it. It had Gina, and it had another lesbian scene on a bed with Crystal, and it had the Amy Fisher story in it. You know, where Joe, Joey Buttafuoco and Amy Fisher like shot his wife in the head or something. I remember that. I remember Ralph Nader being in it. It was almost like a Christmassy issue. And so I'm sitting so I, so I get some t- some alone time with this magazine, <laughs> and I, I've heard like this is I think this is right before, right when the internet was starting, so this is like ninety five ninety six, and so I'm looking and I'm like all right, so I start I start rubbing it and I start rubbing it, rubbing it, and it gets hard like and, and like and my experience is like a pee hard like that's what we used to call them. You have to wake up and you got to pee really bad. Your thing goes. So I start mu- rubbing it. It feels a little bit better. Feels a little bit better. Feels a little bit better. And then all of a sudden, I feel like I got to pee. So I get out of bed. And I run, take a piss. And I'm like, it, it, I don't have to piss. Like I just like, I'm like all right, I'm gonna try this again. But I'm not gonna stop. If I pee on myself, I pee on myself. <laughs> go wings. <laughs> and so I so I go back there and I start I start working it again, working it again, looking at the pictures, and all and, and like the pee sensation comes back. How old it, are you? Oh man, I'm like 13. Okay. I mean, between 11 and 13. And I, I it finally, it goes off, and I don't pee myself. I blow a glorious load. <laughs> that would make any woman pregnant. There it is. Hmm. Orgasm number one. Who's next? I honestly don't remember. You liar! You're skipping this question. I, I'm not. I, I really have no memory of like the first one. By the way, that, that that might have been the first one, but it wasn't the last one of that day. Go <laughs> <laughs> wings! All right, no, lefty. This is awesome. I. You don't remember too. How do you not remember this? I this think is, I no no no. I think I remember uh, the nocturnal emission. I remember waking because I'd heard about it, and I woke up and there was. Uh, a small wet spot in uh, in my bed, but it wasn't like a wet spot. Like oh, you know, I'd peed because I I I'd understood how much pee comes out, or a general understanding, and uh, and this wasn't that. And I it, 
it was like, okay. Wet dreams don't count. When's the, when's the first time you took your hand and did it? I don't, I don't remember. Um, How do you not remember these things? Yeah, Can I don't know. Re- <laughs> like, this was like a, this was like, when I discovered this, my childhood got instantly better, like, by 100%. Wings, man. Here, I'll go next. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember. I remember now. We were doing a project in elementary school. It had to be fifth or sixth, no, uh, sixth grade, I think. And um, they they were just, the school was just figuring out filters. And we were doing a project on the White House. And at that point, especially because we were little kids, not many people understood the difference between .com, .gov, or any of those other things. Uh, or .edu, and so we were supposed to do something on the White House, we were supposed to research it, and somebody in the computer lab, when we had computer lab time, went to whitehouse.com instead of whitehouse.gov. Those are two completely different sites. I wonder if that's still a porn site. I don't think so. And I figured it out, and I, I, I acted, I was aghast, and going, oh, whoa, what is this? I, and when I got home, I connected to 28.8 kbps internet, <laughs> or uh, whatever it was, uh, yeah, 28.8 kbps, and I went directly to whitehouse.com, and I explored that site vigorously. <laughs> uh, that was That was the first time. So I had a slightly different experience than either of you guys. The main difference for me was that I was 15, and and I was a late bloomer, right? 15 years old. Most guys have, have you know figured this out before then. And uh, it was late at night. I had stayed up later than everyone else in my house, so I had the living room to myself. And in our living room, we had like a cable decoder box that got every channel. Including Cinemax, and, and do people still call that Skinemax? Like, because yeah, yeah. So I was watching some sort of like, oh, we also had the Spice Channel. That was another thing. It might have been that, <laughs> <laughs> but I was watching something on um on, on TV that was totally inappropriate. Oh, let me just check and see if anyone's like listening at my door. Yeah, because I'll somehow tell this story to the internet, but not to my kids. But I was, uh, <laughs> I, I was, I was watching TV super late at night, and everyone else had like gone to bed, and, and I, it was like late enough that I was pretty confident they weren't coming back down. And I was laying on my belly watching this, and you know, I, I the uh, the tent pole was raised, and I started like humping the couch almost, like not really even thinking about it, just like awkwardly teenage couch humping or something and uh it was starting to work like it it was like you know like a boner is a pleasurable thing but it's more like it's almost not even there right it's not like the act of being hard is this like really great thing but the the rubbing that was going on in there was was top notch and i think i had like boxers on or something like that and um I i was just like oh my god this is this is gonna make me go, and and I did. I just sort of I laid on my belly and I humped until I came in my boxers, and uh, my my first reaction was like, how long have I been capable of doing this? Like, have I missed out on a good year of master? Because I was fifteen, you know. It, it wasn't like you know the capability came and I immediately came. It, I think I had had 
had it in me to do this for quite some time, and I hadn't figured out how to do it. And a downside of my style was that I couldn't reproduce it. It wasn't like, you know, laying on my belly, wiggling in the living room on the couch was something that I could do anytime I wanted to. I couldn't just sneak away to the living room. Or even if I did it again, that I'd get the same reaction. I had to relearn. So I'm relearning from, like, penthouse letters. I remember I read an article once where someone was describing their first time and their wrist brushed against their penis, and it was like this magic thing. So I'm like, all right, let's give this a go. (laughs) (laughs) See if we can figure out how to make this happen. And, uh, and, you know, it wasn't too long before I figured out uh, how how to make it go at will. But but that was my my first orgasm, Uh, and I don't know how much earlier it could have been. Hmm. Kyle, I'm yeah, I, honestly, I honestly don't have any memory of this. I really don't. <sighs> I just kind of knew what I was doing. I, I, I just that, that that doesn't make any sense. But like that that's my memory that that yeah, I've just kind of always done this. I, I don't remember when I first started. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, my first one was was I, I had to relearn how to do it. Like I. I, I it would have been smoother to have the Wings of Redemption experience where, like, you get the magazine, you go for it, you succeed. We have a winner. Mm. With me, it was like, like uh, you didn't have, like, none of your buddies at school talked about it or nothing like that. They'd be like, well, I got to try this. I remember one time I had a sleepover, and uh, a friend of mine described, I guess, I think at the time he was the only one who had actually had an orgasm. And he described how it kind of, like, jumps afterwards, like that, you know, like the, the subsequent bursts. And uh, he was like, yeah, doesn't it do that? And we're all like, what? No, that's ridiculous and weird. And we made him feel like the weird guy. When the truth is, he had just been better at puberty than us. <laughs> better at puberty Terrible. than us. Yes. All right. Hmm. How do you not remember this? <laughs> I just don't. I really don't. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you well, sometimes but, the brain forces traumatic experience, <laughs> experiences out of the mind. It's just oh, that's know, that's terrible. I don't want to remember that anymore or do anything. That's do just anything terrible. Like, do anything like that. So, like, you can you not think back to the last time you remember jerking off? Excuse me. What's the furthest time you can remember back that you jerked off? Um, was like this morning. <laughs> I mean, you gotta have a bigger memory than that. Um, I don't know when I was like, what grade would that have been? Seventh? You get close. That's right when puberty starts hitting. I don't know, sixth or seventh grade, somewhere in there, maybe. You bastards! I was in tenth grade. Hello, <laughs> 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 Woody. Let me ask you this question because it's, it's, it's on my mind. When did you start noticing girls? Uh, at the beginning, I noticed girls in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. You didn't notice girls in kindergarten? No, I did. I had girlfriends oh. every year my entire life. I, I can even tell you, I had two girlfriends in kindergarten, Kathleen Stanley and somebody else, Elizabeth Newton. That was her name. Who? Well, um, first girl first girl I noticed her name was Emily Wall. Emily Wall? No, yeah, had, but in like, and by today's standards, she would not be a hottie. Well, she was also a child. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, There's growing that. up. I so. remember I had it hard for a seventh grade girl that didn't like me back. I had, um, I had a girlfriend. You ever said, like, 
What's that? You ever like sit? You ever like sit next to girls like at like science tables and you sit and got a massive heart on the entire time? Wings, I have had dirty, dirty thoughts about girls my age since I was a little kid. <laughs> dirty, dirty thoughts. I remember we had a um uh, a na- a neighbor. So my mom, her best friend, lived like a couple houses down and across the street, and um, uh, she had a daughter named Amy, and I had had dirty thoughts about Amy, who later turned out to be gay, but whatever. <laughs> and she married a billionaire or hundred millionaire, what? something Wait. like that, like a super wealthy guy for a while. And then all of a sudden, I'm gay. Yeah, and she he might have known like and there's a chance that he was gay. And I think there was something very wrong with him, like he was terminally ill or something like that. And he married her and um yeah, I remember she came back and met my parents again and they felt like she had an air of superiority, like look what I did. And like I'm now I'm really special, having things changed. And uh um you know, my father, who's he, he's not like hundred million or anything, but he's he's self-made and he's pretty wealthy. Um, he he didn't like the way she came off. It's like you mm. married somebody. Don't don't go getting too high horse. Mm. You guys want to see the house I grew up in? Sure. Yes. <laughs> I was looking at it recently for some reason. Um, uh, oh, by the way, Woody's looking this up. Uh, earlier, I, I had mentioned Judge Dredd. Um, for those out there that, that may have read the comic books, I don't know, Kyle, if you have. Uh, if you could point me, I'm getting into graphic novels, and if you guys could point me in the direction of maybe some cool stuff, because I'm really into Batman, but I'm running out of Batman stuff that I like, so uh, I need to find another some other uh, characters I can get into. But the things I'm looking for, I like glossy paper and uh colorful art i don't i don't like the more drab um paper setting you know like uh just like normal printer paper type stuff i, I like high gloss paper and, and all that stuff Graphic seems paper. like you i was gonna say you should get into the uh jack reacher books <laughs> that's not what you're looking for yeah no. this high gloss paper <clears throat> colorful art on comics this is the house i lived in from when i was three until i was 12 for okay. some reason, it struck me as interesting. There's, sadly, Google Maps is like a crease across the right side of it. But oh, um, okay, it, it looks like it looks like one side's like pressure washed and one side's like nicotine yellow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's taken at different times of the year too. Maybe I feel like there's less leaves on those trees on the left than on the right. It looks like oh, one yeah. leaves are changing. <laughs> yeah, the house is dirt is is dirtier on the left than on the right. I wonder if it's a different time of day. It's weird that the, like the Google car would drive by twice or something. Yeah, it is weird. Look at the tree though. Like it. Oh no, those are two trees, two different trees. I'm looking at in the front yard to the right. I'm like, look, the one half of it's all brown and the other half of it's all green, but that's not the case. Although the shadows seem to be going in pretty much the same direction. Yeah, it might be just a weird. Like I think yeah, the car has a whole bunch of cameras on the top, and they just like assemble an image. So yeah. I'm guessing that the image from the other part was from like down the street, maybe looking backwards. Yeah. So Woody grew up on a street called Mindy Drive. Mindy Drive, yes, and yeah. uh, the other drive was Beth. And I thought those kids were like, I don't know, they were the Beth, Beth kids. kids. We didn't like them. We, we, they didn't like us. We were like opposing gangs. I didn't choose the thug life. The thug life chose me. <laughs> 
and <laughs> and and we would ride our bikes into each other and crash and whatnot at the corner, like where the two streets met. We would have these, you know, well, we called them wars because, quite frankly, that's what they were. And uh, and we would go to war and smash bikes. Like I understand your. Uh, what was your the worst injury that ever came for fifteen years? There were many, many um, uh, chains that came off the sprockets. That happened a lot. Um, wow. There were skin knees involved. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Right. We weren't fucking around. Beth you ever flip over the handlebars? Over the handlebars? I, well, I mean, that happened, of course. If you uh, – here, I'll – you have to sort of tilt it up. But do you see where the driveway meets the street? There yeah. are curbs okay. that kind of have these, like, incline declines that lead to the driveway. Those are bike jumps, and all sorts of ridiculous, dangerous things can happen with jumps of that magnitude. <laughs> Doing all kinds of tricks. <laughs> you jump off, and you jump off. We do, um, I forget what they call it, like a kick out or something, where you jump and toss your back wheel on your BMX bike sideways. Yeah, we did some uh, legit stunts back in my day. You can see the stupid Google car shadow on this road. Can you? Yeah, like if you if you take the thing and spin it around from opposite six o'clock of the house, there's the camera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it. <laughs> but this is, uh, yeah, this is this is where I grew up until I was twelve. At which point I lived in Ocean City, and that house is now torn down, so it'd be hard to show you. I could not live in a neighborhood like this. Okay, tell but me I, more. I, I like loud rap music too much. Um, yeah. Like when I get like when I get outside to wash the truck, I, I open the doors and I turn the music up, and it's a boom, boom. You know, washing the motherfucking truck. This seems like I'm a washing H- my truck. You know what I need? Gangster rap. <laughs> high levels. This seems these two things were made for each other. You don't you don't ever like play the car radio when you're washing and stuff? No. You don't. Oh. You couldn't get away with that in this neighborhood. When I think of New Jersey, this is what I think of. Like if you don't do anything to New Jersey, these trees grow everywhere, and mm. you know they call it the Garden State, and it sounds like a joke because you definitely think of like industrial wasteland and landfills and stuff like that. But tomatoes grow in New Jersey incredibly easily. That soil was ripe. This is mm. the Jersey that I think of, South Jersey. When I think of Jersey. I think of Jersey Shore. Ah, uh, do you want to see the next place I lived? Sure. I can't really show it to you because I think it's gone, but. God, I wish I could show you the shitholes I live in. I think I can show you the first one. How do we find these things? Yeah, it's it's not the same anymore. Mm. Wings, are you going to show us the projects? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I can't wait to see Wings' house. Uh, that's where I grew up when I was little. Little wingy. Hmm. There's the airport. There's Hemingway Chapel Road. Where are we at? And there's Huckleberry Heights. I'm down from Huckleberry. Here it is. Huckleberry Heights sounds like a nice place to live. Yeah, you don't want to live in Huckleberry Heights, <laughs> Lefty. It does sound nice. <laughs> Why do the nicest places have to have, like... How do you go from... How do you go to Street View, like, from the map? <clears throat> I click on one of the bottom ones, and then I, like, flip over to... Uh, the right place. If you look at that last link, mm-hmm. do you see the two houses in the front of the screen? There's 
it's hard to describe them because all the houses look the same. But one has stone in the yard, and the other one to its left has grass. Yeah. That was my lot. So to the right was a like a hotel called Dunlookin'. And to those two lots are, are where our house was. And ah. uh, they, they ripped down our house and put those two there instead. Okay. Oh, you were right by the water, huh? Two blocks. Yeah, two blocks away. That's cool. Yeah. So I used to, um, I don't know, I would, like, we had uh, we had all sorts of cool stuff. I used to go surfing every day. Uh, I'd go surfing before school sometimes. I had a jet ski, and since I was two blocks from the ocean, I could, um, I can't go back to the map. Since I was two blocks, I'm not very good at Google Maps, apparently, satellite. Yeah. <laughs> since I was two blocks from the ocean, I could just, like, you know, push my jet ski to the ocean right across the beach and then go jet skiing out front and stuff, and, and that was pretty cool. That is cool. So, this... See, I, got, I, can't, I can't get it to go. He's wanting to go to Westwood Drive, and I'm on Huck's Lane. Go to Westwood Drive uh, and then start spinning it around. That's what I do. Well, it's, it's behind each other. You can... Really? They're both behind... Give me well, a link to where you are, and then... Can I just link what at the top? Yeah. Okay. Here's here's where I'm at. And, like, if you... Westwood Drive is where all the houses are. If you go up a little bit, you'll see, like, a cul-de-sac. It says Huck's Lane. Right. I lived in that one right there on the corner, the far left of the, at the cul-de-sac, when it's kind of odd from everybody else. So they're all kind of parallel to each other, except one. Yeah, and the one, one, the odd one, yeah. Oh, it doesn't look like maybe the Street View came here. <laughs> oh, wings live is where the street view don't run. Uh, you 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 could just look at the difference. Just like if you, if you this is all low income housing behind it, but these are the projects. Actually, like the I, I roads think I'm are a special kind of retarded that doesn't recognize low income housing because it all looks the same to me. Well, from the roof, but like this is older housing made in the '60s and stuff. They're just not very well kept. I mean the. The yards look fairly well manicured. There's parking out front. There's, I get that there's no garages, but like I don't see this and spot it as like low income. Well, scoot up to the road ahead of it. I think it's Neely, which is way worse. And <laughs> tell me you can't look at that motherfucker and tell it's low income. <laughs> How do you tell? Um, it looks the same to me. There's trash in the yards. If you look around all Neely, they got you have. These orange things, these are like uh, trash cans that are just laid over. Yeah, but what, what, yeah, are you like a professional like satellite image? You talking about me? I, I'm, I'm talking about me. Like, I, I know this area. I know. It's like you see this? Trash. That's garbage in the yard. You see? Oh, <laughs> you see that little orange spot? Well, that's a. The resolution doesn't show it, but that's a. That's an overturned garbage can there. It just. It looks. I don't. I don't see these things. They look the exact. Well, you same. see that thing? You see that green thing in the front? I know for a fact that's an abandoned car. <laughs> Because it's still there. <laughs> Which one? Uh, oh, if you go I to see Neely it. Drive. Yeah. Neely and West Westridge. Yeah, that green Westridge thing? is West Westridge Boulevard. That gets back to Woodward. Yeah, and that, that goes to the thing, US you know, the corner of it. Yeah. That's an abandoned car. Hmm. Yeah. It. it I mean, I, I'm sure it is the project. Like, I mean, I've seen the hood pass and everything. Um, if you click Westridge Road, you can actually see them. They're just brick, and they're just they're, they're Section Eight housing. Hmm. So they have that in Jersey too, Section Eight housing. 
That's what they are. And like they're very small. They're one bedroom, one bath. You have a kitchen and a living room, and it's got hard, like almost like hospital-like floors inside of them. Hospital. But this is one of the better houses I lived in. The house I lived in after this one sucked ass. It was a, it was a single trailer with a tin roof that were rotting. It had mold in the walls, and like we had constantly had heater problems. Like we never could. Eat. Some nights you get heat, some nights you wouldn't. Damn. But it it was my mother trying to improve herself because Section 8, if you start earning money, they start charging you rent. And she was only earning like, I want to say like $4.50 an hour working at my aunt's store. And like this is way back in the days. The minimum wage was something like three twenty-five. Wings, check out the link I just gave you. Okay. I think that's a better view of your home. Yeah. This is, is where it, Wings is from. This is where you got the hood pass. Uh, yeah, this is where we got the hood pass because people get kept, kept getting kidnapped. <laughs> kidnapped? <laughs> yeah. They uh, they made us. I'm gonna wallet at that. You knew someone who got kidnapped. Um, I don't. I didn't really know too many people because mother wouldn't let us go outside and play. We were. Cause, you know, because uh, the kidnappers. <laughs> yeah, but like um, <laughs> they the uh, housing housing authority gave us this to you know. There's little Jordy. Look at him. Yeah. Skinny. This is Housing Authority of Conway. They gave everybody one of these, so if the, you got lost or look at you, you know, wings. Yeah. I'm gonna pay you. I would kidnap you. Yeah, I lived in. Uh, it says I, uh, 2013 V Hux Lane. You might feel bad that you've been looked over by the kidnappers and rapists, but I'd I'd hit. That. I would invest. I was I a cute little blonde entire, kid, like I had blonde hair. An entire cup of quarters for you, my friend. <laughs> I would bring two rolls of quarters. This is before I gained all the weight. About three years after this, I started eating. Because I, uh, a guy named Brian Boyd picked on me because I was so small. Brian, stupid Brian. What a dick. Well, Brian's Asshole. in jail now. That'll teach him. <laughs> yep, yeah. there you go. See? Met, yeah, he beat his wife. Now someone's picking on him. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Lefty, can we see your childhood home? I'm curious. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, where would it be? Uh, this no, is Ocean gonna... City where I grew up. Long and thin. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, where's Ocean City? I didn't get to see that one. Oh, really? You? Uh, I think I, oh, I found it. I found the it. The last one I linked. The thing is, that's not where I really grew up. Um, this looks like a beach area. It is. Uh, the thing is, so I was telling people that. If you click that link and don't change anything, the house with the grass and the house with the stone right in the middle, Ugh. that was our lot. But our house got torn down. Oh my god! If you do a three, if you do if you do a six o'clock on the one on Ocean City and Woody's, you see somebody with that stupid plastic dip on their truck. Don't ever do that, people. That is so viciously ugly. The rhino plant, the rhino liner thing. No, on the wheels. He has the same wheels my truck has. They're, those are alloy wheels. They're not black. He took, he, he's either spray painted them or dipped them in that plastic coating crap. Mm. Wow, truck talk, stupid plastic. Coat. He's also he's also he's also improperly smoked his tail lights. If uh, gonna, yeah, well, you can't yeah can't have that happening. Well, if you're gonna won't smoke tail lights, the proper way to do them is to take the housing apart and paint the interior. Of where the lens sits around, like the, the bulb goes in the middle and they have this like I don't know what they call it. I'm with Winks. This is a shitty truck. It is a shitty truck. This is I mean, I'd be embarrassed to drive was, this. 
<laughs> if this truck were stock, it would be considerably better. He put a lot of effort into making this truck worse. Yeah, I mean, like, if he... He even has a fucking... He has, like, a... The running board on it's broke. He put all this effort into rim and the fucking shitty-ass tent on the taillights, but he left the running board broke. Hmm. But back to the houses. Yeah, we lived... Our house was old. It actually wasn't very expensive. Um, it was built before plumbing. So there's, like, an add-on to the house where the kitchen and the bathrooms were. And, uh... Yeah, I don't know. It It was... It wasn't really nice, but it was big, and it had a big lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not like Street View go, goes to where uh, there's the... There's yeah, you the, have to like turn it around and do your thing. Hey, let's go to the high school where I hit that girl. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want a link? I'll show you. Wait, when you say turn it around and do what is it like... Just grab the screen. Like, if it doesn't link to your house, just grab the screen and start driving. Click in, stuff like that. But oh, if you go okay. there, you can see. See how the track was, like, I'm trying to think. Where's the actual high school? Yeah, yeah. The high school is, where the hell is it? I don't see the high school. Here's mine. This is your high school. This Dude. is awesome. It's it's you're on the water. <laughs> really? Yeah, the oh. ocean's right there. Yeah. Oh no! What am I thinking? Did they move the freaking track or the high school or something? They really did. What's that big white building in front of the track? The gym, I would imagine. Like I think that's gym. the high school now, but that's not where it was. It, uh, it's not big enough to be a high school. Look at it comparatively with. The uh, that's a baseball field up there at the top, right? Or a, some sort of square field. There's a baseball field. There's a couple baseball fields, like a recreation center. Yeah, it looks like you guys just did nothing but sports. It's like the Spartan High School <laughs> or something. Where, do you see where the tennis <laughs> courts are? In the water. My the high school the water? used to be across the street from the tennis courts. It, it, kids used to misbehave. And hit the tennis like not everyone could do it because it was kind of hard. But you could knock for the tennis ball onto the ceiling, not the ceiling, the roof of the high school. And I think it was where this big plot of land is now, between Wesley and Ocean Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't even know where the high school is. Did they knock the thing down and redo it all together? Is it that building by the track now? I don't know. Which used to be parking when I went there. Oh. There is a little thing that says Ocean City High School, but it's on a parking lot. You were also right next to an amusement park, apparently. Yeah, yeah, Jillian's little, right. Little bitty, little bitty roller coaster. It looks like Jillian's Wonderland Pier. Yeah, sure. You could see the waves from chemistry class and get a vibe on like what you should do after school. And That's to get, so cool to go home. If you if you like wheel out a whole bunch, you can see that. Um, yeah, it wasn't the quickest way, but you, I, I would sometimes take my bike to the boardwalk and then ride the boardwalk home and then hop back, you know, to my house. Oh, so okay, it was kind of so out of the cool. way, but it's nice to ride your bike home by the ocean. They, they got a water park. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was a good place to grow up. Yeah, it looks like it. That looks like it. 
looks that looks. Uh, I think we should all resent Woody for his awesome high school. Yeah, my yeah. high school looks like <laughs> shit compared to Woody's. Oh my yeah, man. Cool. I mean, like, like I link mine. This is an overhead view of mine. It's small compared to yours. The um, <laughs> I, I think I mentioned it before. I'll, I'll check out Wings's now. What was interesting about my high school is back in the day. It's not like this anymore, but it used to be that how much funding your school had was based on real estate taxes. And in Ocean City, we had a lot of real estate taxes per capita because a lot of people just had summer homes. So in the summer, the population was about a quarter million on a busy day, like a 4th of July weekend. And in the winter, it would be like 18,000. So you can just imagine how much like, you know, empty houses were contributing towards the school, but not using those resources. And and some of the homes were expensive, right? Like you know, these oceanfront homes can be well over a million dollars, and they're contributing a lot towards, um, like the schools, but they're not even sending any kids there. So we had a lot of money per capita, even more so than like you know the the average income would do. So it was a rich school, even though there weren't all these rich people. Well, my school won everything in sports, and our field looks like shit. Did your school win everything <laughs> yeah, in sports? Man. Dude, we have a trophy case in Conway High. If you come into that building next to the parking lot, in that all the way to the middle section, to in the middle section at school where it kind of branches out, that entire hallway is trophies. Hmm. It's, just, it's just glass down it. Yeah, we took our turns, but we were just normal. We I won guess. when I when I went there, we were on a ten year winning streak for the championship. <laughs> You know what we had that with? Girls track. <laughs> Our girls track team was a force. For some reason, they always won. But uh, like the major sports, like football and um, basketball and stuff like that, tennis, well, I don't know. Well, we didn't really dominate. Conway's predominantly black. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I recently watched Hoop Dreams. Have you guys seen that? Mm-mm. Maybe a long time ago. Dude, that show is so amazing. It's free on um, YouTube right now. But yeah, I watched Hoop Dreams and it was just like that. Uh, I, I looked up where they ended up too. Like if you if you saw Hoop Dreams, you know that guy's brother that seemed to be really sort of intrusive in his career. He's yeah. like, I don't feel like I'm Michael Jordan the player, but as a manager and knowing what to do, <laughs> I'm like Michael Jordan. He's dead. Um, the dad who like got off drugs and found God and stuff. He was a murder for hire victim. Someone murdered him, uh, I think because he owed money or something. Wow. Um, the other one that seemed to have the slightly more privileged life, uh, what did he end up doing? He played a little college ball, and uh, I forget where he ended up. But, yeah, it was. it's cool now because it's so long ago. They're like 40 years old, these guys. You get to see mm-hmm. where they landed. You know, when a guy's 40, you kind of know what he's doing. Like, mm-hmm. you know how he's going to turn out. But yeah, Hoop Dreams is an amazing show. Documentary. Worth your time. <sighs> so I have one last topic, and I don't know if we okay. want to use it, but do you guys remember Ryan Twin 20? Yes, we do. Yeah. There's another guy on YouTube who just wants to be called. And I, I, I bookmarked this thing like a month ago. And <sighs> do you want to risk it? Do you no, want to call no. him? No, no. Nah. That 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 whole the Ryan Twin Twenty thing started a whole just a like like we opened Pandora's. Now, box. if we called him and pranked him, now that would be funny. That's what they originally <laughs> were going to do, and it turned out to be. Super- but but I don't know what I would say to this guy. I mean, I'm usually pretty good at coming up with stuff, but this is a guy who's prepared for a phone call that could get weird. So yeah, I don't know he what has to a, say. A Forty-three I w- second long video where I 
I, it's been so long since I watched it, but I think he pretty much just says, hey, call me. There's a whole, like, YouTube genre where, where they just say call. Like, Ryan Twin 20 apparently thinks he's famous and, like, he's some big deal. Like, he's the YouTube guy. Verizon mm-hmm. should pay me or something. But there's, like, a a ton of people who do this, and I just have one bookmarked. If does, not, anybody realize, does anybody else think that we uncorked Ryan Twin 20? We uncorked that craziness? Was that our fault? I don't know. He seemed pretty crazy. Nah, check his Twitter feed. He was like writing was Charlie Sheen like oh, they were really? buddies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He writes yeah. Justin Bieber like, yeah, you know, we should totally hang out, dude. Like he's always stressing these people like he's on their level. He he has no understanding of his sense of place. He, he writes the um, I forget if it was the Verizon or Sprint or like some CEO of a major telecom company asking for free mm-hmm. phones and stuff. It's crazy. God, Ryan Twin Twin. That guy was so underweight, and and he smoked. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, let's not give him any any more. The opposite of Wings of Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Polar opposites. I would take I would take being morbidly obese every day of being a smoker. I can at least. Ugh, oh. I feel like it's easier to like rectify the problems caused by the smoking, though. It is easier because you throw you them have, away. You don't have to smoke. They live. That's the yeah. thing. You know, but I, I, I was thinking about that, actually. I was thinking about you in the shower yesterday, Wings. <laughs> oh, did you did, did you have a high one? The what one? Did you have a high hard one? <laughs> you know I did. <laughs> so. <laughs> Woody but, was uh, imagining he, he, he had, Woody had a dream, actually, that he got a ball pick from Wings. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't asked for a shot of your nuts in so long. <laughs> we got to make that happen. Uh, if we go camping, totally stealing your clothes. But back on topic, um, I, I think it was Boogie who was like, you know, the hard part about quitting a food addiction is that you have to eat. Like, you can't go cold turkey. You know, if you're addicted to meth, then you can just eject meth from your life. If you're addicted to food, then, you know, you, you have to sit there and moderate it and control it and own it forever. You can't just say, food's no longer a part of me. Well, just like earlier, I had to get off the show to eat and I had like a little bit of cereal like I don't even have milk in the bowl I put like fucking raisin bran in the bowl and ate it cold so it would be healthy but I had to do that or my sugar would go out of control and I've been I would... doing your apple peanut butter trick by the way I think rules doesn't it yeah it was a good one I, I had... I'm what's the trick again for those that might not remember basically so a healthy snack is like an apple right everyone kind of knows that but I find that after an apple I'm still hungry you know, after it, it, we have clementines in my house and, and they're fantastic, mm-hmm. but unless I down like eight of them, I haven't satisfied any kind of hunger. It, it's more like, I don't know, just a tasty snack, not something that helps you get to your next meal. But uh, uh, it, what Wings does is he puts a little peanut butter on the apple. Now, no one's kidding ourselves that peanut butter is some sort of health food. It, it's not. But uh, in terms of sinning, Peanut butter on an apple is a whole lot better than, like, a handful of pistachios or, um, you know, a, a tasty cake or maybe not everyone knows what that is, but, like, a cupcake or something. It's, uh, you know. Pistachios are really bad for you? Or uh, health-wise? I think I, I, I didn't know that. I know at least the ones I have are really, really salty. That can't be that oh, good. I can I say something to do with nuts that also helps if you if you like those. Just eat a handful and drink a glass of water right afterward. It makes them expand and fills you up. 
Huh. Well, maybe pistachios is a bad example, but but okay. peanut butter on an apple is not a, a totally evil snack, like some of the other things that are that easy to eat. And, um, you know, pound for pound, you, you got about 400 calories there versus something else like a muffin would be the same size would be around 400 calories. Apple's going to be there and it's going to hold you longer. And muffins can be a lot. They can be like 1,000 calories. You know, if you're getting like a Starbucks muffin like, or something. If it's a good muffin, it's 1,000 calories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> muffins can be really evil. More so, that, That's actually a better example. Like, you know, if you're at work and you need to get from breakfast to lunch – and you, know, you can either cupcakes hit, in disguise. You can hit the muffin, or you can hit an apple with peanut butter on it. Apple peanut butter on it is just as tasty to me. And uh, uh, it's almost like candy, right? It's like this. This shouldn't taste as good as it does. Yeah, yeah, dude. And muffins are delicious. Muffins. I, would pick an apple I really like the tiles. They are they are cupcakes in disguise. I really yeah. love. That's awesome. That's a Jim Gaffigan joke. Yeah, he, he goes on about cupcakes and muffins and cake and pie for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, and Kyle's right, man. They're 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 good. Thousand, they can be twelve hundred calories. Muffins are hardcore. Wow, dude. But, uh, what about candy apples? Have you seen like the supreme like premium candy apples when they'll be like just smothered in things till they're the size of like a softball? I know of them, but I can only imagine their caloric count. Oh, they're so fucking good. They're so <laughs> fucking good. Yeah, Kyle can eat about six of them and lose eight pounds. Woody put us on this fucking cookie of the month club or some shit. <laughs> and so every fucking month, a box of cookies shows up at the house. Right This month, they're, they're chocolate cookies with with like green mint chocolate chips inside of them. They're incredible. <laughs> Apparently, there's this place called Cheryl's Bakery or something, and they make extraordinarily good sinful cookies. They're supposed to be amazing. And um, Kitty devotes a lot of time. She's just really nice to me on, on Woody Craft. And um, I think it was actually when I was just, uh, like, ousting my partner at the time. And Kitty was, you know, helpful in that situation. And as a thank you, I got her on a Cookie of the Month Club. And uh, I think I guess Kyle benefits from it too. Yes, <laughs> occasionally I'll take like half a pint of ice cream, put it in the blender, and throw two of those cookies in there, and then like a half a handful of chocolate chips and a half a handful of caramel chips, and then just let it blend for a while. And and that's that's just delicious, Woody. So I appreciate you sending all those cookies. <laughs> oh, damn it, Kyle! I hear you getting fatter. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's got it though. If Kyle decides that he's not happy. He's able to just like flip that switch and yeah, don't worry, that goes away in about ten years. It's not, it's not that easy. It takes you know twenty days of diligence and hard work to knock out you know eight or nine pounds of like real fat, not just water weight and you know any other bullshit. I have a question since we're talking about this. Um, it's something I noticed. In the wake of last week's show, when we had Boogie on and the and the topic of weight struggles came up, what is it that turned? Because I, I I should substantiate this, I guess. I saw a lot of people, some people, not a lot, some people, just being really vile towards Boogie and his what he thinks he had to say about food addiction and his struggles and where he's going. And they, they even talk, they brought up his wife. And we're, we're demeaning her as being an enabler of his lies and deceit. And it was. Wow, I didn't see that. It was one guy, and it's in, it was just one guy in this thread. But it, oh, actually, no, there were a few. But I see it a lot on Pookie's videos. What is it about that 
that just brings out the worst in people. I don't it's know, weird man. too, right? Because like, like I don't have a problem with meth, right? It's not a part of my life. I, I, I have a problem with not liking you know, that it exists and it ruining other people. But for me, I've never had any meth struggles. But you don't see me running around the meth heads like, you know, blasting them because it's an addiction that I don't have trouble with. But with food, people do that all the time. People are especially negative about food. And I swear, if I told them that I was addicted to video games, and this is where I was, like I'm addicted to video games, somehow I think about them all day and all night, and I have like 65 days played in COD 4, and I can't stop myself, and, and you know, as I look back on it, it's had some serious detrimental effects on my health and my social life and my career and this and that. If I were to say all that, it's not really true of me, but if I were to say all that, I think there'd be a lot of sympathizers, people who are like, whew. I feel that too, right? You know, like, I, I have it just as bad as you. I have half of what you have. They'd be like, yeah, video game addiction is a real thing, and I understand your struggle with it because it's happened to me. Um, there have been times where I felt like I was addicted to the Internet. Like, I would just read news sites to the point where, like, dude, it's way beyond just reading news. Like, somehow I'm addicted to learning more news. And it could mm-hmm. come from Reddit or CNN or Fox. Or, like, I'd take it from all over and just absorb, like, what's happening? Yeah, I need to know more. I need to know more. information dialogue is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, you get upset when you see the same repeat article. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was, I was gorging on my information diet. And, uh, um, and I think a lot of people, like, wouldn't get that because they haven't had it. But, but I don't think they'd come with the same sort of hate and anger that they do towards a food addiction. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Boogie is one of the nicest people I've ever met. Like he is just a straight up genuine person, and I, I guess he has to be in a way. Let's not pull any strings. I mean, he doesn't have, you know, athleticism or like job opportunities pouring in him left and right. If he was an asshole, people would just give up on him completely. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to be nice at that point. But but Boogie is genuine. He is genuinely nice. He's a nice person. He comes on here every time he gets a chance to. Like he, I could call him any time of the day. He would be waking up from a dead sleep and he'll talk to me. Mm-hmm. But he's not even I that bet he appreciates that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 Thanks, <laughs> sometimes I call him 3 a.m., 4 a.m. <laughs> just to tell him how my day went. Just for <laughs> hours. For hours he sits there and listens. Yeah. As I drone on and on about... Bastard Brook and Granny and <laughs> all the things that transpired on the day before. <laughs> he says it's causing it night. I've never that, called but... him that late, but like, <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have. I've not called him that late. I mean, a bit eventually to the point where it's like, damn, ain't nobody on Skype. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, I, I see him. He's a he's a man that's struggling. That's what he is. Like I'm, a, I'm a man that's struggling. And the guy who visited me yesterday, he's a man that still is struggling. Talk like, about so, him. I had a had a had a guy come visit me from uh, Germany. He's from God, Frankfurt. He's from Frankfurt, Germany. His buddy was from Wiesbaden. I remember because he had a Wiesbaden T-shirt on, and he always showed it like he's Superman every time somebody. I was like, "Where are you from, Wiesbaden?" <laughs> but um. He came over here. He's on a business trip. He's actually his job is for the the German government IT security department. So he had to he had he had to do something over here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and he drove the three and a half hours down to my house to meet me. And he has these pictures where he was he was four hundred and seventy four hundred and eighty pounds, borderline five hundred pound guy. He was an IT guy, and he seen one of my videos. It wasn't even the boot camp videos. It was before that. It was about a year and a half ago. 
on one of my uh, attempts to lose weight, and he seen me attempting to lose weight, and he decided to do it for himself, and he lost everything. He lost 250 pounds, and like there's stuff that we took pictures, but there's stuff we didn't show, like his stomach, dude. His stomach's the first thing I ask him to see. It's like the third thing out of my mouth. Like, would you be interested in showing me your stomach? Because when I'm thinking about it, my stomach's what's got me really self-conscious and worried. I'm worried I'm going to get an uglier body by losing weight. Even I think, well, how can you get an uglier body? And But, like, it kind of looks like a pregnant woman. I don't know if you guys have ever seen people that's had natural babies and stuff. Their stomach gets really bad stretch marks. It gets really soft and loopy. And, like... It, it hung down probably something like that past his waist. Uh-huh. Like you could, you could probably literally take and cover your cover your genitals with it. And it was like, wow. But you can get that fixed. Yeah, you gotta oh, get cut in off. Terms of excess skin. That's what he. Yeah, got. excess skin. Yeah, because he's a he, he's a guy my size. He said his belly was bigger than mine because I I'd showed be him my belly. I'd be excited about that. Like I would be excited. He, he said sex life got better though. <laughs> yeah, dude, cut that off. Get yeah, it dude, done. It costs a lot of money to get that shit cut off. How much can it cost? Twenty five grand. That is pretty expensive. I thought it was going to be fifteen. Yeah, that's, uh... I don't know. It might have changed. It might have gotten cheaper. But when I first looked into it, it was twenty five grand. I saw a picture of a guy. Um, I believe it was on the PK subreddit, and somebody had reposted it as a way to, or maybe it was the guy himself, and he had lost something like I want to say one hundred and seventy five pounds. It was a substantial amount of weight. Not like, oh, I dropped 60 pounds. Look at me now. It was he went from health hazard obese to really fit. And he he was like, it was a gallery on uh, on Imager, Imger. And um, he said, I know a lot of people want to ask about the stomach. And he showed his stomach, and it was it was just normal. So it, it it's not, I don't think it's true that it that will always happen or that will, it's guaranteed that that will happen to you. If you if you lose the weight steadily enough, I think because your skin is always growing and regrowing. Lefty, lefty. there's oh, a period. There, my stomach is going to do that. There's way way. There's no possibility for it to rebound. It's going to rebound some. He even said his rebounded some. He said underneath the arms rebounds like right here, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like because he said your boobs get when your boob you start losing the fat. The boobs they kind of slip down here to the side of your arm, and that rebounds. The chest rebounds really well. Like the chest area, mm-hmm. but the stomach doesn't rebound that well. Mm. And, and like he showed me, he showed me what it was. Like he took, he pulled his shirt up and showed me, because he was a, he was like a hundred eighty pound guy. You, there's pictures of him if you haven't seen it, and you could tell he has breasts still. But that and breasts, it's just lumps of skin there that just haven't rebounded. And I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to find David Smith. I don't know if I've said his wings. You're muted. Can you click on the don't mute thing on your screen? Yeah. Have I, have I sent you guys uh, David Smith pictures before? Is he the guy that mm-hmm. like went on talk shows and gained his weight back? Yeah, but like, like <clears throat> right here, like here it goes. This is David. This this guy looks just about the same as David Smith. David Smith obviously was bigger than this dude, so he has a little bit more. But like, if you see right here, yeah. Oh shit! Like that doesn't. He, that's weird. It doesn't even look like a human body because he, um, he's pale. I think that's lighting. I think it's like camera lighting. You see but his like face is different, different than color. his face. Yeah. Like, like if you look up a little bit, there's another one where he's like almost doing like a whole Hogan thing. I, I think I found a better image. I like 
this one. I can show it to everybody. It shows the loose skin that he's got to deal with. And look at it. Like, if you look at his arms and his shoulders and stuff, he, like, he's pretty fit. It's just that he has extra skin that needs to be plastic surgery to weigh. Yeah. Like, it, it, no, obviously, he this guy's a lot bigger than me. David Smith got up to 680 pounds. Yeah, that's but, hardcore. Uh, that, that's hardcore. That's can't walk hardcore. And, and that's where I'm worried Boogie's going to end up, especially now since he has income. And like you might be like, wow, what now they is income? Well, you think fat people shouldn't make no? When a fa- you give a fat person money, all he thinks about is food. Like like when I go out, cause the, um, I want to call him Marenzio Mario. <laughs> I can't say his name. He has a, he has an Italian German name. But my friend, he talked to me. Now he hit me right well. He's like, dude, when I went out with a girlfriend, I didn't care about going out and playing mini golf. I just want to know where we were going to eat at. When I went out to put stuff at the post office, I want to know what restaurant I could eat at. I'd been to every restaurant <laughs> in Frankfurt. I knew what they had served. I knew what was good. I knew everything. And I'm the same way. Like when I go out with a girlfriend or something, I think, what restaurant are we going to eat at tonight? That's the, that's like the highlight of my night. Mm-hmm. Opposed to going to the movie or opposed to, you know, having sex at the end of the night. And, like, I identify with it, but I'm scared of that. I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of that, but just, like, you get there and now you're uglier than before. Nah, that's a problem. Money cures. Don't worry about it. <laughs> money? Shit. I don't have money. <laughs> uh, big problems in life are health and relationships. Yeah, Wings, have you tried having more money, though? That's what you need to do. Yeah, Wings, have you tried it? You might like it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Is that how you fix that? <laughs> I'm just going to... I guess I'll get, a, get that third job at the Stizzlers. <laughs> it's all about the spending. That's what mm-hmm. it is, man. Um, Do you uh, want to talk about this whole Malaysia flight going missing and everything? Oh, can anyone give it's a aliens. background on it? I, yeah, I, I don't know enough about I it. I don't know enough about I it I don't either. think there's much information to be had. This flight is just missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that they... There are two people on there with fake passports, but it turned out that they were really unlikely to be bad guys. Uh, it was taking off from Malaysia and going where did it go? Uh, to, I believe, somewhere in China, I think. Or no, no, no. I, yeah, I think China. And now it's just missing. It's like it crashed over the ocean for some reason. Yeah, the the transponder stopped transmitting. They they lost contact with that, but there was no mayday call that any air traffic control tower in the area heard. I believe they were under uh, coverage of Vietnam, and um, they it just because uh, air traffic commercial air traffic control towers don't have active radar systems. They're just signals. They're just sweeping the air for transponder signals. Military, uh, you know. Branches have active radar where they're actually sending out right. light to get to get the the return signal. Um, and there's there were murmurs rumors that uh, Vietnamese military radar sites had the flight on course, or they, or they they had the flight on radar and it had turned and was traveling in a completely different direction off of its flight flight path. But I had. My last research that wasn't confirmed or denied. Apparently, yeah, it's, it's super difficult to find a plane that crashed into the water. It says radar data suggests that missing Malaysia plane deliberately flown way off course. Um, 
That's from Kuala Lumpur's Rooters. I feel like uh, airplane tragedies get more hype than they deserve. Well, it's weird that this one just went missing and there's no wreckage. That's rare. It's in the ocean. Missing. Yeah. Well, missing. <laughs> yeah, but we can't even. But but it would leave a big oil slick and a debris field, and they're and they're kind of combing the areas that it should be in, and they're not finding it. Other planes have went down in the ocean, and they find the wreckage within a day or so. Mm-hmm. Well, they and there the was no mayday box. call. There was. Yeah, somehow these guys went off the radar before they crashed. It's aliens, goddammit. You know, I maybe it, I I considered that earlier. Earlier, maybe it was aliens. How many people maybe. died? Like two hundred twelve. I wonder how that compares with, like, in terms of a news story. Something about planes—they make a big deal out of it. Death in the sky. Death in the sky. Like they're all over. I, I want to say that if a comparable ship sunk, in two hundred, like. It, if oh, dude! Rem- no, no, crashed. no! Remember when that when that cruise ship flipped over on its side, and I don't think anybody died, and they made a huge deal out of it. Thirty-two died. Thirty-seven. Okay, well that's pretty shitty. I'm sorry <laughs> to those thirty-seven dead people, <laughs> but 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 they made a huge deal out of that. Yeah, that was a that was a big deal. As that, big as this not, plane, but that's because yeah. two hundred people dying doesn't happen. Like two hundred people because of one incident. Four Americans doesn't really happen. Oh well, now it's important. You didn't say four Americans. Hey, Team America, Team America. If they're not Canadian, American, or British, then I'm going to have a hard time shedding a tear. Good guys only. Fuck you, France. You lost your spot. They did lose their spot. Yeah, but Malaysia? Malaysia hasn't done anything to anybody. No, of course not. So, I mean, they're just kind of... done anything for anybody? Yeah, exactly. Probably cheap hookers and electronics. And underwear. Yeah. This is some good stuff. These are some of my favorite things. So, yeah, so they make the world a better place. <laughs> Cheap hookers and electronics. <laughs> and um, underwear. So, yeah. And underwear. <laughs> so it was either like a really catastrophic failure that broke through all the redundancies of the plane actually flying and communicating, or it was like a terrorist attack of some kind, probably. I don't use that word, Lefty. It's not a goddamn terrorist attack. You don't think so? Or a hijacking. Why, or would, you, why would you hijack a plane and, kill and, and wreck it? Into the damn ocean. Maybe it didn't go as planned. Maybe, maybe, maybe something on the plane fell out from poor maintenance. Right, but in, if an engine, if, if an engine falls off, if both engines fall off, there would be a mayday call. They would say, "Mayday, mayday, mayday!" Our yeah. fucking engines just fell off. Engines falling off doesn't mean the radio stopped working or that the transponder stops working. All right, well let's let's do, use an alternate scenario. That wouldn't be a terrorist. Maybe somebody on the plane goes crazy and kills the, all the pilots. Yeah, okay. It doesn't work like that. There's security. It's hard to get up there. I fly a lot. Trust me. If, this is Malaysian. This is a Malaysian airliner. I'm sure it's the third world, isn't it? It was a Boeing 777. It's a it's a it's a modern yeah. plane. Don't imagine like a uh, like Malaysian field like rice paddy workers in there like <laughs> the flying plane, this thing. Like these the are the fucking from professionals. Temple of Doom or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. No. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. Maybe the maybe the pilot had a death wish. Maybe he jumped over the bridge. No, nah, there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of weird things going on where they can see that it it went to a really high altitude and then to a really low altitude and it was doing this very quickly and it shifted off course and remained on that course for a while and then it just and and they don't know where it, where it went. It could have landed in a country. That's that's what some people are saying. Maybe it's landed in fucking like. Iran or, or in some island somewhere. So you think somebody hijacked the plane? So they haven't found the debris yet? They haven't found anything, no. Oh. They got no trace were, of this thing. There were reports of debris. 
Nah, this is Amelia Earhart style. Yeah, those poor bastards are getting their anals probed right now. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they are. What is what is in our ass that aliens desire so much? Maybe they're trying to – maybe they're uh, they're putting something up there. I bet you could learn a lot from the butt, right? Yeah. Like you, you could learn all about our diet and – if I were to find some new thing and I wanted to know about it, I'd look at its gut. If I didn't want to kill it, I might look at its butt. Yeah, yeah. Because if I start opening its head up, it's not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. Where there's easy access. That oh, anal yeah. probing is an act of kindness. Yeah. <laughs> Some people like it. Like, yeah. yeah. At what point yeah. do you think... Like Hodor. I had a money Hodor joke earlier, and I told Kyle he should say it because he could get away with it, but he wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah. I don't want to use that word. You could do it. You, that's, that's a that's a nine. No, oh, I'd rather say nigger than that word. Oh. What's the first letter of that word? Fag. You just <laughs> well, you can say the word. You just can't direct it at someone. <sighs> that is not a money Hodor joke. Let me see. I don't it goes, the word fag. Not only is Hodor a bitch, he is also a fag. How's that? A, how's that a money joke? Because he came out as gay. Now it's funny. That, I th- I maybe if you're was... thirteen. I, I thought it was funny. Maybe in retrospect it wasn't very funny, but at the time I thought it was cool. We're going to talk this in his, his lefty hate speech. <laughs> yeah, my problem yeah, with man. that joke isn't that it's offensive, it's that it's not funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I can deal with all the offensive you can dish out, but you better make me smile. <laughs> I, I've seen that. I thought, I've seen that lefty, and I'm like, man, well, I didn't realize he was telling Kyle to say that, but I was like, man, that's a kind of a lame joke. I'm glad I he didn't, didn't say it. it. I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. I just, I just typed, no thanks, no law. That was that was uh, I thought it was clever. Hmm. All right, well, can't win them all. Mark that down. That one's a no. <laughs> we it's apologize, a... Hodor. No, yeah. we don't. Low blow. <laughs> low blow. Now, let me ask you this question: What if Hodor agrees to come on the show after all this acting? Oh fuck! Is he welcome? <laughs> Is he welcome? We're kind of in the driver's seat of that now that he threw us under the bus. I uh, I. Th- you know, I feel like if I say he's welcome, then we're somehow, like, under him. And, you know, like, yeah, we say all this trash, but we'll still take you. But I I think I – also, I think it's a way of burying the – I would bury the hatchet. Okay. What if he comes on here and says, where you live at, Woody? Hold or crush. <laughs> Give him my address. <laughs> <laughs> you think he can take Hodor? He's a big dude. Not without he has a, guns. I'm well armed back there. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I remember Joe saying you can get too big. Like Shaq, he couldn't beat Shaq up. Right. No, I don't think I could beat Hodor up. He's just too no. much man. Yeah. But uh, I could definitely hit him from 100 yeah, yards. Baseball bat <laughs> helps a pretty good bit there. I wonder. That's not my first choice. I definitely want a firearm. I'm, I'm not trying to say. I, I definitely want the fight him not realize we're in a fight. Yeah, I, your strategy for taking out Joe Lozon was genius. You're like, I could take Joe. I'd tell him to meet me in a field, and I'd be in the bushes with a high-powered high scope. Like, well, damn, I think that would work. <laughs> yeah, you want to fight, motherfucker, right here. Sundown. <laughs> I'll be there an hour before sundown. <laughs> Listen to this story. This is a pretty new story. Navy warship accidentally fires torpedo at nuclear dockyard in Plymouth. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, spaghetti Wait, wait, nuclear 
An investigation is underway after a nine-foot missile was fired for the, from the HMS Argyle at high-security Plymouth nuclear submarine dockyard during a training drill. Military chiefs have launched a major investigation after a Royal Navy warship accidentally fired a torpedo at the nuclear dockyard. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, oh, so, so, so it's not like they have nuclear uh, weapons there. That's where the nuclear... Yeah, I think they do. Are. I think they've got like boats with nukes on them. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And, and they shot a missile, uh, or a torpedo, rather, a nine-foot torpedo at those. Yeah, it's bad. Somebody's losing their job. See, that, that would be terrorism. <laughs> Why would that not be? I don't... It's where nuclear submarines are refueled and repaired. Um, oh, refueled. Yeah. Do they take on nuclear material? No, yeah, I guess. A, Maybe. Sometimes. I don't know how you refuel. Maybe you... Yeah, you change more, the rods. Like water and... Don't those rods last forever? I guess they don't. Nah. Have you guys seen the Amazon game controller? Have you guys been reading about this? No. No. So, it's just rumors, but apparently the Amazon game controller, like, pictures were leaked. It's being manufactured by Foxconn, which is the company that makes iPhones. Mm -hmm. It looks to me a lot like an Xbox controller. In the front, it has little, like, fast-forward, rewind, and play buttons, which is a nice idea, actually. I don't like that current Mm -hmm. controllers kind of map that to X, Y, and B, or... Uh, whenever I put my PlayStation controller down, it seems to want to pause it or fast forward it or something. Whereas this has the buttons kind of out of the way, like smartly up top, or you know, like tucked away. Apparently, they're coming out with a set top box that is also a gaming machine. Huh. Well, I think my I don't think there's a nice room. little lawsuit going here. Yeah, I don't think there's room for another console. I think they should partner with Microsoft. I think Amazon should have an Amazon-branded Xbox, and that will help them compete against the PlayStation, and they can bundle in Live and Amazon Prime together, and the two of them can do way better than they would separately. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Imagine, instead of 60 bucks a year for live and whatever i think it's they just changed it to is it 90 bucks a year now 80 bucks a year yeah yeah they just changed it 90 90 or 99 i think it might be 99 yeah i think it's 100 bucks a year so what if they combined it for like 150 150 bucks a year you get xbox live amazon prime it includes your amazon.prime that like netflix competitor and uh and you get your game console and um you know, you're you're in bed with the Microsoft Amazon ecosystem, and then they combine their powers to battle PlayStation. Huh. I'd still take my PC and Amazon Prime, <laughs> but that's just me. Hmm. I'm not a console kind of guy. I, I I don't like the way this controller looks. It looks blocky. It does. I don't like the the way that I'm gonna have to go back to it. I don't like. I the have way a hard that, time uh, your, where your palms go too much. It looks a little blocky there. There's too much real estate there. It feels like you, it wouldn't fit right. But mm-hmm. I do like the play buttons. Like that that stuff, I think is great. I like that they have more buttons in the middle. Like that's for infrequently used buttons. I think that's a nice place to put them. Uh, I'm just not in love with the. I don't know what to call that. The horns, the part your palm sits on. But you need to touch it and figure it out. I need to realize how big it is because the Xbox One controller, I thought it was going to be gigantic, but it's not. It's smaller than the PS4. 
Also, the buttons need to be super high quality. Like it, when I look at the triggers and the um, the D controller and stuff, like I'm just like, I don't know if they realize like the LB and LT and RB and RT. That stuff is incredibly important that it responds well and it looks cheap, but you got to touch it to figure it out. But I don't know. I I don't think this is the best controller ever constructed. I don't, I don't care what you say. What do you think is the new PS4 I think it, one? I. The best controller ever constructed, the Xbox 360. Yeah, that's that's my pick too, but I thought you'd say PS4. Well, the PS4 is a close second, but I don't like the triggers on the PS4. Huh. I mean, the Xbox One's a step back, though. Is the it, best one ever constructed? A... Xbox 360 scuff. Um, <laughs> I, the scuff is alright. I mean, like, I'm I talking really about like for my... face value. I really like my 360 scuff controller. Yeah, no, I disagree with you. And honestly, not just because there's a coupon code Woody, but I, the the scuff controllers are awesome. Have they come out with the Xbox One scuffs yet? Yes. You know what they need? They need to come out with a fucking Asteroid adapter for the Xbox One. That's what they need. Well, a what for the Xbox One? An Astro? An Astro, Astro adapter so you can actually talk with your headset. Oh. Yeah, I wonder what the scuff Xbox One is like. I'm surprised I don't have. I have to call him. But uh, are you yeah. going to PAX? No, I'm so done with that shit. Right. Are you? I was considering it. If you win, I might, I might consider going. But no, dude, I don't want to go at all. If you want to hang out together, I'll do shit. Let's go to the Caribbean, <laughs> <laughs> right? If you want to hang out together, let's go shark hunting or something. I, I, I'm down for stuff. You want to go surfing? Let's go to Nicaragua. But PAX? All right. All what, right. Why are you? What? What about it? Are you done with? Like what? What's... It's just. It's about video games. Would but you're going to like local fucking restaurants you can go to in town. I'm pretty um, sure that's what it is. It's it's just long lines, and uh, you spend two weekends. You see maybe three or four games, and. Uh, I don't know. Oftentimes they're things that are already released, like. What I want from PAX is to be informed, almost like I'm press, on what's new. So I, I, I can like tell an audience about the things that are coming out. That's what I had hoped PAX would be. What PAX actually is, is waiting in long lines, seeing trailers you can see online. Um, like I, I, You don't walk away really any better educated than you came. Hmm. Do they and, have a lot of panels there, though? Do they do that I don't at think they all, have or? any panels. Oh, okay. I, I thought there would be. Hmm. Yeah. And you can't get a... I'm sure you could get a press pass. Maybe now. I, I, I'm i trying to think. I don't think I've ever I've, had one before. Kyle got one once, right? Yeah. I've, I've got two tickets. Do you? Yeah. Atomic... Paradise, by chance? Is that where it is? <laughs> yeah, no. My network reaches out. They have like a sub count thing or something. I'm sure I'm above it. And uh, if you have this many, they'll get you, you know, premium access and stuff. But I just, I, PAX isn't that good to me. I don't, I don't like it. I like those trips because of the cities, and uh, it's a, it's you know, a weird mixture of people when you when we we'll, when we're all having those like dinners together, and all you know, everybody's there. Those are cool. Yeah, I like the meeting the other YouTubers and stuff. I think is more of a reason to go than the PAX itself. Yeah, like like having dinner with Bash. 
<laughs> yeah. Stuff, just, just weird stuff like that. Do you remember when, uh, were you there when Bash played Onslaught in basketball, like in the hotel room? No. <sighs> Shit, it sounds like to me if I win, I wouldn't even go to the stupid PAX Prime thing. Uh, I wonder if I can find this. It was the greatest thing ever. Stupid video has been processing for five hours. And I'll get that all the day. Painkill already last week. I set it. I set it for upload like at two o'clock. Uh-huh. It didn't go out until like three in the morning. All right. I, I guess I'll let it sit overnight just in case because it was a six and a half gigabyte upload. But YouTube's been really slow with processing lately. It sucks because now I'm in a position to actually use 1080 all the or, or render in 1080 all the time, so I can I'm like Frankie on PC in 1080p two years <laughs> two years after like that was the the apex, but fuck man, and I just oh. got Photoshop and I'm making good thumbnails now. It's really cool. Photoshop's Adobe software is so powerful. That's so cool. The magnetic lasso tool is the greatest thing ever invented by mankind. <laughs> Premiere is good too. Mm-hmm. I guess now I got to get Illustrator if I want to make all my own graphics, so I can make little objects and stuff. And <sighs> so, you guys, uh, hold on. Here's a URL. Bash and Onslaught playing basketball in the hotel room was the greatest thing. They're both good basketball players, but Bash is like significantly smaller and such. And, uh, you know, they were just playing, like, defense, offense, whatever. And Bash kept leaning up against him, leaning up against him, and he's talking. He just tapped him in the direction he wanted him to go. He went flying. That's not a regulation basketball. <laughs> I, don't, I thought it was. It looks a little small, doesn't it? Bash is a rape squad killer. That's right. There's Team Art on the bed. I, I like how you put the ER on it. It makes it sound very uncool. That's a regulation basketball. That's good man. Bash is trying to post up. Yeah, it's great. It did not work. Those are the good moments from uh, from things like PAX. But you know the um, uh, like the, the Pax itself is not exciting to me. We need to get Bash on again. Bash is awesome. Bash and Onslaught are both awesome. I haven't talked to Onslaught in ages. I really wonder how he's doing. I hope he's doing well. I wonder if Bash is still holding down that best Modern Warfare three on his on YouTube. <laughs> what are these? He was the best source for Modern Warfare three. Is that what he yeah. was? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. But, but, what was this channel name? Just Bash? Bash TV, maybe? iBash TV, yeah. iBash TV. Let's see what his channel looks like. All right. I'm my branding anymore. It says Daily Ghost Videos. <laughs> Daily Ghost Videos? It does, but he hadn't uploaded in four months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember the Daily Ghost Videos. I like this. Three <laughs> videos ago says, I'm back, and it's a year old. Uh, oh and then two videos ago he's back and it's five months old (laughs) and this is great this is great i love bash man 
88,000 subs. This is a big size channel. Old bash. At least he changed his thing from the best Modern Warfare 3 videos on the internet to Daily Ghost videos. I like that better. <laughs> I like Daily Ghost videos, yeah. I'm waiting for those. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch bash videos, man. Especially if they were Daily Ghost videos. Really? I, I'd watch anything in bash. Ghost isn't... I've watched competitive ghosts sometimes. Oh, I was imagining they were actual, actual like, real-life ghosts, like the spirits of dead people. <laughs> that I'd watch. <laughs> that Who the fuck was Every day I go to a haunted house. house. Wings, are you still playing a lot of COD? <sighs> only, only, only during the, uh, the tournaments. Really? You play competitive, like... No, I just play the clan war stuff. That's what I wanted to call it. Yeah, I was trying to figure out a way to describe that. But you play clan wars and nothing else? That's pretty much it. Now, the only reason I do that is I made a commitment. I mean, like... I made a commitment to show up to the clan war, you know. It's the Rave Squad Killers, right? Yeah, the Rave Squad Killers. We're, we're, we're actually in the top ten of, of clans on all platforms. And the only reason we're not number one because we've won everything. We've won both Diamond Divisions we've been in. We've won every, uh, we won every really? Platinum Division Have you ever that played Reddit Black? Reddit Black. Rave Squad Killers should have a professional gaming team. <laughs> RSK. I bet. <laughs> How much do one of those things cost? A professional gaming team, a lot of fucking money, dude. Um, I, I bet about five grand a tournament, maybe. Yeah, you gotta you gotta fly them. You got to uh, get jerseys, and you got to. We don't need no fucking jerseys. We're the rape squad killers. They would show up in what in their street clothes. Yeah, the street clothes and maybe a uh, a pantyhose on their head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just have more pantyhose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd be hard fucking core. And we just pay more than everybody else was willing to. <laughs> what if, what if, like, to troll the other teams, like, we we crowdfunded a thing where we were able to pay the best players like triple what they're making now, and just made a team. <laughs> there was a guy who was talking about doing that. He owned like a car dealership or something, right? Yeah, well, I had I had a guy do do that, and he it's had, expensive. You need a lot of money. You need, you need more money than it's worth. You you yeah. have to. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> It's about sending a message. I, I have a buddy, and I got him hooked up with Team Envious, and he's still in with Team Envious. And I met him. He's helped the tra- he's helped transform them over to what they are now versus what they were with like Stainville and Hastro and stuff. I like met what him. They are now is a team that can beat Optic. Uh, actually, they just played Optic. They beat them. Did they beat them last weekend? Yep. I think you're right. I think you're right. It was the last map, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, Ty- Tyler called me and he's like, "Hey, you go- you watching?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> oh, and I remember, I remember Hex like putting his shoulder, like, um, Hastro, like, it was, it was just like he did this thing where he like patted Hex on the shoulder, like, "Ah, oh, tough break, man," and it was interesting. Yeah, Astro's but, a great guy. Both Astro. of those guys are really great guys. I like them both. They a lot. are. They are. Yeah, Astro is a very stand-up dude. I've but, had some really cool times with both of those guys before. Those are, those guys are awesome. Optic went to the losers bracket and they won one or two more times and they made it to the COD Championships, the million dollar tournament. But they got a bad seed. But they're there. They're in it. Mm. So, Envy and Optic will both be going. <clears throat> I don't know which one to stand up because I like both of them. I like I, I like Hex. Hex is actually one of my favorite guests we ever have on. Every time we have Hex on, some fucking blast. Uh huh. And like, but at the same time, is like Envy is like where I threw my hat in all those years ago <laughs> with Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> 
So and I like all the Envy guys. And like I like Stainville. I like Hastro. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really know the like Carmen and, and these other guys they've pulled in. Like, is J Cap still an Envy? I'm not sure. Like, I don't know I what the Envy roster actually looks like right now. I, know but I, I like all those guys. It. Like Foreplay. I mean, one of those two teams would be my team. Yep, yep. That's it. I root for Optic, and if Optic's not playing, I root for Envy. Like it's hard. It's, it's like I want both of them to win. It's hard to root for who who I want to win when they're playing each other. Well, I will say this, Clayster. I'm not loving your hat. Just throw that I'm, out I'm, there. I'm gonna say this. I still haven't got my jersey hex. <laughs> Clayster, I love you, man. I love your enthusiasm. I like that you're on the team. I, I, I every time you get excited, I get excited. But your hat, you look like a Santa's elf. Just throwing that out there. I love you. Let me get you. Can, can I convince you to wear like a baseball cap with a rounded front or no hat at all? Just saying. Let me wear something cool like a fedora. A fedora. Oh, my. unique. Wow. With a headset, though? <laughs> I don't I don't care. Just put it over the headset. Wings, like. I would like to see you in a fedora. <laughs> just just take get one of those big, like, 18-gallon hats like Cowboy. Well, that's not a fedora. Over the headset. Wings. I do not own a fedora, Kyle. Wings, so I watched episode one of King of Cocks. Episode and, uh, two was better. I've heard that. I have not watched it yet. I wanted to get you to hype it up a little bit before I watch it. So tell me tell me what episode two is about. Episode two is about Grandma going out singing and dancing. Literally? Well, I, I, think, I don't follow her out, but we show, I show the preparation about it, where she, she's getting ready. She's getting hyped up. She's, she's getting excited about getting drunk. And she goes on a karaoke spills. She does like a little dance showing her, her new line jacket dance, her line dance jacket. And then Brooke humps her and Brooke gets upset that he hasn't had his clothes washed in a week and they get a fight about having his clothes not being washed. Why, why didn't she wash his clothes? She explains that in the video if you watch it. All right. Well, tune in tonight to find out why. <laughs> Gangster Grandma refuses to wash the clothes of Bastard Brooke. I would imagine it was because of the hundreds of dollars he stole the last time he <laughs> rode out of there like a bandit in the night. Yeah, because I, I, I hit him because Brooke had like three different camos on. He had like blue camo pants, and then he had a camo shirt and a different color camo hat. I'm like, what you trying to hide from, Brooke? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> and he had like mustard stains on his pants. Oh. <laughs> I'm not keeping up. Wait a minute. Bastard Brooke... I thought he stole and he left. He did. He did. He came He's back. back. He's back. He's back. They, he they like wiped the slate ago. clean apparently, and he and he he wouldn't even fess up to it. But he's guilty as hell. Oh, yeah. of course. I, I, pop, I popped the question on him in the in the uh, first. Yeah, episode. in the first yeah, video. That. And that you accepted that excuse? Yeah, that was well, bullshit. What, excuse. what do you mean to do? Be like, well, Brooke, you got to leave. No, you should be just be like, no, man, you should have the balls to admit that you're a thief. Like, if you're going to, you know, you're already I back I don't here. honestly know. I'm like, I'm an outside source. I don't. Oh, come on. It's got to be him, right? It. Ha- I believe it's him, but like. Yeah, the money went missing while, and he did too. And he, and you saw how quick he was to lie. He, he lied about the porn. <laughs> yeah, like, like, about like, the porn. like, you're going to have a hard time, like, like making me believe that the first thing you said wasn't a lie when the um, thing you said right after it was clearly a lie. Yeah, like I don't think Grandma's ordering Teenage Girls Volume Three. No, teenage no that was Brooks porn. That was Brooks porn. <laughs> yeah, and Brooks a gross man, <laughs> a dirty man. I don't ever want to meet Brooke. <laughs> Why, well, Brooke is a trip. Brooke is the cool one of the coolest people I've ever met. Best thief ever. That's all. He, he is. He is. A, he is a bad thief. <laughs> well, he's convinced you. Like, no, 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 no. I've seen. Lies. I've seen. I've, I've went to the store so he can get dip. 
and he goes in without a hat and comes back in back out with a hat. <laughs> I'm like, Brooke, where'd you get the hat? Oh, a buddy of mine in there, he he said he borrowed it. For, the hat's brand new. Still got the tags on it. <laughs> Jesus, Wings. He's just a thief. Yeah, man. This guy, you gotta, I don't know. So whenever you take that desk over to Woody's house, make sure you bring, you bring Bastard Brooke with you. Bring him and that other guy with the with the with the other criminal charges. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah, and, and spend the night too, and say you you couldn't find a hotel, <laughs> and so you uh, try to t- politely ask Woody, or just impose. First on him. off, I would not take Bastard Brook on a road trip because the man loves to drink too much. <laughs> what does that have to do? You're driving the car. Well, yeah, he can be yeah, drinking. I don't, I don't allow people to drink while I drive. Like, if you're in the car with me, I don't allow you to have, like, a beer sipping on it. Bastard Brook doesn't allow you to drive if he's not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, actually, Wings, that's a good idea. That's a good... That's a, that's a good yeah, because it's an open container. I'm going to be hit with that shit regardless. That's yeah, a $50 thing. Bastard Brook will take care of that. He's got that money from the, from the safe. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's got that money from the safe, motherfucker? Sparks are dollar twenty-five now. He's had more than three hundred of the motherfuckers. What are sparks? Cigarettes, right? No, spark mm-hmm. is a uh, it's a type of alcohol beverage that has eight percent alcohol. I thought I was so hip. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, a, it's, it's a very cheap beer, is what it is. That has eight percent alcohol. Baby. No, it's 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 like a, it's like an energy drink with alcohol in it. Yes, it's and like it, he drinks the shit out of them. Like, but really? it, it it only takes one to get him drunk because he only has ten percent of his liver functioning. So, well, there you go. That's the good really? thing about cirrhosis of the liver. Over time, you don't have to drink as much. You, you would think at some point you're like, oh shit, I gotta stop. Only ten percent of my liver is functioning anymore. <laughs> yeah, I should probably stop consuming. So, so real, it only takes like half of one to get him drunk. It's a real shit show going over the, on over there with the the King of Cox, man. I I appreciate what you're doing, and the only thing I would ask. Compile more footage, and even when you don't think you should be recording, when you think this is just boring shit, like we're just sitting here not even talking, record that too. I'm gonna skip this week. I'm I'm gonna do like a series of interviews and questions people have been asking me. I'm gonna get them at the table. Yeah, yeah. So here's what you do: you 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 have the camera on, say, Gangster Grandma's face, close up, get in there so we can see like expressions and stuff, and your voice comes over, and it's like Gangster Grandma. How did you feel about prohibition? Because you—that's really exactly what's going to do. It. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. And then, and I'm, I'm going to do cut. stupid shit. Can you name the? Can you name the current president? No, no, no. no. All right, but <laughs> but then you cut right there, and you go to Bastard Brook answering the question, and you just go back and forth through like close-ups of their faces answering the questions. But you got to get somebody else involved, um, like Bastard Brook, Gangster Grandma, and you need a third. You need three people for this. Like maybe uh, we got the, we got Crystal too right now. Crystal's uh, the meth head. Could you get your sister on? I would like to see an episode with your sister. Yeah, I can get her on. Yes, her is the third person, and and they need at least five questions. Five questions, and they need to be – and don't let them get away with some yes or no bullshit. Be like, come on, give me a real answer. Tell me what you think. I'm, having, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with the King of Cox. Like, it's, my family is so wild, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no shit. It's a real <laughs> freak show over there, and I'm loving it. <laughs> and, like, you think they're acting out for camera. There's just all kinds of shit you don't see. I wish I could get That's what I want. That's why I want those cameras rolling, like, at least three times as much as they currently are. Like, if you're mm-hmm. sitting on the couch, like, eating chips, that needs to be recorded. If if somebody's slicing an apple, record it. Dishwasher, record it. Every time someone enters a room, when, like, they come home after the end of the day, record that shit. Every single time. <laughs> oh, this is yesterday. Brooke was drinking a spark and he fell asleep mid-drink and he poured him on himself. 
Yeah, that's perfect. That was, that's gold. I, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. You've got to be one of those people out. always recording. Like, you've always got your, your camera out. You're always shooting. All right. I think that's episode 71. Anybody else agree? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, let's, let's call it. All right. Goodbye. Bye.